Yeah. That was perfect. You nailed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Painkiller already, episode 324 with our guest Scarce. Kyle? Hey, we have a few ads tonight. Uh, Me Undies coming back, Harmon Quest, Lift, Creature Quest, and a brand new one, Legacy Box. We'll talk about we'll talk more about each of those later on the show. There are, of course, links in the description down below. You can check them out right now if you want to. But yeah, I got a guest tonight, Scarce. The uh, the YouTube drama king is from, is, is what I've heard lately. Yes. Yeah. And, hey, uh, what's up, guys? It's very very nice to have you this uh this this wonderful evening. It was cool. We talked a little bit before the show. It's cool to know you've listened to the show a little bit, so you know how things go around yep, here. Yeah, big fan, big fan. This is probably the only thing I've watched on YouTube like consecutively because for some reason channels kind of fade in and out. I don't really watch them for like maybe like a year at a time, but like this I've watched for maybe four years straight. Every single one. Every time I edit my videos, this is always in the background. I don't know why. It's just always interesting. I, I, yeah, we're persistent. That's all why YouTube channels are like TV shows, but on fast forward, right? They have their bell curve of excitement, and then they wear out. But this show is SNL. It lasts forever. I know, right? You guys have been pulling like 150,000 views consecutive for <laughs> years now, dude. Yeah. Uh, um, it's good to know you're familiar, though, because sometimes with people who aren't familiar, we go zero to 60 too quick to just wildly inappropriate territory. Talking about death to all they, they, and stuff, like Kyle does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, there was one time we, we had a guest, and he had been on the show for like 15 minutes, and it was like Chris Hansen or something, and Taylor immediately says something about faggots. And he really enunciates the word faggot. And there was this, this, this like three-second pause where the guest was like, did he just say faggot? <laughs> it was, it was, I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It was. And it was like, oh, this isn't CBS, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you did, guys could say did anything. Did one of the casters just say faggot? I remember we had Chris Hansen on the show. And, you know, I'm like, you know, well, we all got a little child porn, right? You know, like, oh we've all God, hit 4chan now that. and then. Yeah. yeah. He tells Chris Hansen, he's like, hey, we've all been there, right? You're, you're scrolling through some, some links, <laughs> clicking around the dark web, if you will. And, and you find a little child pornography. Am I it right, happens, guys? Right? It right? happens, right? It happens, right? It was like. Suddenly I have like, no friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was like that Wings of Redemption. Who'd fuck Jackie? Left or right? Go. <laughs> Except he had done it in front of, like, the child porn police. So we were all like, no. Oh, we don't even know what that is. No, no porn. Yeah, no. I wouldn't even pretend. Obviously, not with this guest on. You know, but that's the thing. It's like you hear that, and then you're like, "Oh, I would laugh at that any other time." But because it's this guy, it's almost like you're putting on the lowest of low tier airs of like, <laughs> ah, you know, I'm not gonna like put my pinky up when I'm drinking. I'm just gonna not curse every sixth word. Yeah, like I'll make it like every eleventh. Or admit to felonies. Dude, yeah, I want to yeah, talk that's about what makes the show entertaining. Uh, is like you guys just don't give a fuck. You guys just talk about anything. It's like. <laughs> That, that's what's entertaining to me. Like, I hate people that kind of just censor themselves and stuff. I have to do a lot with my videos because everyone's like, everyone gets super triggered over really anything you say nowadays. But you I guys just don't care. I think you of... always stay at that. I think if you stay in that space, then people will understand that, that you're not picking one little group to be a douchebag to. You're just kind of touching that funny bone that gets triggered every time someone's a little bit outrageous yeah. about this group or that group or any group and just kind of making a mockery out of the whole like sensitivity thing anyway you and know we the time, talked like, about you can talking about anything someone's... i want to direct us to here dude the shay carl thing are you up to oh, date yeah. on that scarce i don't know yep. about it. i know he made vlogs in like 2010 it's, and it's I, yeah, I dude, that, dude, that stuff is, is really creepy. For um, people who make like six hours of content a week, these guys know nothing about YouTube. Like, like you know, like the PewDiePie drama, the Shea Carl drama, it, they, they just don't pay attention to the slightest. Like they have no, like that nothing I happened. can understand. I think sometimes YouTube drama seems fucking petty and I completely <sighs> agree. Like a lot of the stuff, like, dude, so and I'll be the Shea first do? to admit it. But... Lay it out Oh there. yeah, so Shea. Can you do a timeline right. sort of? 
Yeah, yeah. So, so Shay Carl, you guys know, he's like a family man, right? He's, yeah. He has like this nice little family. He's rich as fuck. This dude has like, I think, uh, half a billion or something. He so had a big weight loss yeah, on he's YouTube. skinny now. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I guess there's a lot of stuff that, that, that are going good for him. But recently, uh, he kind of fucked up. Um, recently, he, uh, there was DMs that were leaked between this one cam girl and him. And he was saying some pretty disgusting things to this girl. Like he was talking about you know, like, wanting to, to suck on her tits and stuff, and it was just, like, um, you know, it doesn't really bother me. But, oh, wait, I mean, because he's married. Yeah, he has ah, a fucking family. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what did he say? No, yeah, so he's, like, he's married. Like, what, what is it that you can't private? He did say some pretty disgusting <laughs> dude, stuff. Dude, it, dude, <laughs> this stuff was great. These it, messages. It, it was like, I want to lick you from the small of your back to your belly oh, button. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah, like, it was some there's some stuff. good shit in there. Okay. <laughs> That's a very All interesting the- line. That's the scenic route. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was. There were real specifics about how he wanted to fuck her, where he wanted to lick her, what he wanted to do to her. It was just full on dirty talk with someone who is not. His was wife. there reciprocation? Because you can't really tell in these until you see the chat. Because if you describe it as he was saying all this gross stuff, and then you see the chat, and it's like back and forth. It's like okay, I can feel. No, this. no, it, it was just the chat, and it's had pages yeah. of him. Yeah, he literally had, like, essays of this stuff, like, and she didn't respond at all. Like, he just kept sending her stuff all night long. I'm not even joking. Like, this girl and me were in a call for a while talking about it because I was trying to get the story from her. And she, she just, like, she just thought he was drunk, and he definitely was. I mean, he said that afterwards. He was just, like, hammered, I guess, when he was saying this to her. But, um, yeah, he just sent her all this shit when he was drunk, and then I guess he woke up and he fucking regretted the, the fuck out of it. But, dude, apparently he's been, like, drinking again. He's been, like... I don't know. He's been doing some really bad stuff. He made like this whole post about how his life has kind of been in shambles recently, and, and he's had to he, he he had to delete his Twitter account and stuff. So uh, yeah, I feel bad for him, but I guess he you know his life hasn't been the best. Wow, right yeah, now. It, that started what? off with a lot of potential to be funny, and now I feel bad for him. It oh no, we'll get there. Don't worry. Just 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 keep digging. Apparently, in his <laughs> life, off and on, he's had trouble Picking. with alcohol. Um, so and and he just sort of hit a low spot. It's interesting, man. Like on the surface. Things can be going great for someone, or, or most people. That's a voice crack. Most people, their number one problem is money, right? Like that's the the thing. Every single day, they spend like eight, ten hours a day working on money. Like that's that's what they're up to. And then all the other problems are kind of minor. And when someone doesn't have a money problem, like Shay Carl, it's hard to relate to it. Like man, like if I had all the money I needed. All of life would be so easy. Oh, yeah, Everything exactly. would be easy street. Like, oh, if I had that much money, man, I would just have pure happiness. Because I spent eight, ten hours a day working on that problem. If I didn't have that problem, like, I'd hardly have any problems. Yeah, but, like, I'm kind of happy. Like, I'm not, I'm not happy at all. I'm actually pretty sad that, like, I started making a lot of money so young because it actually ruins all the fun out of it. Like when someone like when there's a sponsorship deal for a ton of money for me, it's like I don't even want to take it anymore because there's there's no point. It's like. I already have what I want right now. It's like I'm kind of comfortable. And, and now it's like when I see huge numbers, they're not as as surprising to me as they were when I first started YouTube. And I was so interested. Like I was so happy about that first, you know, $1,000 check from YouTube. Now it's like, oh, you know, we're going to pay you 50 grand. It's like, whatever. It's not that big a deal. And it kind of sucks because it, it ruins it all. Like I, I yeah. remember when I worked at Cisco, I'd work like overtime for like six months in a row or something. And then they'd give me a bonus of like $1,500, two grand. And it'd be like, ah, oh, sweet. You know, like it's an extra yeah. 2000 <laughs> It's after tax. That's the way Cisco did their bonuses. And, you know, so you have a check for an actual $2,000. And then like 
things go real well for you on YouTube and such. And it's like, here's a check for $5,000. But, oh, fuck, do I really want to drive to the bank for four digits? Like, what a pain in the ass this is. Right? right? <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> four digits. My God, these are problems <laughs> I wish I had. This is, like, this is like the, uh, you know, you know that pyramid of needs, like Maslow's pyramid of needs, where it's like, first, you got to take care of, uh, like, your, your physical needs, like food and water and shit. And then you got to be worried about, like, safety. And then up at the very top, it's like self-actualization, right. where it's like people being douchebags, like meditating all day, convincing themselves <laughs> of doing something. Or maybe they aren't. Who fucking knows? That, that's just like the peak of, like, I don't have any real problems, so I'm contriving them and making them up. Yeah, exactly. Like, it seems exactly. like, yeah, if you make a ton of money young, you get real quick, real high up on that pyramid list to where you're like, oh, this amount of money they're giving me you're not thinking of it in terms of this is how many months rent and that shit apartment I, I would i used to live in like wow this is huge or this is how much this would pay on my car insurance and that was really a big deal and i was struggling it's more just like well throw it on the pile you know well, that's why you don't hear like in third world countries you don't hear about anorexia being a big epidemic like like i had a, an immediate family member with anorexia yeah. and it was like you just could not get her to eat and it's like you think about like the whole time I was thinking like what if she lived in Africa this would not be a problem at all like she would be wanting to eat she'd every fit right in day. yeah exactly like she was a skeleton I'm like like if she was in Africa like she would be wanting to eat really badly but it's because she's in like a first world country and she has all these you know she has everything at her fingertips uh, she just doesn't want to it's almost so. like knowing the option is there exactly a yes. way to keep it going where it's like if everything did go to shit right now and they're like you need to start eating or you'll die you know there's a Big Mac three feet away. Like with someone trying yeah. to champ down your throat, but yeah, you know, it is interesting how those disorders span across the world. Joe well, that's about really Jake Carl. You, oh, that's uh, that, that's pretty interesting. So, so I, w I want to know more about the specifics, though. Like, like this, cam wh where was the cam girl from? Like, what site? Is it like my free cams? Like, is that what she does for? Uh, I could probably check girl? right now. Is she's she a from Twitter? I mean, is she like a Twitch game? Like, like what level of cam girl it's, are we talking about? It's one about? of those like cam girl sites she's on. Like one of those like I don't know. I'm not gonna say them, uh, but like it's sure. like. It's, <laughs> What's your? I favorite? mean, I don't watch cam girls. I don't think any of that stuff's interesting. I just watch just straight up porn. I don't actually even follow any porn stars. Just look at the thumbnail and just click on it. You know what I mean? Like. I'm a big Faye Reagan fan myself. Yeah, I've never understood the following of an individual person either. Because it's exactly. like part, part of, part of the, the, the exploration here is that it's just something new every time. Where it's no. just like, there's so much stimulation, I don't even know what to do. Like, I guess that's the so whole thing. here's what happened to me. I used to agree with you, but but Reddit has this, this, this way of letting the cream rise to the top, right? And time and time again, you start to see familiar faces. You start to see that... There are a few porn stars who are just the best of the best. They're going to Alexis, Texas, uh, Faye Reagan. Like these porn stars are really going to rise to the top and they're going to appear on lots of these uh, aggregated subreddits. And, 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 and even within them, they're going to rise to the top. And, and so I didn't used to have any favorite porn stars, but I just do now because I just see so much Remy LaCroix, Faye Reagan and uh, and the like on on Reddit, you know, just always finding the best of the best. Don't you just People feel like, well, this is kind of mulching <clears throat> over the same, same place me. over and over? I, I, so what it is for me is it's usually a, a porn star that's really, really hot. Like, I've said this before, that like, oh, like this girl's beautiful, but, you know, I walk through UNC's campus and I see 12 of them. Every so often there's a porn star where it's like, oh my God, like that's, 
whatever my particular version of like you don't see this very often but only if you let yourself fall into that trap because mm -hmm. go down to the fucking like stream settings crank that fucker up to 1080 <laughs> and then tell me because then you're like oh my god yeah that that's a human being that's a person that's a lot no of see that's when you do see the difference you fucking crank that shit up to 4k yeah you go to naughty america and you find the bitches that look good in 4k uh, they, they, those are just an, those are another there's human beings and then there's those those girls they're, they're, they're just a level of perfection that you don't normally see dude i mean maybe I it's just you guys but i i don't this is probably gonna get me in trouble really not we were um touring mm. college housing last weekend right so hope and i are walking around and um there's like a tour guide who like shows <laughs> you the model rooms and whatever and we went down to the fitness center and there's a couple guys working out or whatever but then there's this girl on the she's like a standing elliptical machine or something and she's yeah just, she's working out hard and she's an 11 like she's just ridiculous hot and she's wearing like i guess not panties but like boy shorts almost yeah. like like just one step away from panties and a bra yeah. and she's working out on this thing <clears throat> and there's like long strides right <clears throat> like <laughs> There's like 14 of us in this tour group, you know, like a bunch of parents and incoming freshmen, college students. Yeah. And I'm looking around. It's like, are we all just going to pretend there's not a fucking 11 right here? Like, <laughs> like hey, kids, gather around. Yeah, yeah. Everyone just like, oh, yeah, here are the free weights. Here's this. This is, you know, this. Uh, if you went to the other building, the fitness center would vary in this way. And it's like. There's a girl dressed in, and if she were to walk any other room in this entire campus, they'd be like, you need to get out. Like, you need to go redress. Dude, wait, was this sort of an admissions thing? Were, were these students and parents choosing whether they're going to go to UNC? This was for people who've been accepted to UNC. Oh, I was going to say, because otherwise, like, maybe she's a <laughs> plant. plant. Like, like, maybe after that group walk, leaves the room, like a 45-year-old a, a white guy walks up or peels off 300 and hands it to her, and he's like, thank you so much, Teresa. Admissions are up 800%. <laughs> All Dude, everybody's, everybody's. Not, I yeah, hardly have that's words why, for it. That's like, why I, I like. That's I, why I like all these, uh, these like new up and coming female YouTubers that are like super hot and they just get like big just because they have huge tits and a big ass. It's just like it's so great because every time you go to a YouTuber party now, there's like all these hot chicks that are like <laughs> way over like tens. Like they're some of the hottest. Like I, I never saw those those girls in my high school or my college. They're like so fucking hot, and they they're all in like these YouTuber parties now. They're just like normal people at these YouTuber parties. Like no one even talks shit on them. Like no one's even angry with yeah, them for no. getting big off the tits. If it tits, was Twitch, you know? they talk shit. If it was Twitch, like they would they would just talk about her constantly. Oh, the only reason she's popular is this and that. Dude, no one cares now. Like all these YouTubers are just like I I uh, spent the weekend like a couple weeks ago in LA with like a bunch of these uh, female YouTubers, and these girls all like easily tens and stuff, and. It's just like just seeing the amount of attention that girls get actually it really ruins your confidence. Like after that weekend, I hated my life because like literally like every single person that came up to them was just complimenting them constantly, just throwing compliments at them like, God damn, like I wish I was a hot chick. Like literally no matter what. But I know that it, the underlying factor is that everyone wants to fuck them. So yeah. I understand that it's like, OK, well, it does kind of suck because in reality, the reason why they're getting these compliments is because. They're hot, you know, and people. Yeah, but if you're like with them somewhere and like you're talking and then that you walk over and you say hi to someone else, it's almost interesting to get a, you know, through the looking glass peek. Yeah, exactly. How friendly the world is if you're that. Dude, attractive. I, everyone treats like, When I like walk up like, to someone, if I walk exactly. up to someone in a party anywhere, they're never like, even if it's an old friend from like grade school, they're never like, oh my God, 
Taylor, like, I'm, I'm just coming. Everybody, this is my best friend. And, like, just doing stuff like that. But, like, you know, some hot chick. And it'll be like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you for six, seven minutes. Like, my I, Dude, I know. And it really ruins your confidence because I was, I was, uh, I stayed with them, like, for the whole weekend. And just that whole time just sucked because. It, it, it... Oh, we lost his audio for a second. Did you guys lose his audio, too? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Oh, you yeah, just came back. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So like, I went to the, one of these like YouTuber events with like a bunch of fans and stuff. And like, this girl had like one third of my subscribers, but everyone wanted to get pictures with her. And I realized no one wanted to get autographs from her. They all wanted to get autographs from like me and stuff. But they just wanted to get pictures with her. Like, it was so funny. But there was more people that went up to her than me. And it's like, I, I just I was so intrigued. Like, cause she had way less subscribers than me. But it's like people Dude, just fucking love hot chicks. I, so I did this, and it was worse because they were guys. So, so I went to this thing in New York. Longtime listeners have heard parts of this, but um, the other people who went on stage to this thing it was called like Digitor or something. They were all like aspiring Justin Bieber's, and if you've never been around like a young pop star. It's easy to underestimate just how well put together they are. Like their extra long sideburns are just so perfectly done. Every hair is is dyed and put in place just as it should be. I saw them back in the green room. Like there was a hallway to the green room and it was narrow, like the hallway. And they're climbing around and shit like Spider-Man. I can't do that. They can, and I'm, I'm, I'm dressed like someone ready to mow the yard. And they go on stage and thousands of girls just start screaming like ah! shrill like like ridiculous stuff and it's just like man like well i'll never have that you know Dude, like, i had a completely different yeah, experience with those kids like <laughs> really um, there's this one kid i don't actually i don't think i want to say his name i don't want to start any drama but uh we went to vegas two months ago and like we went to this one penthouse party from this one kid he's like friends with Cameron dallas like he's one of those guys all right in, in that like you know, kind of teen, teen pop star kind of thing, like, you know, Jacob Sartorius, Cameron Dallas and stuff. And, um, and dude, all like, he was so awkward in front of all the girls. Like, he didn't know how to talk to them. He was just constantly on his phone and stuff. And it was just, the, like, I was the only one talking to all these, like, there were so many hot chicks they brought there. And it was like, none of them even knew how to talk to them. It was actually really awkward. And it was probably one of the these, worst parties I've ever been to. These guys <laughs> like, yeah, it's really nice penthouse. The worst parties I've ever been to. They had like bodyguards <laughs> to help them get through this sea of women who would like grab at their clothes and stuff. And it was just like, I don't really need that. I'm able to walk freely amongst these. Yeah, know, yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. Just, just put me in front. That'll, that'll, that'll drive them back. <laughs> right, back, right. Back, I've got a Woody. <laughs> I need to like have my security go in as like a, a hidden flanking maneuver behind the girls and push them into me. Because they'd be like, I don't know who this guy is. He can't sing. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's <laughs> 20 years old. And, but yeah, yeah that. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I feel like you take that for that. granted as well. Like, like if you just had girls like coming up to you everywhere, like if you're a Cameron Dallas figure, you start taking that for granted, and like you just wouldn't give a shit anymore. I've, all, I've also like, flipped if that on the me, whole. Uh, out. You know the whole like you were saying like they people giving Twitch streamers shit like oh people are only, you're only doing this because you're hot. If you were ugly, nobody would care, and you wouldn't be able to do this. Like, I the only reason to like really hate that or dislike it is just because you're jelly. You know, yeah, exactly. like it's just someone it's playing the hand they're dealt. It's yeah, it's a, it's a good reason to it's dislike a things. Like I, I dislike lots of people who I'm jealous of. It's very natural. <laughs> but if it's like being like, God, you know what? If Shaq was six foot one instead of seven foot one, he never would have played in the NBA. 
It's like, yeah, no shit, because that guy at 6'1 wouldn't be the powerhouse he was at 7'1. He'd be, hey, this slow, kind of tubby guy really isn't putting up the shots we need him to. He, no, no, get out of here. You know, go be a plumber. But, and, you know, you yeah. just got to play the hand you're dealt. So. Yeah, and honestly, I think that, like, if you're, like, an, an ugly chick, it's more like because you, you focus more on maybe school or something else. Because I feel like most girls with, the, with the, enough makeup, and enough plastic surgery, like you could just. Look <laughs> oh, I swear, yeah. like, all these all these YouTuber girls all have plastic <laughs> surgery. They're all talking about, oh yeah, I just got my butt done last week, and like yeah. they're all talking about how. And I'm just like, God damn! Like, and they show me. We lost oh, this was a good again. part. We're losing audio on. Yeah. I'm gonna... What are they showing you? Right. Let's make it. We up. need to know what I they're showing say they you. They drop their and little boy shorts. And where are the pictures? <laughs> I bet he has pictures. Or video. <clears throat> that'll be that'll be something I'm sure I'll send us after the show. An old film reel. Ah, here come the links now. Wow, yeah. <laughs> hundreds of. Them. All right, uh, you guys probably hear me, but it's probably shit audio, right? That's better. I hear is it you. shit audio? Okay. Um, yeah, it is shit audio. I think. It, it, what are you doing? A webcam mic <laughs> okay. or something? I'm using a, a fucking blue snowball right now. I don't use a blue snowball. I used that when I was like doing fucking Modern Warfare Two commentaries. But like, um, you know, my, I have a Neumann TLM. Uh, 103, but it's in the other room because it's in my studio where I'd like make videos and stuff. Uh, so I don't want to take it and put it in here. I don't want to get into mic talk, dude, because that, that pissed me off whenever you guys did mic talk. How much um, was it? That Norman TML, TLM? Uh, Neumann, Neumann TL, TLM 103. Uh, it's one of the ones that PewDiePie used to use. It's like a it's like 1.1K, I think. Uh, okay. Market value. Yeah. Um, but uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Oh, um, you were they were they they're getting their butts done and they were showing you something. Oh yes. Yeah, so they're just Yeah, so they're just talking about like they started showing me pictures of them before they had all this plastic surgery like only 2 years ago and they literally look like completely different people. Like you couldn't show if you show me a picture of them and then you show me them I'd be like that's not you. Like that's your ugly sister or something like that. You know what I mean? Like honestly, it's crazy how much you can change the plastic sister. surgery. I yeah. swear, I've, yeah. I've been even thinking about because I'm pretty fat and like I've been thinking about getting lipo or something because dude, like it's they all told me they all got lipo. Like all these girls were like a ton of weight beforehand and they all just got lipo and they're all super skinny now. And I'm like, you could do what oh Bruce Buffer did. Like, like on, we were talking. Hold on, we got it. We got it real quick. We got it. We got to talk scarce off this ledge of life. Of I make so much money, I don't even need it, and I'm a young guy, and I'm just gonna fucking get lipo because you know I I want to keep eating whatever Dude, I want. I mean, like, like, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, when you when you like when you're sleeping in like the same bed with a bunch of girls for a weekend that all have plastic surgery, you start. You start kind of wanting it, dude. Like they're, they, they kind of convinced me to get a nose job. I'm like, shit. You know what? That sounds like a great idea. By the end of it, now, obviously now I'm like, wow. I feel, I feel like a fucking idiot. I probably was really high when they were saying that or something. But dude, do it and report back. Let, let's let's have you on the show for like episode five twenty. Yeah, or, it's, you know, like I just have a nose job, dude. What if they fuck it up, dude? Oh my god. That's what. The, that's the only reason I want to get a nose job because I would look like such a fucking idiot coming on my video with a fucked up nose, and I just paid like a couple thousand dollars for it, dude. I would never if, do that. If you did get lipo, I'd want to have you back on to talk about it because I've only seen the videos of it. It where, hurts, dude. Apparently, it hurts really bad. I, I, yeah, I would assume that after you get it done, there's a lot of yeah, soreness. But like that I tube that they use to stick under your skin. I always Bro. imagine that like they'd be a lot more gentle of getting the fat out, trying not to puncture you. They are in and out so fast. I, you always think that like, you can see the tip going right up against the skin, almost like it's, it's going to puncture right through. Yeah, yeah and, and, and my friend was telling me, she's like, oh, yeah, uh, it, it, 
it was a little bit of pain. I'm like, okay, how much pain did you have and how long was it for? She's like, oh, yeah, it took about, you know, eight, nine months for the pain to really stop. Like, it was, oh. apparently it was super tender for like nine months. Where of did she life. get the lipo? Uh, I don't know. She, I mean, she paid oh. top dollar for it, apparently. That's another, uh, I mean, I mean on her body. Oh, or yeah, oh, on her stomach. Like, uh, just around her. Did it look good? Uh, yeah, See, she. Oh yeah, she's she's really hot. If they're just getting like, a little yeah, spot yeah, yeah. removed, that could be different too, right? Like like she might be like, you know what, both sides of my hips, and I've got this little bit of a pooch in my belly, and have that removed. Yeah, she. I mean, she wasn't that fat. Before. Right, right. She's just like a little bit. It's just like Whereas, five like, ten pounds. I, I don't know if I were to go in there and be like, you know what, like. Just shrink the whole thing down by like fifteen years. Dude, that's what I'm telling the dude. Like right now, yeah, right Bring now it I'm overweight. So yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. You just know, get, it, get rid of all of it, dude. Like here's I don't, a I don't want of any me of this as a shit. teenager. Bring that on back. It's a good question. If you could have one plastic surgery done for free, and it's not, you can't say you don't, you 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 won't do it. You have to take one. What would it be? Ah, you want those butt implants, right? That's what I want. I feel like so I love what the, the sit. On you? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. I want butt, butt implants. implants. So, so, so most of my life I spent sitting anyway. I figure let's just add a let's just add a cushion to this model, right? Like I, I feel like Yo, sitting dude, would be much be more enjoyable. For a while I feel like I feel like it, it would hurt. Yeah, I'm imagine getting a butt implant, dude. Like afterwards, the recovery would better. be the worst ever because you're you're not gonna be able to sit. You're gonna have to stand everywhere. Do you, have you seen those videos of these girls going through those recoveries where they have to sit on like a fucking like like roll? Yeah, or some, something like that. I don't know. But they have to sit on something, like, special. And it's like, when you're in public, it's like you can't sit down without having that under your butt. So, like, you're going to have to, if you go on, like, a bus or something, you have to put that under your butt. You look like a fucking weirdo, dude. What about chiz? Like, I'm going to go on a plastic. You know, uh, I, I've seen videos. <laughs> Let's keep doing the, the round table flipped. on the light, or on the... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheeks, have you seen those when they get accidentally flipped and it like almost becomes angular on the outside of the skin? Like when the whole implant, like the rounded part, oh, flips yeah. side, and it's like a... Yeah, that's... I wouldn't want that. Taylor, so just wanna, what surgery would you get? Oh, man. Well, my nose is perfect, so I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a skull in smallment. If that's, <laughs> that's, that's not a thing. <laughs> they like, tap your skull, give it a little, make it a little tighter. A, a, a yeah. skull thing? Is that what they would do? <laughs> yeah. They would have to make it longer, though. They, they can't just make it go away, so they've got to squeeze it from the sides and make it longer. Mm. They would do, uh, they would do um, selective deboning. Done a lot of research. That's right. Just you know, take, take a strip across your whole head. Just like those There's a lot sides. Of extra material here in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyes are right next to each other. Only I have one eyebrow. <laughs> uh, Scary. You go next. What would you get? Oh yeah. So, well, I have a uh, a deep, pretty bad deviated septum on my nose. So, like this side of my face looks fucking horrible because it's like all crooked. This side of my face looks fine, so it's like I would just get that bump removed, get the get the deviated. Because I actually went, I did a, a checkup, and I actually went to a plastic surgeon, and he gave me a consultation. So this was a couple months ago. I haven't told anyone about this because it's pretty embarrassing as a dude to do oh, it. Oh, we won't tell but, anybody. Um, oh yeah, yeah, only a hundred fifty thousand people. <laughs> but um, but I, I went to this consultation, and I guess this. I mean, honestly, most plastic surgeons are fucking hustlers, dude. Because this dude the whole time he's like, oh, and I can actually, and, and I I can get you lipo, and I can get you this, I can get you that. Oh yeah, I can. You know, I can fix the symmetry of your face. Yeah, exactly. And and apparently he was like the best guy in New York or something like that. I don't know. I uh, and he um. And he was telling me he could actually, I guess, get my deviated septum fixed at the same time as getting me a nose job. And it would literally be 
uh, the same recovery process. So, and most people actually do that. So I was thinking, why don't I do that? I, I don't even breathe that well. I breathe pretty badly because this DVI septum sucks. They so, do that. It's probably a really quick. Uh, how long is the recovery process? Like six weeks uh, or two months? Well, ten days even... until you take the bandages off, and then yeah. it's going to be tender for a couple months. But yeah, that's cool. When I was younger. Yeah. I got my like a horrible deviated septum fixed, which. Uh, uh, someone on the PKA Reddit, this is like months ago, they were like, hey, I, you know, Taylor has a giant head. He's talked about getting his deviated septum fixed. Turns out sometimes that can cause head lateral growth or something. And I was like, that makes me feel really awful. But <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, who knows if that's true or not. But I, 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 it was so bad for me that as a kid, my head growth? For that my uh, no no my my deviated septum okay. was that like my dad was always mad and be like stop chewing with your mouth open it's disgusting and I was like how is everyone else around me every other human on the planet able to chew food and breathe at the same time because I was always like dude <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> same here oh my god same here and then I finally got it fixed and I was like oh oh all these smug assholes I can eat and breathe at the same time it's because your nose was Fucked up. That's why. But uh, when I was in there, my mom just said, because I had a bump on my nose, like a more of like not a straight nose at the time. And my mom was just like, hey, while you're in there, just go ahead, blow that out, take care of that. And the guy's like, hey, all right, whatever. Y'all fix this seven, oh, eight year old's nose. Awesome. And now, even even now. Dude, you're convincing me right now. <laughs> get it taken care of. Like the breathing difference you'll find. Do you still feel like you have to almost Yeah, chew like like and- when I sleep, I like I kinda have to sleep with my mouth open because if I if I have my mouth closed, it's like sometimes I have those those weird things where I just like wake up and I'm like <gasps> like I, that doesn't happen to anyone else. I thought that happened to everyone when I was younger. I, I thought that was just a normal thing. Like I thought you just hi- start hyperventilating while you're trying to sleep. <laughs> That's something that happened. Yeah. I, when I was younger, like my lips would always be so fucking dry and cracked because I was breathing through my mouth every night and like you were saying i'd wake up sometimes with the dry cracked lips just like <gasps> and just be like oh, oh god damn oh, you know silly me fell asleep with my mouth closed how are the, the rest of these people figuring this out but uh yeah it's, oh. so you don't realize how important the nose is until you get yours working properly and you're like there's a reason good lord put these here dude I, yep. my list is so much longer <laughs> to look than down I, first of all, the whole sleeping thing, I have that now. It still sucks. I keep, like, chapstick and water by the bed so I can, like, just fix this stuff throughout the night. From your nose or from something else? Well, like it's a- the whole snoring, mouth open, nose. Like, it's a fucking mess. Every- oh, yeah, sleep app. I, I, I've been going to, like, sleep studies and shit to get this, like, resolved. And uh, my sleep apnea apparently is very severe. People look, every doctor that looks at my stuff is like, whoa. Wow, like yeah, that you know this is really bad. And yeah, they're like, you can actually get really like hurt like, from that. Apparently, yeah, apparently yeah, it's yeah. really fucking. Woody nice. dies 18, 20 times a night. My blood <laughs> oxygen level drops to sixty-eight, which is like yeah. really low. People, that's like, like a, that's like a fucking uh, guy on the side of Everest, like eighteen thousand feet up. <laughs> people are like, they, they see it like every. They're like, you don't look like somebody with sleep apnea like this because most people who have sleep apnea at my level are way big, right? But mm-hmm. I, or dead. I, or, or dead, yeah. So, um, so I've got that going on. That's awesome. And uh, and like you said, like the dry lips, the dead, dry mouth, cracked. That's that's just something that I like. This is life for me. But throughout time, like I've wanted to get the nose fixed. Yeah, I used to really not like my nose. I thought it was my worst feature. But now it's like you know, if you just kind of fucking 
own a proud nose. Than I think your face looks the best when you're just staring right at the camera. Like yes. my face, oh, I'm to acutely be on the side aware of it. <laughs> no, if yeah. I if I turn sideways, the profile from my like chin to my throat, I don't like very much. And uh, so that's a, a surgery you could do, or just like a whole body lipo. There's a bunch. Of, I gotta take it into the shop. I wish I could like go in stasis for six months where I could like take my body into the shop, have them fix it all up. Be like, you know what? I've let a few things accumulate. Fucking fix this. And then uh, I'll come out. But really one of the big drawbacks is I just, well, there's a little risk, I guess, but it's mostly the pain. I don't want to be in pain for like six months to get shit dealt with. People have had lipo say it's better to starve. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I do lipo. I I think that lipo is a, Lipo doesn't make any sense, for, especially Maybe for us. Targeted so, lipo might make more sense. Like, like well, let's say oh, you're a girl. It's all targeted, though. You, you know, like, 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 because you can't just they, get they an, pick an area and go for it. But, but the problem is, like, it's not like a fucking sniper. It's like we're gonna fuck up just this area of your body. It's like and a make it Yeah, it's I feel sucks. like it really does fuck up your body. Though, I mean, if you see those, like. They, they actually like stick these huge needles in you and they start like sucking out all the fat. It just looks yeah, like it must really fuck up your like so, something. I don't know. It just it looks depends like what really you're going for. But you can achieve yeah. most of those results, you know, by running. A, 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 the, I, I think what you need to do before you do lipo, and I don't mean you, you. I mean anyone who's like us, like like you, scarce. Like 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 before you would do that is like shit. Well, I've actually been losing weight recently. Like, and I took I take Good. you, Kyle. I take your advice so much. Like actually, all of you guys, because all of you is guys are so bar? harsh. <laughs> no, no, no! All you guys. Well, I still eat. I still eat fast food, but it's good in, in moderation and like yeah. really, really small portions. Like I'll have like a cheeseburger maybe once a week or something. But um, but you guys are so motivating. Whenever you guys are like, because I fucking hate that fat shaming body positivity bullshit. It pisses me off so much. Like, and I know sometimes when Boogie's on the show, sometimes he'll get into that. But it's like I don't understand how people can. How can you try to lose weight when there's when you when you think that you, you're okay in your body you know you have to think okay this is actually a fucking health problem because like and, and recently i'm really young so it's not that big a deal right now but it's like if i don't get this fixed soon it's going to be harder for me when i'm when i'm older i feel like so it's yeah the trend uh, that, it's we'll the, get it taken care of the, the um now nah, i wanted to get back to the targeting but like you you think like oh my god how did that guy get so fat but then you realize like if you just gain like three pounds a year which is a very small amount and let that be your trend for 15 years then like wow like you'll be a when you go to your high school reunion you'll look very different when i stop eating i lose weight really rapidly like i the other day i went in four days i think three meals or something like that and i dropped a considerable amount of weight like I, i've lost all the weight that i gained in colorado yeah right? i've been like, using the kyle diet i've been i've been just starving myself just straight <laughs> starving myself like kyle says he does and um and it works well <laughs> Until like a, when you're about you a week hungry. in and you and you wake up and you just don't want to get out of bed because you're just so awfully tired. <laughs> like, you and and that's when you shoot shaking. up with your B vitamins. <laughs> exactly. Quick injection and you're ready to go again. Injectables. Yeah. Do you ever go stand? Yeah. Do you ever do you ever Some take you know, a little bit of self-shaming advice where you go like stand in front of your mirror naked and you put yourself in intentionally unflattering poses and you just look at yourself and you're like you make yeah, yourself just, look. You I don't, just, like, you don't oh, put yourself I in like a hunched over. What you uh -huh. want to do is you want to look for your best angles and be like, oh, that could be better. That could be better. Let's make that better. If you fill yourself with shame, then then no, you're no, automatically. No, 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 That's no. where the light. No, no, no. You, you, what you do, what you do, what you actually do is you squat in front of a full length mirror for six minutes and you really hammer yourself and you say, what have you done? That I'm, I'm more of Taylor's mindset. I'm not saying it's right, but like 
I'll see like a part of me that I'm really not happy with and be like, look at this, you fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> are you going to tolerate this? Are you going to, you going to allow this to be who you actually are? Because you see well, your like mother-in-law is walking by the bathroom door, hears that and thinks you're scolding Jackie. Like you didn't, like, you didn't claim, look at this. Aren't you fucking ashamed of yourself? <laughs> is this you're really going to conduct yourself as a fucking adult? Your mother in law's like, dear God. Dude, if my inner monologue, like if I use that towards other people, I would be awful. Awful. I am only this harsh with me. It's because like if I get, yeah, it, it's true. Like because you're, you're in the body you got to live with, so you should be more harsh on that one than other people, obviously. But, like, it's something about getting like getting yourself a little bit sincerely upset at yourself. Like, God, look at that stomach. What the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. You didn't see this coming 10 months ago, asshole. You knew what was happening when you ordered that pizza a few nights ago. You knew you were going to eat the whole thing. You liar. You lied to yourself. And then, like, later in the day, if I want a little treat or something, instead of had I just in that morning been like, well, i got to work on this, you know, when I see that treat at Snickers Fat, break there's cheese it's whatever burger beer i'll be like oh nope because i remember viscerally that feeling of how angry i was at myself this morning and it won't be worth it tomorrow morning to go you've done it again haven't you you've done it again and dug the hole a little deeper like in <laughs> stay mad always stay furious at yourself <laughs> yeah i mean Ask i want to i want to act like you know, I'll, uh, I want to act like I actually believe in body positivity, but because I saw this one article, this one YouTuber posted like on Twitter, and it was literally an article saying like, "Oh, just just don't worry about going on a diet because everyone who gets fat really they, they can never get skinny like like by themselves." And it was just this awful article that made me so depressed. Like it really, and it was supposed to be this body positivity article, but it really pissed me off to see that people actually believe this bullshit. Like to actually get skinny, you need to have people there constantly telling you you're a fat fuck, and if you if you actually keep eating enough, like it's bad for your health. Like, and I feel like not enough kids nowadays. Like I, I see some of you kids in my age group, they're just so fat and like no one says anything obviously but it's just like i don't know if just one person went up to them and said uh you know just said something that, that was just nonchalant wasn't even that mean but it just kind of <laughs> hinted at the fact that you just you're just you know you're 400 fucking pounds then maybe well, i like, self-identify as a wildebeest <laughs> <laughs> the other clearly exactly on the other side I, uh, of it I i'll do this paper so, sometimes Some... what happens to be like I, I like to stay up later than like the rest of my family it's my me time and uh so here it is it's like 11 30 i decide to watch a movie which is late and uh the urge to like have a snack with that movie is there if i don't and i wake up i'll be like you know what woody you did it you made it through you didn't snack at all you know i i got it i i, I have a hard time I, not believing that i have like a, 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 i don't know some sort of special ability when i hear about how strict you are with your diet and it and I think about like what it takes for me to lose weight. It just takes like turning off like w like one out of five of the awful things I do on a daily basis to lose weight. Like, yeah, I I'm that's like, really nice. I'm like, wait, you don't have a snack with your with your midnight movie? Fuck, what's the point? Like, why don't you just go to sleep? But, like, like Kyle, eat so many snacks. Every meal like, has like, a snack. Yeah, you have a like you eat a lot like that, but. Like after even being in Colorado, seeing how you eat, it's no wonder you're the size you are. Because people who, like people who eat a ton and are fat, tend to really underestimate how much they're eating and be like, "Oh, I had a cup of Coke today," and when really it was like a half, a two liter or something. Yeah. And someone like Kyle, who's in good shape and not fat, will be like, "Man, I ate like a 
pig. I must have had two pounds of chicken wings, you know, a full pound of pad thai, a bunch of Hunan curry or whatever. And then you look at the actual meals and it's like there's seven bites gone from each of these. There's still so much food left. And like what you're saying, like when you eat super late at night, what you don't include in that is like that 15 hour period that you go without eating before yes. you're like, feast, and you start it up all over again. And you know what I've been doing lately, though, and I've, I've, I know it's got to be unhealthy, is this nighttime eating. I, uh, I will wake up. And, <laughs> dude, listen to this. This, this. this is so unhealthy, and I catch myself the next morning, and it was like I was in a Shea Carl, like, erotic fog, and I just had to talk dirty to, like, the, the fucking kitchen. It's like... Three, four, like I go to bed at one in the morning. I wake up at three thirty, four o'clock, five a.m. in the morning, and I go to the kitchen, and it's like, hmm, what's in here? Oh, I'll have a diet Dr Pepper. Crack that open, sit it on the counter, and I start looking around for what I can have. Last night there was a whole bag of Tocito scoops, like the uh, the the corn chips, and there was a whole, I mean, a whole jar of bean dip, and I just stood there in the kitchen eating scoop after scoop of bean dip until I'd eaten a third of a can of bean dip and half a bag of Tostitos. Is this like three in the morning? Four or five in the morning. I finished off the whole, the Dr. Pepper went, and went to bed, back to bed. And I've been doing that every single night. One night I ate half a can of salsa. Like, like I, I, it, it's not always great. chips and dip. Yeah, it's but not, that's nothing compared to like, like when I was at like the, the worst weight, like when I was a, uh, this is like almost a year ago. I was almost 300 pounds, and oh, wow. uh, and I've I actually lost like 80 pounds. Um, but good for you, man. Yeah, but recently I've, I've been kind of gaining uh, weight again. So you know, I don't like talking about it too much because it's just it's so fucking hard. But uh, dude, that was like nothing. Like I feel like, and I feel like with a lot of fat people, they don't like to admit, but it's like I would literally sit there and maybe eat like maybe three bags or like two bags of the Stitos. And just like just sit there all night, just being a complete fucking slob. And and nowadays it's like I catch myself and I tell myself, dude, you're gonna fucking hate yourself in the morning. It's gonna hurt like hell. Cause like when I was when I, when I was like 300 pounds, it just always hurt. My stomach just always hurt every day. And that, I just like that feeling. Like I actually like the feeling of like my stomach hurting and like and, and me just being extremely extremely full all the time. Yeah, it's kind of a rewarding feeling when, when you're completely full. No, no, it it, it, it makes so much sense. Like. Your brain is immediately rewarding yourself for being it, for filling itself. Like your, yeah, your brain exactly. is like, oh, you filled our stomach up all the way. Good boy. Here's some dopamine that you did a great fucking job today, and you feel accomplished in the meal that you just eat. You you just say you get those same chemical brain. You get the same brain chemistry as if you just like fucking built a shed for your family. There's pride and and chemical reward running through your brain because you just killed Taco Bell. I it's swear. a it's a real. I don't have any well, yeah. meals like this. It's so, and when I'm hungry, you need a snack. We have this dispenser that measures out like 16 almonds, you know. And ah! it's oh, like, oh, what a sad, what a sad. Imagine that the chief awful. engineer on that project. Yes, we need you to design something to dispense 16 almonds. It's like, oh my God, why did I go to school for this? Like, this, Dude, this I, fucking when, sucks. When Jackie first bought it, like, I thought it was like, for the dog food. Like, like it yeah. Was like, no, it's for me. <laughs> That's <Fuck>. awful. <laughs> I, I, I morning, Can I ask you a question about these almonds? Because I love almonds. They're mm -hmm. one of my favorite snacks. Because uh, I can't have peanuts here. Peanuts are the best, but almonds are, are second super place. Healthy. Healthy. Peanuts are low. <laughs> no, they're not. not. Not the almonds that I get. Because I get these uh, little cans of almonds that are uh, the honey roasted ones. Each mm. can, and they're about as big around as like uh, a can of cat food or something. And they're about, they're a little bit taller than like a can of cat food. They're certainly not like soup can size. They're, 
maybe two and a quarter inches thick and diamond you know, brand. The diamond brand, yes, Jeez, those honey those. roasted almonds, dude. They're seven hundred and fifty calories per container. I ate two containers consecutively one night and had the worst almond shits I've you've ever even had imagined. Well, have, have you imagine ever, eating fifteen hundred oh. calories worth of honey roasted almonds? <laughs> I didn't even Seems know like your forager ten thousand years ago, <laughs> and that's and that's all you could find. Yeah, yeah, like 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 some sort of hunter gatherer who just really hit it big in the almond orchard or something Can you like that. Imagine how many fights there were in like gatherer societies when like the man came back with like will the beast again or like all the females who went out and and, and they were grabbing everything like it was only blackberries for months. I, we, ne we never think about these as much. We need to be more appreciative of the fact that we can just go get honey roasted almonds. Ah, this is exactly what I thought you were going to have. This is like that thing at the hotels who get single servings of, of something out for people. This Do you, like, is, steal this, this from a Marriott? <laughs> this would not help me at all, dude. I just, I, I just cranked the whole thing. Ring a just... ding, ding, ding! <laughs> 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 you know how they, they on the on a wheel of fortune how they just come up and give it a spin. I'd put my bowl under that fucking and fucking thing and top off and fill it with milk. <laughs> when I eat cereal, I don't even use a normal bowl. My bowl has legs. Okay, my bowl can stand on its own in a bed. You can just sit it on a mattress. It's a dip bowl. It's made for like a family to eat their dip out of, like like a big salsa bowl. It's huge plastic and has like 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 a, a cross underneath wow. of legs that support it. I feel that thing. It was so much cereal. It only makes like three bowls a box. I love cereal. I, I get the uh, banana nut crunch cereal. That's my favorite kind. I really like banana nut crunch. I like bananas in general, even though I'm allergic to them. So I try to sprinkle them into my diet and, uh, you know, be healthy. And, and, and I, I love that shit. I eat so much cereal. Yeah, I'm allergic to bananas, like pineapple, mm -hmm. uh, avocado, like anything really you could think of. What does it make you feel? Like itchy or what? Um, usually it's like itchy, it's like itchy mouth, itchy in back of my throat, but I've had, I've gone into anaphylactic shock where like my throat swelled up so, uh, tightly that I was, <gasps> yeah, I gotta go to the hospital. From hospital. bananas? Yeah, from bananas. Face got huge, wow. so big and red and, uh, just tears, like, I guess from the swelling, like it's just squeezing your tear ducts because I wasn't crying because for any reason it was involuntary and just tears just pouring. Um, really bad. I had to get like, uh, what do they get? The epinephrine shot, EpiPen, right? Yeah. 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 They, 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 they fucking, they didn't hit me with an EpiPen. They just stuck it like into a, uh, an IV that they had stuck in the, the back of my hand and administered it that way. But that like, Were it's you, like, like instantly better. That's what I was about to say. There's certain kinds of medicine that are just instantaneous. Mm -hmm. And obviously since it's right into my fucking vein, it, it's going to do that. But not only it, it, it was instant, instantly, like I could, it was almost like I could feel my, my head deflating. And, you know, my, my, my throat, you know, relaxing so I can fucking breathe again. But, yeah, I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. A funnier story is one time I went down to Florida to visit this girl. And we went to, like, a Moe's Burritos or a Chipotle, something like that, where they make those giant two-pound burritos. And I was like, yeah, gu guacamole. Yeah, I had the guacamole. And, and I'm over there eating this huge burrito. And I bit my lip. And I was like, mm, oh, fuck, I, I bit my lip. And I just continue eating the thing. What I didn't know is I had like cut the inside of my lip and I was administering avocado to oh, it. All that toxic guacamole. <laughs> yeah, all that toxic guacamole. Oh, dude, <laughs> that, that probably hurts so much. All of a sudden, I, I, I start feeling my lips a little big. My lips are a little big. And it's like the fucking nutty professor when his lip grows first before the rest of his body goes back to being fat. And I've just got this huge lip. And I'm like, you know, I think 
Turn with your avocado, guide you to my loop. <laughs> like, you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> it was stand up at Chipotle and be like, there's, there's something in the food. There's something in the food. Put it down. <laughs> I finished the burrito, though. I, I still remember it. I remember her being like, stop eating it. I'm like, it's just so good. It's just and with so a burrito like that, you were probably like, actually, I'm past the guacamole section. I'm in no danger. Like, <laughs> it, it, Nothing left in here. They don't take the time to, to mix up. God, half of a spoon turn at all these burrito places would be a world of difference in how you eat those burritos. To get a little bit of mixture in there instead of being like, all right, well, I know 30% of this is basically a desert of rice. At least. I like the rice, I like the I, rice too, huge, but I want to I'm a big fan of the burrito places. Um, I remember in like 2005 when I had my very first, uh, I think it was Chipotle. Chipotle burrito, maybe it was most. And just, just my coworker being like, yeah, you just get a burrito. That's it. And I'm like, well, well what do you mean? Well, they don't have different sizes. He's like, yeah, they got a size. Fucking huge. And I just remember the first time like being like, no man can eat this. Like I was, I was an amateur at that point. Uh, and, and I'm watching him finish his. And just now I, I, I fucking get the case. I got the quesarito the other day, which is a quesadilla uh, wrapped instead of a burrito. It's, it's, it's uh, the burritos wrapped in a quesadilla. That is like, like you were saying how the first time you picked up one of those burritos, you were like, what, 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 why, why? This is like, I remember that feeling too, going to Chipotle, getting a burrito there and being like, this is otherworldly. But now just a few years later, it's totally normalized. If you handed a kid in, you know, fucking Chad in Africa, one of these things wrapped in the gold foil and didn't tell him to unwrap it and he couldn't smell it somehow, they would have to think it's something that you threw as a weapon or an IED. Because <laughs> an IED. Totally That's what I was going to say. They start crying. <laughs> I don't want to be a suicide bomber. <laughs> Explode differently, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is absolutely outrageous. And, 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 that's got to be reinforcing the fatty mindset, right? Like the fact that, that that there are portion options out there that are that outrageous. But it's not a new thing. Like McDonald's has really toned their shit down, I noticed. I went to McDonald's the other day, got myself two Little Macs, and, uh, and a, I ordered a large fry. And I, I thought that they had like politically correctly like made their large much smaller than that. No, they brought out this like thing of fries it was it was so many so many fries i thought that they had made the sizes smaller remember when they took the super size thing away after morgan spurlock's uh, documentary then they brought it back or they just changed it to large did yeah. they now it's just uh, fucking large. it's now so that's, actually that probably did worse for people because yeah. super size is like oh i guess i'll treat myself to a little more shit food but now they just say large and it's the same or thing now they have like the, the grand mac Oh, the Grand Mac is so good. I I think I told this the other day, but I I went into I went in there to get I ordered two Little Macs. Now the Little Macs are you know what you might think it's one piece of meat instead of two all beef patties, lettuce, cheese, mustard, pickles on the sesame seed bun. It's a it's just one patty. Special sauce. Special sauce uh, on there, and uh, and they're much smaller, and I, and I feel like almost healthy. And uh, and, and my order is taking a really long time. There's cars pa- piling up behind me, and the guy comes out, and he's like, "Hey," uh, and he, I can see that there's a problem already. I'm like, "Shit, what is this?" He's like, "Instead of making you Little Max, we made you Grand Max," and I'm just like, "Give me my right. money back." And, and I'm thinking about it for a second. I'm like, I don't want Grand Max. I made a conscious decision to get Little Max. He's literally offering me five times the amount of food that I that I originally ordered, and he's just like, "It's free, and it's a lot more food." And I'm like, "At least you got right. the first world problem right. over there." Like, bring him. 
The Grand Mac is the size of a quarter pounder. It's a double quarter pounder, but with secret sauce and in Big Mac style, you know, with the with the third bun and everything. I couldn't eat them both. I ate one. I, I don't I like Big Macs at all. I would I, never, if there's a big or a McDonald's and a Burger King right next to each other and I'm getting a burger, 0% chance I'm going to McDonald's ever. I feel like the Whopper blows are out. Are you serious? The dude, Burger the King side. is the, the bottom tier of mm-hmm. fast food. It is much lower than McDonald's. It's just the bottom tier. Like, I feel like going to Burger King is, is the worst <laughs> experience of my life every time I go there. But, dude, I go to, <laughs> but, but I want to say, say that I go to McDonald's so much because McDonald's like 10 feet away from me oh, right now. Yeah. And yeah, well, I'm also fat too, right? So that's a normal place where everyone goes. You know and piece. I go there so much that I ask the lady for a number that works there. I mean, she's really hot. Um, and I think she's like, I don't know. I think she's some immigrant. I don't want to be politically incorrect here, but oh, no, I think she's an immigrant. Around here. Yeah, come she, on. she must be an immigrant from like Mexico or something because she doesn't speak very good English, but I got her number. So I don't know. I haven't texted her because it's just numbers. so weird. Because like, she, she's the girl from McDonald's. Like, how am I supposed to start that, that conversation, you know? But. I did it a couple weeks ago, so I, I might as well text her soon. Yeah, you sure. want some special sauce. There's got to be something you could do there to have some fun with this. Um, I like the special sauce, by the way. I was talking about this the other day. Um, I'm a big fan of that special sauce. It's fucking special tasty. sauce that, that McDonald's has. It's like it's like that Thousand Island special sauce that they put on the Big Mac. Oh, yeah, every special sauce really is just a mixture of like Thousand Island mayonnaise, ketchup. In well, there's percentages, only so right? many sauces, I guess, to be mm. had. Yeah, that's true. But but McDonald's has their own thing. I you were talking about the difference between Burger King and McDonald's. I think they're pretty similar. I guess McDonald's has better most. It, it gets the win, especially with like things like fries and their CP and nuggets. McDonald's wins with nuggets handily because Burger King nuggets are not good. Yeah, Bur- the Burger King nuggets. Burger are King awful. is chicken fries though. They have those chicken fries. No, no, no. I don't want that shape. I can believe that some chickens somehow on the McDonald's farm all have four exactly of the same shape parts. <laughs> Like and you just get different percentages of like oh this must be its breast this is its tit oh this is yeah. its calf or it doesn't have calves whatever but <laughs> like I just I mean, Burger King those fries it's disgusting because you know that there was just some mixer with like a big vat of sawdust and some chicken bones grinding it up and mixing that together. Same thing with McDonald's. McDonald's says or maybe I'm just totally thinking of some maybe it was Wendy's that said that like they did a test on their hundred percent real chicken. Subway. It was Subway. Thank you. They did a chest on their made with 100% real white meat chicken, and they found out that it's like 50% white meat chicken, and the way they get away with it is it, they say that it's made with uh, real white meat oh. chicken, not made oh. from real white yeah. meat chicken. Because made with can mean like, yeah, this 1% of it is white meat chicken, but it is made with that. They could you know, potentially like, like use the, the tools it could be made of white meat. Like they could... Take chicken slime and use white meat chicken spatulas, right? And yeah. then it would be made with white meat chicken. Uh-huh. Now that's just inefficient. So. <laughs> I, I, I want nuggets made by white meat chicken. <laughs> yes, they're all in a line. Uh, just hand it with, with, with like We're a stomping hair that on. Dude. <laughs> yeah. great marketing idea. <laughs> yeah. I uh, have a new topic. All yeah. right. Um, I mean, fast food, we always come back. Yeah, but this is this is what we should be talking about. So apparently, there is a group. <laughs> this article is fantastic. Uh, not all heroes wear capes or camouflage. Some dress in casual everyday attire and travel around jerking off physically disabled horny guys until they catch a well deserved unit. I'm sorry, nut. I read it wrong. Um, so there is a group of people. They're called the Hand Angels, and they volunteer to jerk off uh, people with extreme physical disabilities. Uh, at the end, it says, 
Uh, this group of hand-job providers is made up of 10 people from various backgrounds, men, women, heterosexuals, homosexuals, etc. These volunteers are all instructed to keep it at second base. Kissing and caressing and hugging are all in play, but all other forms of penetration are off limits. Just a group of selfless hand-job promoters. You know what? Good for them. All heroes. Yeah, dude. Hand-jabbers. You really oh, got to be, be surprised just for getting elected, and these people have nothing. Ruminate on that. Yeah, dude, you really <laughs> got to be into, like, charity. Like, you have to be into, like, hardcore doing charity stuff to actually be one of these people to, like, give people yeah. hand jobs. But, I mean, that's actually awesome. Like, that that's that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I, I think these people just showed up late on volunteer day, right? <laughs> how many, uh, how many right. goodwill weekends do you have to put in before you're so <laughs> jaded that you start jacking off people? <laughs> Because you're like, God, I just don't get that same high from selling someone somebody else's old blouse anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I want to know. What, what do you know. need? What physical or mental ailment do does one need need to, to, to qualify to get one of these the, complimentary... The right. Do we have to pretend to get these people to show up? What if Thank my you. health issue was a mental health issue and I just laid down on my bed and said I can't bring myself to do it? Come on, sweetie. Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you guys seen those people who, who, who like fake being disabled? Like, have you guys seen those articles as people like who, who want to be uh, classified as being like disabled? Oh, they, they identify as, yeah, they as, identify. as yeah, yeah. yes, yes, like like um, uh, trans decapped or something. Dude, I do like that just that. to get a free hand job. That'd be pretty. <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> How pissed off would you have to be as someone who like got in a car accident and can't walk if some asshole with perfectly functional legs is like, you know what? I've always identified as someone who can't walk, and you're yeah. like, really? <laughs> yeah, that's like, gotta be the worst you. one. The worst thing to identify as. Yeah. yeah I, like, what? That's, that's just making fun of handicapped people is saying, I exactly, identify. Exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, I need this rascal, the last one at Walmart. Sorry that you're hand, like, the people who are handling and helping you are here and you actually need it. I'm, I, I, my legs are phantom paralyzed or whatever they would well, say. Well, they actually do hurt themselves. Like, they hurt themselves to the point where they can't use their legs anymore just to get, like, disability checks and, like, I don't know. I was reading this whole article. It was just pissing me off the whole Dude, time. Reading. It's not PC, but that's how I feel again about people. Who want to change their gender right like like I, and i don't want to be mean because i feel like people like if you're a boy and you want to be a girl or you identify as a girl or vice versa i feel like you're in distress and i'm not here to pick on you but like if you have perfectly healthy arms and you identify as an amputee and this is a thing that happens people want to like chop off a hand or a foot or something like that uh, i just saw someone on facebook like reddit or something recently chopped off the tip of a finger and she got this big like relief out of it like no she didn't she won a bunch of fucking attention if she look look if she actually those people that actually have that thing (laughs) like like they they want a whole arm gone or a hand gone how much of her finger did she cut now i want to i want to believe a finger and i saw it on the fridge i saw it on her hand it looked very real to me and i'm internet jaded and um (laughs) um and i i just i i see them and it's like man like it when we see someone who wants to be an amputee all of us say whoa no you don't want to be an amputee. Be happy with the healthy body that you have. But when we see someone who wants to be a girl and they want to chop off their dick, we say, ah. Well, it's a- because being a girl, I feel like being a girl, it's like you're still equal, right? I feel like if you're oh, an you're amputee, like you just can't walk around. You can't do everything that everyone else can, right? If you're a girl, you could do everything that, that every guy can, you know? <laughs> Not fuck. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> like- <laughs> actually fully agree with it. And my friends are... All of my friends that I hang with in the real life, like they're so against that stuff. They're like, oh, you know, I hate 
I, I think transgender people is just like a mental illness and stuff. But I can kind of get on board with it, um, like because I feel like if you're if you're a gay guy, right, and you're so feminine, like to the fact that where you really want to be a girl, it's like I don't know, like um, that's different though. See, 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 like. The, the the difference the difference there is this a transgendered person sex doesn't even enter into the the equation in their mind it, it's not that I want to have sex as this or I want to have sex with this and insert whatever you want it's that I identify as a woman now, now you could identify uh, you could be born physio phys physiologically a man identify as a woman but still be attracted to women you could identify as a lesbian woman uh, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, about oh, with the yeah. North Carolina bathroom that's, bill, that's... I was listening to Joe Rogan talking about it a bit uh, recently, and he said um, that if you change that in North Carolina, you could change your birth certificate to say that you were born your whatever uh, gender preferred that you identify sex, as, gender. and yeah, your preferred sex, and then you can go to that bathroom and you're all good. Apparently, the bathroom law that that that's the sticking point in the verbiage of that bathroom law is that it has to say it on your birth certificate. So. The, oh, it has to be the, what you're born as, yeah. So if you don't want to get into any trouble uh, in North Carolina as a transgender person, go change your birth certificate. Yeah, well, never heard honestly, that. on the yeah. thing, like, like Scare said, his friends call it a mental disability or, or something. I do too, but in the nicest possible way. Like, I'm not here to pick on anyone. If you told me that they were depressed or that they had schizophrenia or any other mental illness, I, I, would, I would offer the same sympathies. Like, I, I don't want to be mean to someone who I feel like is in distress but I do feel like they're in distress and that it's not a healthy thing to wish you weren't your gender. And that like, I, I would, I would push. I don't think towards... that they wish that mm -hmm. they weren't their gender. They believe that they aren't their gender. Well, yeah. I, I, that might be a semantic. I know. I think it's an important distinction. Now, now personally, I think that the vast majority of trans uh, sexual individuals probably are, are, are have some some sort of other underlying issue that might need to be treated and it's likely mental or chemical or, or something like that now I, i'm certainly not a mike pence over here that's saying let's let's electrocute him a little bit that'll that'll straighten right, right. things out well, straighten yeah. things out and there's a lot of like, comorbidity with other mental yeah absolutely because there's so many things that are going to that are going to yeah. present themselves with that same sort of mindset that these individuals have the problem is that you know they they, they give this like percentage of like two percent of the population is transgendered i don't know how they come up with that number Seems but let's like say lot. that it's two percent yeah, but let's say that two percent is just identifying as it. Well, then you've got to like that's a whole other subsect that you've got to dissect and figure out how many of this two percent actually have this incredibly, incredibly rare thing that for some reason we're writing legislation about to give exemptions and exceptions mm -hmm. to. It just seems like there's we're wasting a lot of time and effort. And then of course there's the old argument that's going to get made every time you're a father with an eight-year-old daughter going into the bathroom. Not all of these, uh, not all transgender people look like the sex that they, that they believe they correspond to. And, and the other thing that can get mixed in is there could just be some creepy guy with a beard who wants to go in there and, like, listen to little girls pee. Maybe that's his thing. I, you don't have to jump to, oh, he's in there grabbing them. Like, well, that, that, that game wouldn't last I mean, there's long, already, right? there's already creepy dudes up, who up, sneak into them. Yeah. Grab. But 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 a more likely like real thing is like maybe there's just a fucking dude who likes to go go in there and listen to girls pee, sit in the stall and jerk off all day. Maybe that's his game. <laughs> An For open real. schedule. Like that, absolutely. Yeah. Like and, and how do you figure out if that's what the case in there? And uh, and because of the current like 
climate, if you will, you're not allowed to even question that because there are certainly crazy well, men. Well, it's that's just common sense. They're not that, that crazy men. Like, since the North Carolina to... HB2 bill has been enacted, it's been like almost a year now, there have been exactly zero people impacted by it. Billions of dollars lost in the economy here. You know, the, the NBA pulled out, the NHL pulled out, I'm not sure about that one. The NCAA uh, PayPal, pulled out, PayPal, PayPal pulled out, Deutsche Bank pulled out. Billions of dollars lost from our economy. Zero people actually impact, like actually caught by this new law. It's a it's, it's a, a preventative loss. measure, Woody. That's what you just don't <clears throat> see. All of the all of the the, the lives that were <clears throat> saved by by keeping these monsters out of our restaurants. It's, it's actually a grandstanding measure. They're, they're hoping to catch some toothless redneck boats, so they made it illegal. Perhaps, but 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 if that's you, I, if it were me, I would be like, well, let's let's go, uh, let's get that birth certificate thing fixed out. That's probably going to make my entire life as a transgender individual easier if my birth certificate yeah, think reflects so, right? the, uh, the gender well, that I, I, I have. Well, I have a question. Um, so if you do get that change in your birth certificate, uh, I guess it all depends on what the judge has to say. But uh, say you were going to go to life in prison, would you go to a woman's prison? Because then I would definitely. Uh, identify as a girl if I knew right. I was going to go to trial and I was going to get there, like, there was actually, sign up for that program. There's a, there's a couple stories about that. There was one that came out recently of a guy who transitioned into a lady but has a penis and testicles still and kind of got his attorney to get Dude, the judge amazing. to say, okay, I, you can go to female prison. And then he went to, fe someone, she went to female prison and she was like, she eventually had to get booted back to the male prison because obviously sex was occurring with all the female inmates. And yeah. that you, you don't you generally well, don't want that Dick in prison. McGillicuddy had come into the jail. It was a whole different scene. Yeah. Everybody was scissoring up until that. Suddenly day. there was a dick on the scene and everybody got a little <laughs> excited. You know, they're, they're scissoring and then they see what's clearly a man and the scissoring slowly the, stops uh, as they all notice that this is a man that's come into their midst. This uh, I linked you guys something from Jerry Springer. It's this guy. I watched this years ago. I don't remember what he was fully saying, but removes his legs or wearing a dress. I don't know if he's a uh, transvestite or what, but he cut his legs off. Here's a man. And he's saying that he's happy that he cut his legs off. He's wearing a blouse too. Just wearing a blouse. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's and, a transgender uh, person or if they just are dressing differently. <laughs> dressing differently? Come on. <laughs> differently. <laughs> you see on the screen right now, because I, I, a, a, I see a maniac hair with disgusting stuff sticking down because he mutilated his body and he's wearing a fucking shirt skirt and, and, and so, uh, dude, am i supposed to wheel. jump ahead if, on this he has marine cortex if, if you go to like a minute 20 I, i'm not even listening to the is. sound just go to like a minute or so and you'll start to see like if i was to have if you're gonna cut both your legs off do you think you'd make a fucking effort to get them both off at the same place my <laughs> god this person's right leg they she uh, he cut his own legs off and he didn't have the decency to be like i'm gonna cut them at the same level one of them still got like an extra knee length attached yeah. and we it's have like to make it look real doesn't it now you have to get it just you know now you have to go up and trim like a haircut oh that's an ugly fuck look at his teeth they're all missing and shit i can see the five o'clock shadow and this is 240p <laughs> no one looks at this guy and, and says like, oh, well, he just identifies as a legless person. Oh, that's a person. beautiful woman. So, you know, yeah. we should all understand and accept him as a legless person. We all say, man, this guy has a mental disability. In my head, chopping off your penis is, is right in that same category. Yeah. You know, you, you like, can't just identify as someone with no cock and, and, and yeah. have me say like, oh, yeah, that's completely healthy. We just need to accept you as a cockless person. No, like... I'm not There's mad at you. Though. I'm on your side, but 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 I think that 
you have to make the distinction between um, what I, I, what's the disorder when you think one of your limbs doesn't need to be there. It's like some sort of dysmorphia or something. Body it's dysmorphia. Body yeah. dysmorphia. I think there's a, there's a huge difference between body dysmorphia and, and and someone identifying as transgender because it's not like they look at that penis and they say this doesn't belong here in the. They don't think that their penis doesn't belong in a the same of, way. A lot of people dysmorphic. do, which is why they have it removed, though. And a lot of people I feel like a couple decades down the road, I think I it's feel like important. A couple decades down the road, all of you guys are gonna look so bad when you're putting like one of those montages of like people who were like super racist back in the day. Like I feel like the the transgender issue is gonna be like a couple decades from now. Everyone's gonna get so much plastic surgery. Guys are gonna look exactly like girls if they get enough plastic surgery. A lot of and, you say. And I just feel like I just feel like fifty years down the road, it's going to be like a normal thing for a dude to transition into. Like, we're on the wrong side of history. history. I, I understand. Yeah, I feel like you guys uh, will be on the wrong side of history by talking about it like this. Like, depends how the rest of this our history goes. If 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 we continue in this lovely little period of time where there, we're we just got everything we could want, all of our needs are satiated, and we're just looking for something else to fucking invent to keep ourselves entertained, then yeah, we'll all start becoming different genders and different species, and there will be. There will be people who identify as different ages and, and, and different races. If, and, if you're and, an adult and you want to go through a transition or whatever, if you're an adult and you want to go through the transition or whatever, fucking do it. Like, go do what you want. You're an adult. You can make your own decisions. But I understand where Woody's coming from saying that, like, you can notice that there is a high comorbidity with being a trans person and, you know, depression, anxiety disorders, very, very exceedingly high rates of suicide, both before and after transitioning and hormone treatment. You can look at that and and say, you know, I really I feel for these people like these are people who are clearly struggling and they need help. And who knows what the best uh, means of helping them is like, who knows? Maybe they'll figure out, hey, all we've done all these studies and actually hormones make a big difference. And this is how this is our methodology. Maybe oh. they'll come back and say, hey, actually, we turned out that putting hormones into a person at age 19 or whatever is a really bad idea. And we decided not to do that anymore or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a very complex issue. Have you and guys you can, seen those like camps can, where they have all said, these yeah. What's up? Uh, have you guys seen those camps where they have all these like really young kids and they all are going through hormone treatments and stuff? Like I've watched so many documentaries on this where like they have these what? camps now where their mothers and fathers like want their kids to basically change. Gen I mean, like obviously the kids are saying it, but like the mothers and fathers, they're so into it that they're letting their like nine year old son or whatever go on their hormone blockers uh, in order to actually transition. They have these camps of all these kids who like I guess, make friends with other kids who are going on these hormone You know what blocks. this means, that, right? That's what I am totally against. Like, before we turn it into a joke, I am really against that. Like, it's a child. You you can't be saying this exactly. kid is old enough to make this hormonal decision for the rest of their life, this seven-year-old. But this kid, if he wanted to see, if he said, if he walked into a 7-Eleven and said, hey, give me, if he walked into a 7-Eleven and said, hey, give me some cigarettes, give me some dip, give me um, alcohol, they'd say, you're too young to make that decision. And yet they're letting that child make that decision. Like, that that's bananas and especially if you have a parent who's that into it to take them to a camp i've never heard that story i'll take your word for it you can tell that that kind of parents pushing them maybe into it a little more than they should i don't like I, it's definitely it should was there child development i think i'd be sympathetic of the kid struggling right yeah, but i don't think that would make medical decisions based around it right maybe just emotional and supportive decisions but not hormones not certainly not any kind of plastic yes. surgery you, you know. can be empathetic i mean to the those blockers fuck you up for the rest of your life i mean you're, you're never gonna have like a real cock for the all, rest the, of all your right life you, you now hang on you got to look at it from the other side though you've got to say infertile 
if you're on the other side of this, you're looking at like, look, I have precious time here before like male hormones start ruining this body that I have that that is, that is definitely identifying as female. Like like we have to get me on these blockers or I'm going to become a, what I view as a monster. I'm going to grow into something that I don't identify as. That's how yeah. they're looking at it. That's how they're looking at it, but that doesn't justify it. Like they're that's still you're talking from that you're not talking still, like you're not going to even be like a like girl. You're not talking about a 30-year-old. I don't know. Say, look, look. I have seen so many passable ones, especially on the old internet, that 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 I have to believe that if you start at 8 years old with your transition, there's going to be no way to tell. They, that that's what I was getting at. As soon as you mentioned this little this tidbit, I was like, "Wow, well, we're talking about a future where it's incredibly difficult to uh, to discern the difference between." I think people won't care eventually, though. I think eventually it'll be like, "Oh yeah, I was born a a dude," and it's just like this really hot chick who just who just. What if you like want to procreate girl. though? I, I I think that's where where things come into it. Like, dude, eventually guy, there's not even gonna. It'll be like what was that movie? I don't know. I forgot the movie, but where they have like the the thing where they it's basically like virtual reality of them having sex. Um, and, and like they, they don't actually procreate by really having Andrew exactly Blake. yeah and uh, yeah well news. okay now we're, now we're thousands of years into the future where we just have virtual reality sex and then babies just poof now they only the froze for like two hundred or so oh, only okay so we're two hundred years in the future yeah Wesley Snipes is a real badass in that movie it's yeah. such a shitty movie it's awful. I'm just convinced I'm so right on this. I can't change my mind. I, I, like, oh, I'm convinced I'm right on it too. But, yeah. but I, I think it's important to like be right in the right way because there's little, little, little pitfalls along the way where, where, where oh, you don't even understand what you're talking about. It's, it's. I think that the vast majority of yep. of, of of these people. Are, are wrong about what's going on, but I think there are definitely people who are right about what's going on. That their brains are just wired in a certain way, um, and, and that's what's going to fulfill them as a person is I, to transition and 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 be that way. I, I just um, my head. I'm stuck on this on idea that it's a better idea to focus on the wiring than it is the rest of the package. That that you know, like who knows? Maybe a testosterone patch on their deltoid, and suddenly they start feeling really guyish. You know, like I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But um, and, and also, like, I keep reiterating, I'm not coming at this from a, a mean standpoint because I feel like most people on my side. Yeah, you can tell do, you're not being right. Most people on my side are like, oh, they've got a fucking mental illness. Screw those fags or whatever. That's not where I'm coming from. I'm coming from like, oh, I can see that this person is struggling. I just think they're aiming at the wrong solution. But, yeah, that's and, totally understandable. Like, and I mean, like I said, if you're an adult, do what you want. You should have the freedom to do what you want as an adult. Out. Yeah. Uh, a child, you should not, as a parent, be able to say, "Oh, little little Susan is uh, really loves trucks more than dolls." Are you a boy, Susan? Yeah, I'm a little boy, or whatever. Oh, she certainly is. We're gonna get her testosterone boosters, aren't you, Susan? Sure, I don't care. I still want to be, be a dinosaur. Jack, what do you want to do when you grow up, Susan? I want to be a, a a space dinosaur, Pegasus, or something like that's the age that like you. Obviously, this is hyperbole, well, but I mean, you guys like, might you don't, be right, but I feel like you like, shouldn't be able to do that to children. Road, it's gonna be the same thing where it's like. Like you guys are saying right now, okay, well, there's something wrong with you, right? Like, like maybe mentally there's something wrong with you. At least that's what my, my friend's argument is. It's like with gay people, you know, 50 years ago, they did the same thing where it's like, oh, you need to go to church. There's something wrong with you. And now you guys are making the same argument for transgender people. So I feel like uh, maybe a couple decades down the road, because trust me, I'm I with you, you guys on this. Yep. But like, um, I'm just trying to think. Like 50 years from now, I don't want this soundbite to to be everywhere when I'm trying to run for Congress. Actually, I can't run for Congress. It says too much crazy shit on that. It's 50 years from now. I'll be dead. 
<laughs> so so I'm really cool in this regard. I'll be 95. Uh, you'll I'm not be, making you'll it to nine. I've never had a family member live that long. I'm so dead by then. So oh, dude, you're, you're not like partying every night. Like I feel like you're gonna be alive for a while. Like um, you know, my grandpa lived till like he was like almost a hundred, and this dude had like cancer like multiple times. He had pneumonia when he was in his nineties. Like I feel like some people are just meant to live for a long time, like no matter what. Heart attack in my sleep. It's it's almost predestined, somewhere between sixty five and seventy five. Yeah, I'll probably right. hit the around. I have, uh, <laughs> I have, uh, I'm gonna live forever. I have two topics here. I have um, one I'll too. utilize. I'll, I'll suck fetuses, stem cells, whatever it takes. I'll I'll prey upon the the innocent. Um, whatever is required. Um, I have two stories. One is these is in Thailand. These prisoners are allowed to to uh, to MMA fight for their freedom. I think that's pretty cool. That makes perfect sense. Um, I, I right. actually I don't mind that. Yeah, the best we should, should definitely them. take the best fighters and give them their freedom and let them roam the streets. No, 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 no. This is a fun thing for Thailand, Woody. Thailand. <laughs> Not- and uh, <laughs> and so my second story uh, option is this transgender it kind of fits where we're going. This transgender teen who had been barred from wrestling against boys. Oh, he, who had been wrestling been barred too. against wrestling against boys wins the girls championship um, and uh, in Texas. I read that story. We should just talk about that. That is like I would feel like such a cheater if I was in a wrestling tournament and everybody knew ahead of time, like, yeah, this person's taking a performance enhancing drug, and then you get beat by them, and you're like, well, they did take a performance enhancing drug. Yeah, like, let's that, give a little background. So <clears throat> this is a girl who's someone who was born a girl, but who identifies as a boy and has been taking testosterone, and um. Yeah. So, so, but she's got a, a, you know, she's got a vagina, right? But she's on testosterone and she competed in the girls division and she was noticeably stronger because obviously I she's think 56 on... and O or something really? was her record. I, 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 I read it looks thing. like all those UFC, uh, uh, girl fighters are on testosterone though. Like, uh, yeah, but the, all, this girl all is like 11 like, these or something. Girls. The, the, oh, is she, uh, high school? Is it even well, high school or middle school? It, it's a, it's an age of girls where they're wrestling for fun. They're not going home and pumping 17. iron. And taking 17. Oh, 17. Oh, they, she looked younger 17. in my head. I saw her in a small, like a faraway picture, but, um, I, and the I didn't see huge. Oh, you got a link. I, um, I didn't see video of her in action, but, uh, uh, I read about it, and they said that, like, you know, when she wrestled the other girls, she was noticeably stronger, and she was just able. Let's to, watch like, the video. It's thirty seconds. Them. Okay. Wow. These are the best pictures I've seen. This is a better, better article. You right. Ready? You see the definition, the muscularity. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Yes. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> Uh, that's her on the left. Oh, dominate. Wow. She's winning handily. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually awful. I don't like watching that. Not even close. Not it's even not close. fair. It's, it, it's watching yeah. someone cheat in a competition. The girl at the bottom can't even get herself off the mat. She can't even get distance between herself and the mat. She's completely I can't even imagine an argument in favor of this. Like, if you have an argument in favor of this, like, I, I can't even imagine. Like, what would it be? Like, what would you say to the other to the 56 girls that she beat who also were trying to do good? And they're like, oh, I'm up, I'm up against uh, Mac now, and it's a guarantee that he is way stronger than me, and so I'm going to get thrown, I'm going to get ragdolled out here. Like, like that would be... Start reading the story of David and Goliath fair. or something, then you're... <laughs> like, this, this is outrageous. And then at the same time, like, you couldn't have 
him who was a her in the boys division because she'd have no chance, right? I don't know about that. Scroll on. All right, so so look up. There's a photo album there on on Mac Riley. Oh, like, but then if you if you allow people to do that the in high school, then a guy death. will go to the girls and dominate, right? I, he could do that anyway. I, I would imagine. If it, no, it, no, no, that's the law. Like that's what they're saying. Is like if you're uh, the birth certificate thing. If you're a uh, female yes. on your birth certificate, you have to stay in the female league. And if if the, uh, they let him, this female born at birth and now a man, if they allow her to fight in the boys division, then they'd have to allow a boy who identified as a girl to fight in the girl division, right? Yeah, yeah, I I, I definitely see your point. If you if you scroll through, and these then that photos, would be totally unfair. Well, they had that in like one of those big uh, MMA tournaments or whatever, right? Didn't they have that one guy, that one guy who like identified as a girl, and he just in beat Japan. the shit out of all those girls? Yeah, yeah. 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 in Japan, where where they don't care about weight classes or cocks, they just yeah, they're about uh, exhibition matches in Japan, which is what's fun to watch on YouTube. All those like exhibition, like oh, this guy is six hundred pound from the, uh, seven midgets. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win seven midgets for the super wrestler? That's funny. I would watch that. I'd watch that. Too. I want to see that. Yeah, yes. I would. This to me is just patently ridiculous. Like, and if for me. There isn't a division she can fight in or, or nope. wrestling, I should say. I, I maybe against the guys, but she'd get crushed, I think. Um, look at the photo of her next to a guy. I, am I bet it to she would be right the, now. She 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 wouldn't be the worst guy on her wrestling team. The, I, I the whole thing of it is like the gender and all the trans stuff out of it. Just make it what it's about, which is performing drugs. Like you can't have you can't be making an excuse for someone to be able to take a PED but because then tons of people are going to be like, oh, I am I'm gonna opt that way too. Or, I or maybe they as a steroid user. <laughs> if you just go, go to the highest level and look at well maybe maybe MMA isn't the highest level, you know, maybe NFL is where they don't even talk about it. But 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 if you look in MMA, like the rule now apparently is wait until you get you you, you get tested and you you they find that you're on something and then pro, uh, retroactively come up with the excuse for why you were on that thing and everything's fine. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, the, that's the precedent that's been set now. Like you well, that can, shouldn't be fine either. You don't you disclose, don't... You're supposed to be disclosing everything you're on from, from, from Advil to fucking testosterone. But, but, but what they've allowed to happen, I, think, I guess with Cyborg, I think, is, is she, she tests hot and she says, oh, let me go hire a few doctors. We're gonna ha we're gonna have a little powwow over here and figure out some reasons for why I was on that diuretic. Uh, oh, we came up with it. Uh, the reason I'm on that diuretic is because I used so many steroids in the past that I like need it to be a normal functioning. Yeah, human. to poop them out. Yeah, but but I'm not on any now. I'm not on any any steroids now. Lately, like, like, I'm only just on steroid masking agents, and I'm fucking jacked. That's it. <laughs> I, I I'm a woman who fucking deadlifts 300 plus pounds for reps. Like, like, what a monster she is. So when you see that at the pro level, where the example should be set, you go down to the amateur high school level like this. How, I mean, I, what do you expect? They're, they're certainly yeah. not going to force some sort of PED uh, uh, rules and regulations that 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 if the, if the, if the pros are doing whatever the fuck they want. Dude, I've got a topic. I, I, I Kyle's probably seen this because I know he's interested in MMA. Good ones tonight. But check this out. So look, this video, I'll warn people, like the first minute and a half-ish is before the fight that we're about to watch. But I want you to see the fighters like warming up and getting introduced. Uh-huh. Because uh, <laughs> it's a ridiculous... Pause I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll mine back to zero. Okay. Um, I, 
the first 10 seconds. But let's all pause at 10 seconds and right. look at how this woman holds her hands. Right. Are you guys queued up at zero? It looks like yep. Scarce is still getting queued up. I'm, I'm all okay. ready to go. Ready, set, play. Bitch watched too much Ronda Rousey. Fighting out of the liquid nitro red corner. She's holding her hands up here in the least athletic sort of... Oh, I didn't thing. pause at 10. I paused at 12, but it works. It, um, it works anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What? Um, why, why would you agree to do this? Dude, it... This she woman, watched too much Ronda Rousey. This, um, this promotion, I forget the name of it. I want to say Excite or something like that. They're known for mismatches. This is where MMA fighters go to get their records padded. Now, it turns out this woman is like 0 and 3. I think she's 0 and 4 after this. And the woman she's fighting is 0 and 0. Um, but it's viewed as, it's been billed as like a soccer mom against a pro MMA fighter. Truth is, the soccer mom's got three professional MMA losses. But, oh. <laughs> so I get, you know, who's the pro fighter? You can decide for yourself. But um, uh, here, I'll go back to 10 seconds. Are we Dude, all there? She doesn't look like she knows anything about MMA. I mean, she's just no. getting no, you, you No, know. She, there was let's, no point at where I so thought let, it looked like she knew what she was doing. Let, let's go to 10 seconds and hit play. I'm at 10. All right, ready? I'm at 10, looking at those hands. <laughs> ready, set, play. <laughs> Yeah, so this, she totally is like, she's got like, now look at this woman. She's jumping up and down. The other lady looks like she's waiting to pick she's up her excited. daughter from she's school. Dude, yeah. when I rolled with Joe Lozon, he did something like she did. He was just kind of bouncing, loosening up his arms and stuff. Something about him, he just moved different than other people do. Like, he's... The effortless way he bounces up I, and she's down. Not even, she's not moving like she's like the <laughs> biggest skill person. She's moving the same way I would move. Like, like on the ice rink, if it was me versus Kyle in a hitting competition, like the ultimate, ultimate confidence, I, I know chin. there's a zero percent chance it'll go wrong. In the chin again. In the and chin look, again. when she when she uh, when she puts her head up in the final, like to feed her the final blow, she doesn't have her hands anywhere near her face. The fight's been going for eight seconds, and her hands are down. Oh, oh brutal. Good, good. Oh. She needed a good whooping. That, Maybe there's a White like House black a market nearby where she can go get a little bit of shopping done and take her mind off. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like such a bitch too. Like, like, like I, I, maybe I'm just reading too much into the way that uh, that blonde lady looks. She looked like a real cunt. She, 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 she just looked like she'd be a, a bad person. I'm glad she got beaten up that badly. Hey, that, that's great. That, that's great. That. I, I didn't get a cunty vibe. I got a uh, oh, this yeah. person got offered like I don't know a free. Uh, they went to K necklace and, and decided to give it a go you so know land think, one punch and it's yours. you I, get your own charm bracelet i think <laughs> the soccer mom was a late fill-in like like um the person originally scheduled to take this fight uh, didn't show or couldn't make it or missed weight i don't know what happened but so they called the soccer mom and they're like hey you're owing three you're a professional fighter you know do you want this and she says yeah i'm in and uh that's why she didn't have like you know, even MMA clothing available to her, and she just showed up and. He was actually with her class, uh, giving the tour of the place. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you know, Carol, <laughs> why are you in there? I'm not sure, kids. I don't know. I, I just walked in. The door was open. <laughs> don't tell your parents about this. You know, they just signed part of the promotion. <laughs> they put their mouth guard back in. <laughs> yeah, man. It, I. I it, 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 so the um, the promoters are, are like, dude, this is not a mismatch. Look at it. You know, it turned out to be a mismatch. But if you look at it on paper, you know, the one who lost is actually a more experienced fighter, and she was a little heavier. And dude, 
mismatch, mismatch. So I don't know. I thought it was fun. Soccer mom. He's real upset about the soccer mom characterization. He's saying that the only reason this fight is getting so much attention is that they called the loser a soccer mom. But I think that's silly. I think that uh, that's what you do with any YouTube video, right? You got to put that in the title. You got to act like, you know, it's, it's bigger than it really is. You know, what? at least for YouTubers nowadays. I mean, like you really need to like Woody, I think you should start stepping up your titles, dude. Like, I feel like you, you're so conservative because like you're used to like 2012 where people got angry at you if you said one thing that was like somewhat false in your title. But it's like nowadays I see these YouTubers like I know you had a Quibble Cop on the show before, like me and him are friends. But like uh -huh. his, some of his titles are like oh, you know, I'm going to kill someone or something, and it's just him playing a video game. And it's like, those videos make tons of views nowadays. It's like, you can clickbait as much as you want, and no one cares anymore. You're probably so, right. I think I do need to step it up. I, I, and I was looking at, like, my... I saw a video, um, like, I, I don't know, whatever. I guess I was in my own related videos, and it was like, it's hard to watch my 12-year-old daughter do drugs, right? I think she went to the dentist, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and she was like all out of her mind. It'd be even worse nowadays if a blogger, you know, was at the dentist. He, he makes some crazy shit up. Like I almost died or something like that. <laughs> Probably, man. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I guess I did clickbait a bit back in the day. Um, now, dude, if I clickbait at all, my subs throw a riot. And uh, sometimes I feel like it's just not worth it. But maybe it is. I don't know. It's Dude, hard. yeah, you guys got to do that more on the PKA. But, yo, I have something I want to talk to you guys about. Okay, so I heard Kyle talk about this quite a bit. Um, so I just sent a, a, a screenshot in there. Uh, this is my car. I have a Tesla. Um, and I always hear you guys talk about Teslas. And I feel like some of you, sometimes you guys sound like, like you don't, like you guys don't say, uh, I feel like sometimes you guys mischaracterize Teslas. But um, Basically, uh, the Tesla, when it comes to autopilot, it's not like actually self-driving. Like when I when I use my Tesla, like when I use autopilot, the only thing it's good for, it's basically like an advanced cruise control. Um, it's it's not actual like autopilot. I guess that's just the name they use for it. But um, yeah, so basically whenever I use autopilot, the only time I use it is like if I'm in bumper to bumper traffic, but it actually works really well. Like. Um, I think all of you guys should get Teslas. Like, I think everyone should have a Tesla. I know the Model 3 is coming out soon, and it's just, it, it's the best thing ever, Autopilot, because it, it literally is a lifesaver. Like, if you're in bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, you just use it, and you could just go on your phone and just do whatever the fuck you want, and it literally never crashes. Like, it's actually saved me from a few crashes. It's it's like its own, uh, it's like a computer, dude. I feel like it's like an iPhone, because, like, what I do is I press a button on my phone, and it literally drives itself out of my garage, parks itself on the street, and it turns, like, the light off in my garage. It's the craziest thing ever. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't that know. Like, crazy. technology nowadays is so insane. Yeah, and um, and I, I, I got it for pretty cheap, too. Like, I feel like people think Tesla's, like, they cost a lot of money, they're luxury cars, but, like, you could actually get it for, like, 50 grand, 60 grand, um, and, like, the Model 3 that's coming out is only 30 grand. You know who's so, one of those? Dr. Chiz who? signed up. Like, the day that they, the day they opened sign-ups awesome. for that new Model 3, like, within a few hours, Chiz had, had registered to get that car. Now, my theory is that he's going to buy He's going to flip it. Like, I think that might be in his heart. I don't know. I'm making this up. But I, I think that the waiting list for that car is going to be so long that they'll be selling above sticker for a while, and he'll make a quick... Eight, 12 grand i don't know are they gonna allow that uh, you you think that that, that, was, no, they that don't, would be they the don't sort of thing that sell, yeah tesla doesn't allow you to sell pre-owned cars only with them it's actually pretty fucked up uh, you kind of have to buy it cool. new or you can buy it pre-owned but it has to be through their website 
or else it's like not legal apparently and that's just because there's so many regulations with tesla anyway but um dude now that i have an, a fully electric car like every time i see someone with like smoke coming out the back of the car i just think wow you're fucking <laughs> scrub no, it actually pisses me off now when I see people with smoke coming out the back of their car. I don't know why. <laughs> I really don't know why. It's like I feel like such a piece of shit. But um, are you getting high on your own smug? <laughs> <laughs> like South Park <laughs> smug alert. Yep. <laughs> He's starting to like the smell of his own farts. <laughs> yeah, smug alert. That's what that is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, let me alert. uh, let me do a quick uh, ad- advertisement read here. Tell everyone a bit about <laughs> me undies. What's the first thing you? Put on? The last thing you take off. It's your underwear. Make uh. Make your most important piece of clothing the best it can be with MeUndies. MeUndies are designed in Los Angeles and... Oh, no. Doll, a fabric three times softer hey, than Kyle. Cotton. Can you yeah. pick it up from Design in Los Angeles? Everybody froze. Oh, yeah. Uh, MeUndies are designed in L.A. and made from sustainably sourced micro-modal, a fabric three times softer than cotton. MeUndies softer than soft luxe uh, undies come in an ever changing selection of classic colors bold shades and adventurous patterns so you can tailor your undies to your own personal style and guess what you can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription and if you're not ready for a subscription just yet that's okay you can still save that's because me undies is offering you 20 percent off your first pair just go to to our special url meundies.com pka and get 20 percent off your first pair so go ahead revamp your underwear drawer you deserve it once again, that's MeUndies.com slash PKA. MeUndies.com slash PKA. Check it out. Me do, they guys, do they sell uh, boxers, too? Or just... Yes, they do. That's oh, what yeah. I wear. Yeah, I get... Oh, I, okay, okay. Because I, um, I, I can't remember the last time I wore actual underwear, or even briefs. I think I just straight up wear boxers all the time. Because it's just so much... I like it just being loose. I, I like made the, the switch to boxer briefs after boxers because i used to just wear the loose baggier kind yeah, and then yeah, once you once, right once you felt the control and and you're no flipping and flipping and flopping like kramer you know no, no flipping and flopping you, you just get you start to enjoy that feeling of control and i know woody and kyle you know having been me on these aficionados for a while you know what it's like to run up yeah. and down the stairs in your underwear and not hear the telltale slap of ball sack and plop, plop. against leg. You know, yeah, when you run down a, like a stairs at like the perfect uh, frequency, like, you know, when you're in the shower and you like the, ooh, and it hits perfectly and it reverberates. It's almost yeah. like that when you run down a lot of stairs, if you hit the right pattern where like every three steps, like you hear your the, the clap of your balls against your leg, you know, where you like plop, every plop, three and you pop, 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 pop. And me, no, nobody the, else. It's not the balls. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the dick. Like black eyes, sprained ankles. It's awful. Black- <laughs> <laughs> sprained ankles. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot of mass. Then they could just falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, hit me in the eye. You would too. <laughs> yeah, me undies are like suspension for your balls and cock. They, they, they just, just hold everything there, support them through all yeah. those rough. A suspension isn't the big thing. I, the, it's the, the presentation. It's the it's the too. trophy case that that it turns uh, your balls you guys into. like like I, that's my that's the like the number one jokey reason for me. The number one real reason is the smell. These things do not get any smell on them at all. Hmm. Like do you, you normally s- have an issue with your underwear smelling. I'm thinking back to like when I would play hockey. And I'd wear like regular cotton underwear under my jock and under everything. Like if I left that underwear in my bag like just regular cotton uh, boxer briefs and take it out like the next week, it would be like there'd be a little civilization on it. Like well, when yeah, you can let it ferment. 
Dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that, like, you could do that with Modal if you wanted. I could wear that under my hockey stuff, throw it in there, and then if I took it out and got it far enough away that I couldn't still smell my shit, I could smell it and it wouldn't smell. Yeah, well, dude, I, I used to play hockey. Um, I was uh, left wing. Yeah, I was left wing. And I actually played – yeah, and well, I wasn't the best at it, but I played it a lot through, like, uh, you know, like high school and stuff. And um, I don't know, dude, the – the, it's actually it, everything just smells so fucking bad like everything's just so disgusting i don't know i don't like any sports now like everything just smelled so bad it was just everything was so disgusting like you i don't that, know i don't like rick and morty smell. episode where there's like a civilization and that civilization has a civilization in that and it's microverse like it, it all happened microverse in the car battery i think that happened inside my hockey bag it's a smell that like when you describe it to people who haven't <laughs> smelled hockey or especially hockey stuff from a pubescent boy. Dude, who's a like jockstrap is the most disgusting it, thing ever. It dude. is vomit inducing. Like when a parent would, or a, like a, if a player's like older sister had to like bring in juicy juice or whatever Gatorades after the game when we were in high school. Like they'd like get to the door of the locker room and be like, oh, 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 oh. So just take this in, take this into them because it it smells horrible. And the teenage boys don't know how bad they smell. I used to keep my uh, my hockey bag in when I used to drive a jeep. I used to keep it in the back seat open, you know, it's because it's an open trunk because it's an SUV. Uh, and I drove some a couple or one girl that was annoying to carpool, but I had to pick her up because of like our families knew each other. And when I would get pissed off at how loud she would want her shit music played in the morning and I would just white knuckle it, I would always leave my hockey stuff in over the weekend. So when I picked her up on Monday, it was just disgusting like she had to have gotten out of that car smelling a little bit i'm guessing like it was, <laughs> like it was that rank but uh what position did you play in hockey left wing uh left wing right wing oh okay he said when did wing, you that's how i knew yeah um well i stopped at like freshman year of high school but i don't know like i actually was pretty shit at it um i was actually probably the worst player on the team um but I loved it, dude. I don't know what it is, but, like, I tried every other sport. Like, I played basketball for a long time. I played every other sport. But hockey was just, like, your constant adrenaline rush of, like, I need to get the puck. I need to get the puck. And, like, you're just so aggressive, like, with the, with the stick. Like, I feel like – I don't know. I just feel like it's the most aggressive sport, and I've always had the most fun playing. It's the only sport that I actually had fun playing. But I can't watch it um, except for, like, the fights and stuff. I find those interesting. I find, feel like that's what makes hockey. Um, but – yeah, I mean, it's a fun sport. The, the most boring sport, though, is, like, baseball. I tried playing that for two years oh. in middle school, and it was just awful. It was so boring. Yeah, like, was it your thing? Like, did your dad push you into sports or want you to play sports? Yeah, growing? yeah. My, so my mom did, too, for some reason. She really wanted me to play while. sports. I guarantee my dad thought I was gay because of how little interest I had in baseball and soccer, where I would just go out in the field and he'd be like, oh, Taylor's playing with bugs again, you know, just out there, not paying attention to doing anything. Like when I finally found hockey, like you were saying, like a sport that when I got out there and played, I wasn't thinking like how much longer till this is over and I can go yeah, home. Like a constant I adrenaline of, rush. You're yeah, constantly thinking about it. Game's over. I'm like, oh, God damn. Like I want to keep playing. Like I'm so amped up. So you just go straight from there and play street hockey. But. Yeah, it was it was great. It's nice to find a sport where you don't have to feel like you're pretending to like it. Because that was baseball for me. I was not good. Not good at all. Yeah, exactly. I have a uh, hockey topic. Yeah, oh. I know Kyle's down. He's wearing his outfit. <laughs> so Kyle, you can wear a Chicago Blackhawks hoodie and then make that just smell the fart face this when it gets brought up. Uh, 40 seconds long, 39 seconds long. Cue up at zero. I am... All squared away. Oh, this is the guy you're talking about. Yeah. You guys ready? Mm. Queued up at zero. zero. Yep. So, 
Ready? Name of the video is Brandon Day faces charges after leaving referee incident. Oh, okay. Ready, set, play. Defenseman Brandon Day, an Erie <clears throat> Community College hockey player, is facing charges this morning for tacking a referee on the ice at the end of the National Junior College Athletic Association Championship game. So not clear from the video what motivated Day, who charged from the penalty box with 39 seconds left in the game and knocked the referee to the ice. Wait the two fuck other out. officials wrestled Day to the ice. He does not give a fuck. decided to end the game at that Jesus point. Christ. Police spokesperson did that not guy specify what charges Day was facing. Day's team lost. Uh, okay. <laughs> Day's team lost the like game. I like they showed the video like four times, just repeating again. It's exactly what I wanted. That that literally happened last year in the NHL. A guy got suspended <laughs> because he got like concussed. Weidman, he got concussed in a big hit and he was skating back to his bench with his head semi down and there was a ref with his back to him and he just goes, bam, and just like smashes into the ref and knocks the ref down and then just keeps skating to the bench like nothing happened and we said it was because that he, he was like uh, delirious from his concussion so i guess that makes you just be like ah a ref and you, and you attack but you know if that is the case that's the first time someone's done it in the nhl where they're so <laughs> concussed they attack a ref but uh his suspension's up so i'm sure i'm sure he's fine uh so yeah this I, guy I, got, I guess kicked off the team or something but the whole league got wiped out. This was like the championship game in a league that, like, I, I don't even know NJCAA, like, as a hockey community. National college. Junior something. I don't know. Junior. I, all right. I was stuck on New Jersey, but yeah, that, I like yours more. <laughs> That's what NJ stands for. Like, NJA. Yes. All right. So, New Jersey Conference Athletic Association. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, so this. Oh, here it is, National Junior College Athletic Association. And the whole thing is, like, there's only five teams in it. This is the final game in the finals for, like, the cup. I'd be so angry with him. I would fucking hate him. I Like, he wouldn't be my friend anymore if we were friends. And and I, I figured out that he fucked it up by, like, attacking a referee. Yeah. Well, the, the league was <laughs> you ending you had, anyway. Like, so this was, yeah. like, the last game that this league was ever going to play and you know, for lack of participation. And, uh... There were only 39 seconds left in the game. So he ended the game 39 seconds early by attacking the ref. Oh, wow. What He should feel like a jackass. Like, yeah, what a piece of shit. Well, what if He's the probably, ref made a bad call? Had you considered that? You know what? I had considered it. I still think <laughs> it's a little over the line, you know? A little bit. That, that's you can't just have it. people, like, attacking referees because I know people get really angry with referees, but it's like... If if that was like a, a normal occurrence, like I don't know, I feel like the referees would would be so much more scared. Like you'd have to, they'd have to get paid a lot more money to be, actually be a ref if they if they had the chance of getting attacked like that all the time. You know, I, different about hockey and some of the other sports, it's almost okay to chirp at the refs a little bit, right? Back me up here. People give yeah, the refs shit. Yeah, if, you, if a ref makes a bad call, you can like name call uh you know tell him he needs glasses you're missing a great game out here whatever it is that you're gonna say um like you know like that's just part of hockey like you kind of chirp at the refs a little bit the refs will give it back a little bit sometimes sometimes they won't sometimes they just sit there and pretend they can't hear but uh i feel like in baseball like players don't talk shit to umpires I, there's I like it's a different level of respect in other sports and it's almost like because hockey is so aggressive and you know emotions are running high and people are fighting and shit out there hitting each other that 
you know, the ref knows he's going to get caught in the crossfire a bit with shit talk. And there's nothing, there's so many videos out there of like refs doing their own like shit talk back. And there's something about shit talk in a Canadian accent. That's just so fucking funny. You know, they'll, they'll talking about putting the biscuit in the basket over on the other end of the ice. And he comes down and says, Hey, you're a hoser eh? or whatever the fuck Canadians say. And it, it's just such a, a benign friendly accent to hear them. And then also like the way they talk before fights where you can see yeah. them like, like, oh, hey. I, like, I don't know. I, I'm a little better than you, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we're, getting the, we're getting the raw end of the deal over here, you know. We're, there was an, I, I, my team's gonna miss me a lot more than yours is gonna miss you, eh? Like that kind of shit. And like, I like it. It's just Dude, you couldn't pay me enough to be a ref, though. That seems like just such a horrible job. Like a, a ref died in the KHL this year. Got hit in the head with a puck, I think. Uh, um, no helmet, or did they hit his helmet? No, I think it probably just killed him anyway. Like. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't KHL. Maybe it was like a minor league in Russia. It was in Russia, though, so maybe helmets weren't a thing. I don't know. Or, or they had like a display-only helmet. Like, it, like, remember when helmets first became mandatory? Wayne Gretzky wore a helmet that was every bit as protective as a plastic bowl. <laughs> like, yeah. it, was just, it was just like a, a plastic bowl with a chin strap. Yeah, like and... with, uh, <laughs> with Gordie Howe. Uh, like, he played for so long that... Uh, or I'm, I'm not thinking of Gordie Howe. Uh, the people who played for... Uh, I'm just talking about anybody who played in that era where you didn't have to have a helmet. You know, they allowed them to like grandfather in mm-hmm. to where it was like, hey, if you were in the league in 1972, you don't have to listen to this rule. And so a bunch of people who were in the league like before then were like, well, fuck this. I'm not wearing a helmet. Like, no. And so it's just a bunch of older men skating out. With, like, I, I can't imagine not wearing a helmet in that sport. That's so fucking stupid, especially as a goalie. They didn't wear masks until like the 60s. When the first goalie tried to make a mask, Jacques Plante for the Montreal Canadiens tried to make a mask where he poured plaster over his face, you know, the scary Jason-style mask. He tried to make one of those, and his coach was like, fine, you can wear that for one game because like a couple games previous, he'd been hit in the face and fractured a bunch of facial bones and whatnot. Like if you look at this guy's face, it looks like he was in a Japanese internment camp, damn near. And he wore it. And the next game, his coach was like, take that off. Like, no, you can't see the puck good enough, and we need you to win. And eventually he was just like, no. Like, no, I'm going gonna, I, I, I'm gonna to literally die, probably, if I go out there again without it. So I'm going to wear it. And then he yeah. kind of paved the way for protective at, gear. At the risk of retelling stories, I had the opposite effect. For me, it wasn't a helmet. It was a cage. And, uh, the visor. Not just a visor. I had the wire cage that, like, college players mm-hmm. wear. And, um, yeah, I... First, I needed it. Then I went into a, a league. I guess first I didn't need it. And then I went into a league that required it. I went into another league that didn't. So I took it off again, you know, because I'm a real man. And I realized <laughs> that, like, I spent so much attention to making sure I wasn't getting hit with sticks, pucks, etc. Like, half my game was, like, being defensive almost. And uh, you put the cage on, and, and let's say, for example, you're up against the boards, and we're just beer league hockey players. Like, sometimes you fall or whatever. I'm on my knees still playing, right? Still trying to get the puck out you know, to, to my other defenseman or whatever. If I don't have a cage on, I'm on my knees protecting my face. And uh, it's like I can play better with a cage on, so that, yeah. that, that sold it for me. You watch them do that in the NHL where it's just like, man, that guy's going down to block a shot with no mask on from like two feet away from an NHL defenseman. And it's like, yeah, that's a lot easier decision to make if you're like, you know, if my face is totally ruined, they're going to take care of me. It's not like you're a random accountant who gets blasted on a Thursday night and the next morning you're talking to your presentation through a wire and everybody's pissed at you because they're like, why God's name is he playing hockey? But yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Sorry, Kyle. I, I'm glad you got your break in. 
there for the, the hockey chat. Oh, did I miss? Weren't we going to talk about the hockey uniforms and the pants not giving enough coverage and the bruises the guys are getting? We weren't going to talk about some more some some hockey minutia. No, hockey minu- No, we're going to go over to UFC minutia. That's <laughs> good. good. I've got a, I've got a, a couple fun topics. This guy uh, tr- masturbated through a letterbox opener in England. So uh, you oh, know those like letters hasn't done that. Don't turn your nose up. Special That's, delivery. <laughs> In the article, delivery. and it says he told people that it was a spontaneous thing because he got caught on closed caption uh, or closed circuit TV, rather, where he was pleasuring himself in one of those uh, mail slots. Mm-hmm. And he said it was spontaneous. I guarantee to make it so that a bunch of other people on his route didn't suddenly start smelling the floor in front of their doors, seeing if it was a little bleachy. Because, <laughs> you know, a couple of, of indistinct stains. Because this is not a spontaneous thing. No one has ever spontaneously, who's not already like given forethought, been like, I'm going to masturbate into this male hole. No one's ever done that. That's no why they been, call like, it the male hole. Get all that nice slit. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not, not. Yeah, have you guys ever done, tried to do something weird like that? Like, I was in my car uh, <laughs> with my Tesla, and I was trying, I was in uh, like the supercharger. Right. And like I'm supercharging. It's really late at night. There's no one around. And I had this water bottle. OK, it was empty. And I really had to piss. OK, there's no there's there's like no bathrooms around. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to piss in this water bottle. OK, seems like a normal thing. But like I'm taking my pants off in the car and I'm like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever done. And it's like, I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. I'm going to think this is such a fucking disgusting. And what if someone walked by and I just had my pants off? And I also was thinking, like, what if there's a security cam and they, like, check the footage from that night and they see some guy taking his pants off trying to piss in a water bottle? Because I really had to go. I mean, I was, I had to drive back. What? What's up? You took your pants off? It's easier just. Yeah, to yeah. Wear... I was, I was. No, no, no. Well, well. I had, I was wearing like shorts it's like a on. Seven year old, where he just drops like butter. Like butter. No, I didn't take all the Like George, he's taking his shirt off. Dude. <laughs> no matter how many times you walk into a bathroom as an adult, when you see that six year old standing there just bare ass, <laughs> always like, oh, where is your dad? Like. <laughs> Like, what if I were a creep? You're just standing there, and they're, like, doing the butters thing. <laughs> Basically naked. A child naked being in the bathroom. But, uh, I yeah, was I, saying, taking my pants completely off. I mean, uh, who the hell does that? Like, I, was th- I was just saying, like, just, just let my dick loose in the car in public. It's just like, fuck that. Like, I don't want anyone seeing me, you know? I have pissed yeah, in the car on so many occasions. Like I routinely have to make this drive to the Atlanta airport to pick people up, and it's it's the sort of drive that you make with like, all right, if I leave in ten minutes, that'll be just perfect, and I, I sort of like time this drive just right, and so there's no time to stop and pee, and if you're like going through Atlanta traffic, then the process of getting off the interstate, finding an exit, finding a bathroom, and getting back on is fifteen minutes minimum, like like it, it, in best case scenarios. So like I've peed so many times in the traffic, like. One hand on the wheel, one hand like sticking the head of my cock in like a Gatorade bottle or something like that. Like whatever I can find. Sometimes when I start that drive, I go to the gas station to get myself a beverage for this two, you know, four hour round trip drive Stop or whatever. I will get myself an, a, 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 a Gatorade with the thought process going in that like this is much easier to piss in than a water bottle. Like this is where I'll pee if I have to go. And like so many times I've gotten to the airport a little bit too early. I just go in the parking garage, piss in the parking garage in a cup or something, pour it right out my door, just big puddle of piss right there in the park. I don't care. I don't leave like three minutes early and pee. 
I, I, I have to pee then. This is new pee. <laughs> pee before I go. I make some more pee before I get there, and that has to go somewhere now. Like, it's not like I was like, all right, I really got to go, but yeah, let's leave now. Like, like I pee before I go, but there's there's just more pee to be to be peed to be had. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't remember while I'm driving. Like, I I would be so nervous. I wouldn't be able to piss. Like, I'm oh, pretty. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty shy with that too. Like I, I don't really like going to urinals and stuff in public. If I have to, I have to. But if I was driving, like going 60 miles an hour on the expressway and just pissing at the same time, I could never imagine myself doing that. You have to just focus on the road and let that be natural. Just like yeah, it'll take care of itself. It knows what it's doing. Like <laughs> you just drive the car and everything will be okay. I've never had to do that. <laughs> I have done. I've been stuck in traffic, and this oh, is, I've done it. This was DC traffic, so it's like. I hadn't moved in 40 minutes. There might have been an accident. I don't know. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to. I made a beeline for like the woods, but there were no woods that nearby. So, like, it was just obvious. Like, I'm walking and walking and walking. There's a whole. Like, there's nothing else to watch. In my head, I've got an audience of like 150 people, then I'm headed into the woods, and it's wintertime, and and there's no leaves or. So I'm like, I guess I gotta go deeper into the woods if I'm looking for any privacy, and deeper and deeper. And I'm like, what if traffic moves? I'm a good like 400 yards from my car at this point, you know? And I'm just like, so then I pee, and I'm, I'm sure people were like, oh, yeah. Right there, I guess. And then I walk back. It's like a walk of shame. Like everyone knows, I just no, peed in like, the woods. when you gotta go, you gotta go. I don't judge people when I see them doing mm. that sort of thing. I don't think less when I see somebody vomiting on the side of the road. Whatever. When if you gotta go, you gotta go. And uh, and, and yeah, I've I there was a time when maybe I would just be just be like, ah, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? But now I'm just like, oh, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring a fucking Gatorade bottle. And I'm like pissing the car. I, I wouldn't judge if I felt like they made the effort. Like I made a lot of effort, but if they made an even immediate effort, you know, to get like 15 feet into the woods and pee there, like all right, he tried. You know, he didn't just. Right, as long out. as I don't see your cock, you know, you just park and you know you can pee right against your own tire. Just kind even of like then, it. even if you were to say pee way too close to other people and they could see your dick, they don't have to look. Ah, that's easy. Now, that's what it, that's how you end up being a uh, convicted sex uh, offender. You know, oh, of full- course. I'm just talking about convenience of peeing. You don't want them to see your cock or then you're a pedophile. That's how mm. it works. That is a silly law. Mm. It is. But it's one that is often enforced against men. And uh, that's the know. reason why I don't like peeing in public, because I'm scared. Like, what if like a, a police comes by? They, they see me just my cock out, just pissing. Like, I don't want to get in trouble for that. So like, just, like, how am I going to explain that to my parents? Pull your where? pants up from your ankles really quick and just make a beeline for it. And where is there a supercharger where there isn't a bathroom? Like, that's a thing. Yeah, well, I was there at like 3 a.m. So it's like the, the Tesla building itself is going to be locked. Oh. So. I, yeah, right. but they have like these these cameras. Your audio went out again. Lost you. Well, this seems like a good idea to time to tell everyone about CISO. <laughs> okay. okay. CISO is the place for comedy. They won't tell you how amazing they are, but we will. CISO is amazing. It's comedy for nerds by comedy nerds. CISO, spelled S-E-E-S-O, is the new ad-free streaming service bringing you hilarious original series, hand-picked classics, weeks of stand-up specials, and more. Bingeable comedy, anytime, anywhere. CISO. 
every episode of Saturday Night Live ever, including new episodes the day after they air, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, The Late Show with Seth Meyers the day after they air. And they even have classics like 30 Rock, uh, 30 Rock Parks and Rec, and Saved by the Bell. Even British comedies like The Original Office, Ricky Gervais, the entire Monty Python catalog, The IT Crowd, and Steve Coogan as Alan Partridge, critically acclaimed originals and exclusive content like Harmon Quest and Funny as Hell. If you're serious about comedy, you have to get CISO. Stream it anywhere, anytime, on virtually any device. CISO is ad-free and just $3.99 per month. That's less than you paid for that latte or artisan artesian cold brewed coffee you're holding right now. And right now, our listeners can try CISO for free for two months when you use promo code PKA at checkout. Just go to SEESO.com right now to sign up for two months for, for free with promo code PKA at checkout. That's um, promo code PKA. If you don't use our code, you only get one month for free, and who wants that? So make sure you're using the promo code and get your two free months at CISO.com. That's a lot of free months. Both of them. Two full three months. Are you ready for a new topic? Yes. All right, try something different. This is a game. I'll be cheating so you know I won't lose. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's, whatever. Oh, hockey um, trivia. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so what we have to do is we have to come up with the name of a movie that without alteration could be the name of a porn. Oh, that's easy. Uh, All right, so we'll go. No, uh, uh, no, no <clears throat> country for old men if you spell country differently. Ah, Blow? I'll take it. All right, so we'll go. I, but anyone else would have been okay. Kyle, that was a great answer, but you're diagonally from Taylor. <laughs> so uh, Taylor, me, Kyle, and then scarce. So I'm gonna go with big. Kyle, you can use blow again. Now, scarce. Uh, I I really don't know. Dude. No, you, like, you have to make it through one round. Um, uh, snatch uh, maybe. Oh, I love it. Snatch, nicely played. Uh, Django Unchained. Toy Story. Oh, that's a good one. And you can't do sequels. You can't say Toy Story yeah, three I like because that otherwise you go all day. Because we know how those kind of movies are. They've got you know Toy Story fifty, <laughs> Revenge of Buzz. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, I, Little Big Kids. Little Big Kids is that a <laughs> is that a movie? Uh, the Big Lebowski. I'll use that one. Oh, all right. I like that. Um, next is Taylor. Little Women. I'm going to go with, uh, oh, I had it all queued up. Oh, Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, I'm nah. cheating, so. You know. Oh, yeah, you are <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shit thing. Um, uh, Kyle is next. What movies do I have? <laughs> you got to have a good one, Kyle. Five. Oh, Kyle, you're next. Is it on me? Yes. Yes. Oh, Easy Rider. Okay. Taylor? Um, it would be a gross one, but maybe Blood Diamond? Oh, interesting, because <laughs> mine was There Will Be Blood. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, yours is better. Well, I'm cheating, um, so they're going to be all oh, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> um, Kyle's next. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, Taylor, you and I. The hateful... Oh, wait, wait. Oh, is it on me? Pretty innuendo-y. Oh, I, I thought we were waiting on Taylor. Deep Impact. 
I'm just staring like, well, Taylor really can't come up with anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, now it's my turn. Yeah, um, oh. oh. Trying to think of... Oh. Little Mermaid doesn't quite work. Oh. Five, or does it? Four, no, it does. Sure. Yeah. Think, no, it doesn't work. I think if you stretch it that far, every movie works. Um, Five... Four, yeah, I don't think I have one. Two, one. I'll, right. I'll, I'll uh, pipe. It's not my turn in a bit. Triple X. Oh, that's a, that seems that seems okay. How, how about um? How about Zootopia? If you're into bestiality, maybe that's one. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you know, in, that's a very niche one. Kyle. Um. Um. Five. It's no shame. You actually won, considering I cheated. <laughs> Four, three, <laughs> two. Yes, <laughs> with wolf. Dances <laughs> with wolves. I don't think that's it. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, that's a movie. <laughs> I was gonna say Gone in sixty seconds. Not a great porn, but <laughs> how, about, uh, how about Wolf of Wall Street? Good porno movie. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Sausage mm. Party kind of is a porn, but all right. So that was my that was my topic. Does anyone else have one? Uh, I, we could look at these uh, these Tie Fighters fighting for the freedom. These Tie Fighters. What are you saying? So, so here's this article. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's oh, about... Thai people, not Thai fighters. Uh, well, they look like this... they're both. No, I thought yeah, you both, were going to go. They're, I thought you were going into a... people in Thai prisons. I know. Um, I thought you were going into a Star Wars topic. Oh, no, not Thai fighters. Oh, that kind of Thai fighter. I see. I see. It. Yeah, so, so fuck, basically, um, these Thai fighters are fighting for their fucking freedom. This uh, I, I was hearing about this on the radio the other day. Apparently, I think she's doing a whole like series about this competition and and what the deal is and everything. And they were following this guy who was like had he had mixed martial arts training before he went to prison, and uh, he had been in a gang or something, stabbed a man and killed him, and he's doing like twenty years in prison, but he's won like a couple dozen fights in a row. So they're like. He wins his next one. He's free. And, you know, his aspirations are to be a professional fighter. You know, it's not get back into the gang and stab some more people. It's like, ah, I'm the baddest man in the Thai prison. I'll be maybe I can get into the UFC or something like that, I guess. Yeah. He, uh, this doesn't seem like I mean, incentivizing your best and most powerful prisoners away to escape. does. It seems like an oversight. So they must have some <laughs> real bad jail crowding issues if they're like what do we do to get rid of this i don't know fight them maybe one or two will die that'll fix a problem i guess with betting but I, you know just release the winner to me the guy that yeah, why the hell would you want to release that guy? might be my last yes. choice for who to put on the streets yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly Tell- like the person's the most aggressive like why, why the hell would you want him to be released like there's literally no point yeah, have it be like, sign up here if you want to get in a brutal street fight, no holds barred rules, and then everybody who signs up, it's like a Shyamalan twist of like, aha, no, no none of you, none <laughs> of you, and then everybody who didn't sign up, who's like in the library doing uh, Shawshank Redemption things, like talking to birds and reading books, then you let them free. You All know, right, so well, let's, let, let's flip the script a little bit. So, so to us, obviously, because it's a combat sport, maybe maybe that, that that's a bit off-putting, but keep in mind, it's Thailand, so... Fucking tie fighting, Muay Thai fighting is their baseball. So you know, let, let's transpose that. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's huge. You know, your your best tie fighter is like maybe like our best baseball player, football player, or something. He's a bit of a celebrity. So let's transpose that onto our prison system. What if we had uh, NBA, like basketball or baseball, 
games, and, and we found this fucking all-star, and, and everybody was like, yeah, we got to get him in the NBA. He's wasted talent. He's redeemed himself, clearly, and his three-point shot is on, on. I mean, look at that. You know, you got to let him out, right? Yeah, I mean, look, no. these guys have lifetime sentences, right? <laughs> they have lifetime sentences. They're murderers. You know, maybe you know? on a furlough program or something. Let but him shoot a few threes, freeze, go back to his cell. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, you shoot 60% from the three-point line today, another six months off that sentence. Like, That's how some, this like, shit fucking works. Uh, they, 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 they've told me, like, like, I was listening to the guy. He's the one who made the series. He's the one who was flying to Thailand and filming this stuff and interviewing the fighters. I think it's on Showtime. I'm going to purchase it or buy it or whatever i need to do to watch the whole thing but um it seems really cool to me it, it seems like a way for them to because it's not like it's some sort of like fight to the death sort of dirty thing like like these guys aren't just the toughest guys in the prison they're the most focused most hard-working guys in the prison if you're if you're this incredibly skilled tie fighter like like i think it's it's helping them refocus their lives and get things back together and I think it's really cool. Like, what better motivation, right, as a fighter than your fucking freedom? Um, it, it, I can't imagine anything better than that. We watch the UFC because there's so much at stake. But all that's at stake is cash and shame in the end and pride, I guess. You know, on yeah, the, not on your the whole opposite. life in jail. Yeah, not your whole life in jail. It, you know, a lot of the time, you know, if you're on that main card, even if you go out there and get demolished, you're walking away with several hundred thousand dollars, you know, and you'll get another fight most likely. You didn't get to the main card by accident. This guy, he loses his next fight. He gets to stay in prison some more. Yeah. You he know, might get I, I, was, I was telling jokes, but I, I actually agree. And, and to succeed in martial arts takes a lot of discipline. You don't usually see a lot of black belts just walking around beating people up because they can. You know, a lot of times the guys that can, they don't have any motivation to just get into street fights and stuff. It, I don't know. I really would like to know more about their crime uh, before stabbed, I said it was the, the one in particular they were talking about. It was like he um, stabbed somebody. He stabbed a guy, and it How, was so it's did he die? I, yeah, he killed the man. He murdered a man um, in some sort of a street altercation related know. to gang activity. Uh, if you've murdered someone, you should not be able to fight your way to freedom. That, I'm, that is not right. real good. Yeah. Why don't they like just let them take tests, like the, like the bar or something, like 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 big time <laughs> tests, and then you can actually get out. Why the hell does that have to be fighting? You know, they can take the bar, right? If they passes that, they can. They can if you pass your CPA exam, then suddenly you're out of jail. That's not a terrible so, idea. Well, is that, that what like, is that what they that do? A good thing to reinforce though is like, oh, you know, get, uh, I don't know, become like a lawyer or something, and then you can you can be free. Like, why do you have to fight your your way to uh, you know freedom? So they could just be like, all right, Sum Young Lee, here is the California bar. Best of luck. And he could be like, I didn't receive any training for this. And it's like, well, yeah, we're not trying to let a lot of people escape. You're going to have to get pretty lucky on this. Yeah. Like, a, lot of people, a lot of people who went to school for this didn't don't pass. So you, you don't speak English great. Okay, so you yeah, have very little, little uh, chance you're going to pass the bar. Scantron. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> you're going to fill in the bubble that corresponds with the following. No, you don't put an X in it. Look at the diagram. You fill it in all the way, or it could misread it. And I'm not going to be responsible for your shoddy bubbling technique. Oh. I was always very, very careful with my bubbles. I want to talk to Scarce for a second. Dude, what was it like when the biggest players on YouTube were all pimping your channel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I got like a uh, like over a million subs in one can, month. Can you lay like out the layout yeah. went down? I don't know this whole story. Let me like, what is it? Yeah, so like, uh, so basically, like this happened in like June of last year, or 
yeah, I guess last year. And um, I, I don't know. I was just my channel was doing really well. I was still making like a million views a video, but um, there was like a, a a bunch of people that like that you know you know Leafy is and Grady Andre. Uh, they they came to me. They're like, dude, uh, we're we're thinking about making a video telling everyone to subscribe to you um, and to unsubscribe to Keemstar. Okay, like you know Dromler. Um, and I, I basically was just like, no, don't do it because I, I didn't want them to do it in the first place because I was just thinking like, this is just going to cause so much drama for me in the long run. Like later on, I know I'm going to get a bunch of shit for this. And to be honest, that actually did kind of happen. Um, but they told me like, dude, we're going to pimp out your channel. We're going to get you a ton of subscribers. And they, they did it. I mean, I told them not to do it, but they still did it, which is awesome. And, you know, I, but I got like a ton of fucking subscribers. I, I remember like one day I made like over 200,000 subs. And it was just the, the most incredible thing ever. Like wow. I was, yeah. And the problem with that is it's like, now it's like, now, now it's like with money. It's like nowadays, it's like if I get a ton of subscribers, it doesn't really matter to me. And it kind of sucks because it kind of took all the fun out of that where it's like, I like growing my channel on my own. I didn't like other people just shouting me out and stuff, but I mean, it, it's insane. It was like a million subs in one month or something. Like it was incredible. Um, and I, I've never seen a paycheck like that. And I don't think I ever will see a paycheck like that for the rest of my life. Like that was just incredible. Um, and, and my family didn't even That's realize, awesome. yeah, my family didn't even realize that my dad would always be like, okay, John, you're going to be a fucking garbage when you grow up. Right. And once I started making serious money, now he's like constantly calling me and stuff. And, and it's like, it, it's funny to see how your parents kind of like, they don't take any of the YouTube stuff seriously until you actually get a big paycheck, which is completely fine with me because I understand because um, I dropped out of college when I was only making like $5,000 a month, which is still not bad money. Right. But um, they were so scared for me. They're like, you know, dropping out of college, uh, you, you know, it, it's going to ruin a lot of things for you. Like if you go back to college next year, you're not going to be with your peers. Uh, and when I eventually did it, I don't know, I just I winged it and it worked out so well. And I feel like most YouTubers aren't gaining a ton of subscribers right now. Like I'm I feel like my channel is already plateaued. Um, and it's kind of just gone downhill at this point. Uh, I feel like that happens with every YouTuber, though. Like every single YouTuber, they have they have a, a point a in their curve. channel. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like the they thing is, is with YouTube's algorithm, it'll stop recommending those videos to people. Um, so it's like nowadays, it's like I barely gain subscribers every day because it's just like, I don't know, I lose a ton of subscribers and I gain a bunch of subscribers. And it's just YouTube isn't recommending my channel as much anymore. Um, and the only people who I really see growing a ton right now on YouTube are people who like upload a ton, like they upload like five videos a day, like, and, and they, you know, they have the most clickbait titles and thumbnails to try to get and everyone's recommended. And I feel like those are the only people who are really growing right now on YouTube and PewDiePie's how growing. How much did PewDiePie grow after that whole wall street journal thing? He got like, like I'm sure someone kept track of it. Yeah. He got like hundred K subs in one day. Um, and you know, he's doing insane right now. Definitely, uh, his best month, uh, in a long time. Uh, and I don't know, PewDiePie's making ridiculous views. I mean, this dude's making like 6 million views a video. And I never thought that would even be possible on YouTube because he's just uploading every single day and making consistent 6 million views. It's pretty incredible. Uh, it, it, it really is. It's, it, what's incredible was, uh, has changed too. It used to be incredible if someone got a, a million views every video. Like that was incredible. Yeah, it, a million views was kind of my mark for what viral is. You know, it, like it, if you got a million views, you went viral. Now there are a lot of channels who just get a million views every video. I was getting two million views consecutively for like a couple months there, That's and I crazy. I double uploaded. I uploaded twice in a day, and both those videos made two million views, and like it was incredible. Jesus. But yeah, but everyone has like my videos nowadays make like seven hundred thousand to a million views. So I mean, it's still good, but it's like I'm never really I'm never gonna hit that again. You know what I mean? 
it kind of sucks because I feel like that happens with every single YouTuber. It's like your personality kind of wears out. It's like, and, and people really enjoy it, and then it's like eventually people lose interest with every YouTube channel. I, I like Do you have ideas for like a post YouTube thing, like yeah, something to yeah. launch I, into, I like something else to keep your interest? Yeah, I have a ton of money saved. Like the the biggest purchase I made maybe was like the Tesla, and then like I'm leasing a house right now. Um, but that's really it. I have a, a ridiculous amount of money saved, and uh, my uh, uncle is like a big uh, Wall Street investor, and he's like uh, helping me out with like you know things to invest in and stuff. And I don't know. I, I just know that I'm never going to spend enough money to where I kind of feel scared about like, oh shit, am I gonna have enough money to pay for a college? you know, to pay for college now or something, because I'm definitely going to go back to college. I mean, I'm not going to be, but I, I just feel like I'm always going to have so You don't money see yourself, pay. like, retiring afterward. You see it more like, all right, I'll just be able to do whatever job I want, and whatever and I, I do make is gravy, but I just want to make sure I'm doing something I, I like, even if it's I'm making 20 grand a year or whatever. Yeah, and I, also I took uh, Woody's advice, and I uh, invested in the S&P, um, and it's, it's been doing really well. But the problem is I'm so young, and it's like, uh, you know, like my account wanted me to invest in like a Roth IRA and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm like really fucking young right now. It's gonna be another 40 years until I'm able to take that money out. You know what I mean? So it's a long time. It, yeah, so it's just, it's really hard to do that, but I've done it a little bit and apparently it's going to be like $50 million or something by the time I can take it out. But I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to wait and see. 40 years from now. That'll be enough yeah, to exactly. buy a Tesla eight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That'll be enough to wheelbarrow it to the bread line by then, you know, <laughs> it's how, like, it'll keep us warm in the winter. <laughs> yes. I wonder what it would cost like to get grade a and, um, leafy and like pyrotech or whatever to do what they did for you. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's not, oh, for yeah. sale, it'd be, it'd be but incredible. everything's for sale. Cause it like, there are King makers in YouTube who can just like, mention someone in an outro and make them rich and i don't know the, the fact that that's funny a king maker right there, there's a controllable like lottery that, that these king makers have and they can just say hey you know like i don't like this this is a guy you'd like it who did um uh there was just a huge takedown recently oh it was of some girl i don't know oh um i dubs just took down some girl help me you must yeah, know it's mojo yeah if he had said an alternative to her, like, oh, you should subscribe to, you know, this person instead, he would have knighted her queen. I, I guess you don't knight yep. queens, but whatever. I, like, I don't know. It's interesting <laughs> that kind of... Her. Yeah, I, I, I'm not British. I don't know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> you know, I guess you hit him with a sword. I don't know what the fuck I mean. A lord of all ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, that's definitely the best way to get subscribers is if, you know, someone's really fucking, like, a horrible person you you act like they're a horrible person then you tell them okay this is a better alternative this person's nicer that's like the best way to get someone subscribers there's another way i don't even know if i want to say it on the show but uh like people are buying publicity and i thought that was really interesting like they're buying advertising for their videos and they can just sort of make themselves go viral and as you know like sometimes it just the lamborghini guy it wasn't him. Um, but, like, there are people who make good videos on YouTube who are getting, like, 6,000 views or whatever, and they just need to be pumped, you know? Like, I, Yeah. There's, I, like... There's a guy I can I discovered... Or... Uh, let, me, let, me, let me just run with it. So, Tucker got... Yeah, yeah. He makes paramotor videos, and um, really, they are, like, edited at, like, a Casey Neistat level almost. And he usually has music, good music, which I could never seem to find when I was making a lot of vlogs. And... Uh, 
he went uh, like he got real high rated on Reddit or something at like a half million view videos. And this guy who spent a year at less than 5,000 subs is at like 35,000 over four weeks. And uh, I know, you know, 35,000 isn't a big number to the, you know, some of by percentage, that's an enormous growth, though, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. And, and the thing is, he's growing like, you know, 2,000 subs a day, which again seems small, but like when I was working my way to a million, like that's what I was getting, like 1,600 subs a day. 2,000 subs a day is, is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting I don't even it. make it. You don't get 2,000 subs a day right now? Uh, my channel's been kind of at like a kind of just a downhill slope right now. Uh, mm. It's just because I'm not uploading as much, not putting as much effort into it. Because, um, like you said, like after you make all the subscribers, it's kind of hard for you to have that passion again to like really want to grind out videos and stuff. I mean, that was like the the most fun ever on YouTube when it is when you have like a small amount of subscribers, you're just grinding out videos and you're making a ton of growth. And you might not be making a ton of money, but you're just happy to see more and more people commenting every day. I, and that I'll never have that passion again. I'm sure you guys won't either. I mean, I feel like it's like with every YouTuber, it, the same shit happens. For me, what was so. I worked a day job, right? And I worked for there a long time. And a lot of young people maybe don't have the experience of having a job that you have to have, right? Like this is a job where if I lose it, bad shit happens, right? Like people lose healthcare, you know, houses, like just bad shit happens if I lose this job. So I was always working to like impress my peers, impress my boss. And I, not that I was ever at risk, right? I just felt a little oppressed, like, Every morning I, I go to work and, and um, the side of the building, I'd walk past dumpsters to get in and it was this big concrete mirrored glass thing. And like, it was my personal hell walk, you know, just like, oh my God, here I go into <laughs> yeah. this place. All the cubes, um, the fabric was the color of like a dirty dish rag. And um, like, that was the environment that I worked in like all day, all the time. This, and um when YouTube was sort of booming, it was like, man, like I, I talked earlier on the show how I would work for like nine months over time, like every day to like 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., just working, like really driving important projects and get like a $2,000 bonus. I was thankful for it. And then on YouTube, like you're earning that every day. Like, you upload a video, you make $2,000 off of it. Yeah, well, my videos didn't get as many views as, like, the current stars got, you know. But I, I was getting, like, at, at my peak, I'd do a quarter million views a video, and I'd do, like, two videos a day. And, um, you know, then I've got, I've got a, a really – I had a pretty nice long tail because I make a lot of videos. I've got, like, almost 3,000 videos. And um, uh, I don't know. It was just, like, here at work – if I do really well, I'll get like a 3% raise and I didn't get a raise last year. So that's like in two years, a 3% raise. Meanwhile, on YouTube, I'm growing at like 1.6% daily. Because I think a lot of people don't yeah. realize that they could just work for themselves. And when you work for yourself, it's like you're, you're making your own dreams come true. If you work for someone else, you're making their dreams come true. And it's like the, like with my staff that work for me, I pay them really well. Like I have this one guy in Mexico right now. He lives in Sonora, Mexico. This dude's making almost six digits a year. Okay, this dude is balling out right now. Like he, his his family doesn't know about, about his How money. Because they would. Uh, he's like 24, 25. He has a degree, but like most people in Mexico have degrees. They can't get any jobs, any work, nothing. But this dude, like he's not even telling his family about the money he's making. He's keeping it all secret because they would just steal all of his money. Um, but he, uh, but he's like, I mean, he's saving up right now. He's going to buy a nice ass house in like around Mexico city. Um, but it's like, the thing is, is, is I realized that I could pay this guy 
so much less. Like like most of my staff, I pay like a very small fraction of what I'm actually making, and that's what mo most bosses do because you're the boss, right? You you, you don't want to pay them you know, a ridiculous amount of money because it's like you could just get anyone to, to really do that job for you. So I feel like um, it, you really should, if you really want to have freedom and you want to be, you know, be flexible, have your own hours and stuff, you should just do your own thing, you know, start a YouTube channel or something. But I know with a lot of people, it's not that easy, you know, and uh, and, and I worked a few minimum wage jobs. Um, I didn't actually work, you know, because I'm, I'm too young. I didn't actually work anywhere where it was like I had to work there. Uh, I just worked there for some extra cash or something to buy some weed, you know, but, um, <laughs> you know, so I, I understand where you're coming. Well, I don't understand where you're coming from, Woody. I, and I think it's actually, it's pretty awful. Like, I feel like working a job where you're just working nine to five, it's just like, you have no freedom. You have to stay there. You have to work. You have to work overtime. You're you're working for pennies, basically. It, it's awful. And honestly, I don't know if I could be able to do that now at this point. Like, if you told me I had to work a nine to five job right now, I would get so depressed. I'd probably kill myself. I'm not even joking. Like that type of shit just seems so awful, like to me right now because I'm just so used to this. Uh, and I feel like for most of you guys, it just seems pretty awful. If you, I wonder used to about it. that. Like there are a lot of, um, actually, a, a big chunk of the people who super thrive on YouTube are super young. So unless they're you know like quibble cop smart and, and invest it and never have to work again, or maybe you too. It sounds like you're doing great. It's like man, these guys are just ruined. Like you know, I know this one guy who like bought a Bugatti. And he didn't didn't pay his taxes that year because most of these small entertainers I talk to they don't even realize they have to pay taxes and it's like I'm like dude so you didn't pay taxes last year and he's like no it's not that big a deal no one's gonna know I'm like bro you gotta be kidding me and and this guy you know he made like a million dollars that yeah. year <laughs> yeah it's like I have to it's like taxes are ridiculous too like, I have to pay like half a million in taxes this year it's fucking incredible and it's like this dude just bought a Bugatti he didn't even it's just it's so stupid I I absolutely. Uh, but it's a lot of these young entertainers that don't realize that they have to, you know, save up. You have to pay your taxes. You really don't make as much money as you think you're making. You you make like a very small fraction of that, to be honest. Taxes it's like every time. Uh, it's like every time you hear yeah. about like uh, this NFL player got like got his ten million dollars signing bonus or his million dollar signing bonus for a entry level contract or whatever, and they immediately go out and buy a seven hundred thousand dollar house and a two hundred fifty thousand dollar car, and then like a, an accountant comes by and is like, yeah, so uh, you just spent a huge sum of money that you don't technically have. Uh, so you really, from that million, had about 530000 of it that you could have, and the rest was taxed, or whatever it would be, depending on where they are. And yeah, it, that's something that they need to teach you in school better. Like the I know, whole, right? The they should the have a mandatory work. class on that. I, I heard you say that before, Merka, and I was like, this is so true. Because like, yeah. if, if I didn't have, to, if I didn't learn about fucking trigonometry in school and they changed that class with like how to do your taxes, that would be so much more helpful in life. Like, I don't know. I feel like they should have a mandatory class where you should learn how to, how to do your own taxes. I've taxes never had to calculate people. the I, circumference of a circle, and I've had to do taxes many <laughs> times. And like, it, when I go to my accountant, it's not like they're showing it to me, and I'm like, ah, yes. Oh, a thing that you may have overlooked, man. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just like, I, I guess, I trust you. Like, Okay. Please don't, don't fuck don't, me. Here's all my yeah, finances. Yeah, Charge just, me whatever you think. So the thing <laughs> about taxes that I, I, I'm trying to get out is like it's a big thing. It's like a third to like forty percent of your income if you if you're making a lot, and uh, especially if, like if you're not going to earn that next year, oh, now you have this liability out there, and you might think, well, there's a slim chance I'm getting caught, right? You know, what is it, five percent for someone you know, on a high income? Yeah. Do that for five years in a row, and all of a sudden there's like a real chance. Do that for you 10 owe years a in a row. You dollars now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now, 
you owe like a million and you don't get out of taxes like that's like you no. might get out of credit card debt declare bankruptcy or whatever like the government doesn't play that shit they just uh -uh. like they just chase, wait yeah just garnish like, your wages yeah, yeah yeah we'll just take half of what you earn until you die or they you put know? you in prison look at richard hatch now there's a guy who made a million dollars one straight shot he won survivor uh, season one didn't pay his goddamn taxes on that money. What are you thinking, Richard? You just won a million dollars on the most popular reality mm -hmm. show of all time. Like, like you're a you're a goddamn star for winning one million dollars. Pay that fucking tax. He didn't pay it. He went to prison. Yeah, yeah. Because the like, he didn't have any other choices. He didn't have the cash. I think you have to, you have to ditch out on a lot of taxes before they send you to jail a because they use dollars. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because usually, yeah, they'll do it. What he said. Yeah, or, I really like, wouldn't want people in jail to know that, like. I really wouldn't want other people in prison to know that, like, the reason why I'm there is because I didn't pay my taxes. Because then I would get raped, like, because, like, honestly, like, everyone else is there for like murdering someone. It's like you're there for not paying your fucking taxes. Like, you I don't know. I just feel like you'd be. So, such so you're a thinking they might take good, good, good hard look at you and be like, I don't know, better not rape him. He might be a rough customer, <laughs> and I, I don't think I want to find out. What about you, Jaquan? <laughs> no, not me either. I just, I just that honestly, conversation never happened. Yeah, I just act crazy in prison. If I wanted to get away from getting raped, I just be, I just act like the pain doesn't hurt or some shit like that because that's the only way I feel like you can actually get away from Oh, he don't even rape. mind it. Oh, this boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that uh I would I think you'd be fine as long as you didn't beat someone to death on the way to not paying your taxes. Like you'd just go into like tax evasion jail, right? Not that's not yeah. like that's a thing, right. but they don't There's put a tax you evasion jail, right? With a bunch, you go in there, hell, you end up coming out with your fucking CPA and some tax advice, right? You know, like you're in there with a bunch of guys who are also hiding their money and shifting it around. And like, maybe, you know what? Who knows? Amongst that group, maybe you're the big fish in the small pond, and the potential rapee becomes the rapist. Yeah, you never know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Hopefully not. In there, and maybe you could throw some rape down. You never know. Or it could go down, like in the first episode of Oz, where you go in severely underestimating how intense it's going to be, and then all of that shattered in the first half hour. Right, do you think, I don't think that would happen with any of us, because we all have this, like, crazy fear and, like, these expectations of prison. I think, if I had to, like, you know, bet, I would guess that prison isn't as bad as we think it is. Yeah, have you guys I, seen that one YouTuber? The, the after-prison show guy. Um, I gave him a shout-out before. Maybe? Uh, what's up? Is his name Hard Eight Times? Uh, no, his name is After Prison Show. He has like oh, uh, hundred thousand subs, and he um and he makes <clears> videos <throat> about prison all the time. And he basically says that like, well, he didn't go for like he didn't murder a bunch of people. He just went for like seven years because he was like, uh, apparently he was like uh, dealing coke, <laughs> I think. Mm -hmm. And um and he says that it's not like that. Like you there, you don't have to really worry about dropping the soap unless you're like super vulnerable. You or you act super vulnerable. That, then you're going to have to worry about that. But he says it's not really that big a deal. There's to be a guy, fair, though, Heart the Eight guy Times, that has he was a, a Coke connection is going to do better, right? The, the, the Heart Eight Times oh, yeah. guy, he also went to prison. And uh, I'll say because it's relevant, at least his voice sounds like a tough black guy. Like, that that's my impression of him. I've never seen him, but he's a, a gamer, so I don't know what he looks like. And uh, he told a bunch of scary stories of, like, prison riots and shit and how he got a shank and... and um, 
somebody left like a Snickers on his bed. And if he takes it now, he's like indebted to him and he had to like give it back and they were wrestling. And he told the stories in with detail that made it sound like it was really true. Like he, then the, like the wrestling fighting thing, he didn't win. I just got really hungry when you mentioned yeah. that Snickers. He's like, you know, yeah, wrestle with someone and that he's person like, would I turn it down? Has, has no, a way, I it. you know, that person has a way of like getting, you know, the better position and such like, that's what this guy did. He just, he managed to, you know, flip. He him. told one story where I think I remember that where you know he uh, like there was some guard he was talking to and he overheard the guards talking about like marital problems they were having because of money or some shit and so he went over to one of the guards because I guess he had some like I, guess, I think he like majored in finance or some shit and he was telling him like I, I know a little trick to this that'll help you the guards got furious like started to almost beat him they stopped because the other inmates liked him more eventually he's like all right we'll give you a little bit of special treatment because you're being a nice guy we need you to help us on the roof. And so he gets all of his inmate friends. This is Shawshank with those, Redemption. This is Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to uh, see how long it was. It didn't take long at all. Like, no. as soon as, I, I was thought like, you were just talking about I was Shawshank Redemption. Like, oh, God damn. Like, Hard Eight Times is a real-life Andy <laughs> Dufresne. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, what when Morgan Freeman is light into this years from a finance thing. degree. Like, this guy... No, I remember him telling us sure that... a high school degree. Tasted, he said nothing tasted quite like that beer on the roof. <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> uh, dude, Hard Eight Times used to give me shit all the time. He would attack me nonstop. I never said a word about him. I think this might be the first time I've ever mentioned him. But he was one of those channels that just always fucking dogged me out of just jealousy. Like, I never did, never did shit to that guy. But <laughs> I loved him. that. That was funny. I was like, this sounds so much like Shoshin. <laughs> what a uh, tail this man has. Why did I never watch these videos? I thought he was a fucking scumbag fuck. Turns out <laughs> he had one of the greatest American stories of all time. <laughs> like, like, um, gold, you know. <laughs> the worst part is he was framed for get for you. They keep all through a half mile of shit and piss, and he came out the other side as a free man. Yeah. Wait. So how did that guy in Shawshank get, get thrown in prison again? Was that because he was drunk? All right. So, so his, his wife was uh, his wife's cheating nope. on him. And he's like, I'm going to fucking do them, man. And he, like, goes to where they're Oh, fucking. yeah, yeah. And he changes his mind, throws the gun away, and then some someone else moves in, kills him, and now his gun's missing, and he had the motive, and they just railroaded him. Yeah. Well, I feel like the, the time in uh, the uh, the experience in Oz where the guy, you know, is drunk driving, he kills someone. I feel like that would be the only time I'd actually go to prison is, like, if I'm so drunk and I just don't even realize it and I just go in my car and kill someone – it's like that would be the only That's time I've ever seen myself. No, like, you blame the car. Blame the car. You're you're in the you're in, you're all good with this because you have that Tesla. It's gonna get you home. It was on auto drive. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I yeah. That's that. I think that the yeah that that's one of, that's got to be one of the nicer things I think about a self-driving car. It's, I'm glad to hear from someone who's like got one and has this experience because they really do tout it as autopilot. Like take me to Walmart. But I mean, it, it is a lifesaver. I mean, it's like if you're really tired and you want to just get some extra sleep, if it's bumper to bumper traffic, you could just use it. And you don't like I've never worried about. It. I've never even worried one second about me getting killed from it. But it's just like. Uh, the thing is, is like Mercedes is coming out in 2018. They're coming out with an autopilot feature in their car. Everyone's trying to, I guess, like copy it now. Um, but it, it's kind of annoying because every time you're using the autopilot, like every five minutes, it'll give you a little warning saying you have to put your hands on the wheel because like legally you kind of have to have your hands on the wheel. So uh, <laughs> that that part's kind of annoying. So it's like so I wouldn't recommend just like all out going to sleep because you'd probably stop the car in the middle of the expressway. But 
it's actually really good if you're like using your phone or I don't know, just doing anything in traffic, I, especially. I drove a lesser car with, with like an autopilot. It just sort of helped you stay in the lane and slow down if you caught another car in cruise control. But um, if you took your hands off the wheel for even a second, like it, it wouldn't work anymore. Like the, I don't know how it's Tesla's anymore. much better with that. The Mercedes, the new one that's coming out, the, the new Mercedes, it's going to be really bad with that. Apparently, it's going to have like a, a, a thing that tells you to put your hands on the wheel every couple seconds. So it's like, screw that. That's not even worth it because it's right. like I want to be able to just sit down and just let my car drive for me, which is what I do on my Tesla. I mean, the only thing that I really like about the Tesla, though, is the acceleration. That's the thing that me and my friends love. It feels like a spaceship. Like it, I think it's zero to 60 in like 3.5 seconds or something. And it's actually a really fast car. Like, and it just looks like a sedan. Um, it looks like a nice car, but it doesn't look like it's a sports car. But like, I uh, I was racing a Corvette. To be honest, I don't know if I actually was racing it. Maybe he was just going a normal speed limit. I really don't know. But I completely destroyed this guy. Like, how fast <laughs> I. He didn't even. It was like he didn't know he was racing. It was like, <laughs> a like he wasn't even trying. <laughs> it's like next level acceleration like no yeah. other car could beat it but it you know it's definitely a definitely a great car the one thing that sucks about it though and the one thing that you should kind of be wary of is the range it's like you take it out and you drive it for one day maybe for a couple hours and the like it's literally it goes from 250 miles to zero within like only 50 miles like they advertise it like uh, the car has 250 miles on it, but in reality, if you're going pa over the speed limit, like if you're going over 60 miles an hour, then like literally you can only drive like 50 miles of the car and mm. it'll be done. So would it's it be actually a nightmare for like a road trip or would that be impossible? Yes. Yeah. A road trip's just basically impossible. Like I, I heard one guy saying like, you can't go to Northern Michigan with a Tesla because it's like, you know, you wouldn't be able to get back because the car wouldn't have, a, you know, I, well, I guess actually if you brought like an outlet and you had like a house up there, you'd be able to do it. Like I have an outlet now in my garage and it just charges itself. But before I had to go to the supercharger every single day, it was like the worst thing ever. It was, it was awful. Uh, were there so times like where you were regretting the purchase as you had to go there every day yeah. where you're like, God damn, I'm just giving myself an errand. Look yeah, at all these exactly. people. And I just spent a thousand dollars to get an outlet put in my garage. I mean, like, so it, it, it was pretty shitty at first, but once you have an outlet put in it, it should be okay. It's a good car, though. I love it. Yeah, I and they're only gonna get better, right? Like, like, yep. like I know, love that, Elon that Musk, dude. Is... I have a hard on for that guy. I fucking love him so much, man. I he he uh he's I I think he's an alien, dude. I think that you know those conspiracy theories saying that like he's talking to aliens or something. I don't know. Those there, there's definitely I definitely think that's possible. With I don't Elon think his technology Musk. is good enough. We're gonna I need some conspiracy some, something fancier before I start. People think he aliens. like talks to aliens and stuff. I I doubt that's tr obviously I don't think that's true. But How? How fucking underwhelming would it be if an alien came to Earth and all he had to show us was like a Tesla? Yeah. Like how how humiliatingly like we, everybody on Earth everybody on Earth would have to agree to pretend to be excited because the alien was here and we like had to make sure they didn't just leave and feel insulted. We'd be like, oh my god, like hide all the fucking Priuses. Oh Tesla. <laughs> wow. What else you guys got? Oh, you drove that here. Oh, you've been on the way a long time. You're like, oh, <laughs> they were slowed down because there were no outlets. <laughs> so they had to keep stopping. It's to drift the last 10 light years. It sounds like the that? Tesla's a good second car. You know, like if you're going fast and it goes 50 miles, or let's assume it's, you can get 100 if you're comfortable, you almost need a gas car too. At least I well, would. It, it's definitely not comfortable driving at the speed limit. Like, Because the thing is, is, when you take your foot off the gas on a Tesla, it breaks. So the problem with that is it's like, so every time you don't have your foot on the gas, it's breaking. So basically, 
So, like, it just sucks because you always have to kind of accelerate with it or you have to put your foot kind of gently on the gas, which Cruise is kind control. of annoying. Right. You must use that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I use the autopilot all the time. But, like, mm. uh, you know, it, it's it's pretty annoying, like, trying to drive it like a normal speed, like at normal uh, streets because I'm always – I always see myself going way over the speed limit. Uh, but it, I thought it would be a good second car because I had, like, my first car still. But – it's been a good first car. Like uh, my friend uh, Faze Rain, he has a, an Audi R8, and I'm like uh, an Audi. I mean, but he has like an Audi R8, and like he only has two seats in that car, and that would be a horrible first car. Like to have that as as your primary car to have only two seats. I was thinking about getting that, but I'm like, there's no way because it only has two seats. Like I wouldn't be able to drive my friends around. <laughs> yeah, I I look at Lotuses every now and then. Like, uh, I forget which one I was looking at before. But I was just looking at the model up. There's this guy on YouTube. He's a good popular channel, like Dave DeMario or something like that. And I, I think you're muted, Scarce. <coughs> but um, uh, anyway, yeah, he just drove a Lotus recently, and I saw his video. And I go on eBay, and there's like a 2012 looks perfect Lotus for $35,000. And it's like, you know, I, I could. I just could. I, I could have, like, a supercar, at least in the handling department. It, it, it would be, like, Tesla. They're so cool. And the, and the thing about a 2012 Lotus is, like, I don't know about you, but it looks just like a fucking 2017 Lotus. You, me, know, you know, right? Yeah. Like, they all look fucking badass. They're these tiny little, just, just cool fucking badass cars. It looks like cars. you could pick them up. Yeah, like I used to live near a dealership, high. and I'd drive by them every day, and they, they always had, like, the funkiest of colors as, like, their showpieces out in front. So it'd be, like, a lime green one and, like, some burnt orange and, like, a purple one. Yeah, those things are You're totally are right cool. about it not mattering if it's 2012 versus 2017 for a Lotus because it's, like, you don't see enough of those to know the difference. Like, yeah. all people will see is, that's a really novel car. That's neat. Like, yeah. They I like those know, little kit oh, cars, too. 12? I like kit cars that I see on eBay that are, like, fiberglass no, shells. I don't even do just... Ikea. That you just stick over some cheaper, more affordable, uh, more common like uh, uh, chassis or, or, or something like oh, that. Oh, like you those, turn I like, like those. a Ford Focus into what looks like a really cool car, but really yeah. it's just a Ford Focus. Yeah, um, I like. I've seen the ones that are. Um, oh, what's the um, Delorean? Uh, I've always wanted a, Del- a Delorean. Uh, I think those are really fucking cool. Um, they, those are pretty expensive. They are for sale, but first the DeLorean's all stainless steel and I, and I've never seen anyone do it, but I've always wanted to get like stainless steel polish and a buffer and like make the DeLorean fucking chrome, you know, just sharpen it. it. <laughs> no, polish it, polish the, <laughs> polish the, the entire outside of the stainless steel until it's like chrome and just have it be super shiny. Um, I think DeLoreans are fucking cool. That, that, that's always been a car I've wanted. You need to park with so much room on your sides with the DeLorean with those doors. <laughs> I'm showing it to people on YouTube. This one's 2011, and it's 46000 so it's a little more than I talked about. But still, it just seems like this is a super car, and it's, I mean, not... Yeah, it looks like a Corvette, kind of. People are paying Honestly, more Yeah, that one does look like Corvette-ish. Honestly, for 46 k that's actually so great. I, I'm sure the car is actually shit, though. Like, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like Lotus, because it's such a, I don't know, Lotus isn't really a company. I feel like it's such a small company. Um, the car itself probably is pretty shitty, but it, it, it looks great. I mean, uh, I don't, I've never known anyone with a Lotus. So that date uh, I've never sounds really cool. Lotus. My friend was telling me, he's like, you should get a Lotus. Because my dad was telling me to get a Tesla. My friend's like, no, get a Lotus. Because like, no one's going to know what that is. It's going to look so cool. It's going to be like a conversation piece. But I don't know. I, I, there's, no, there's not even any dealers near me. 
Is this such a uh, not well-known car? Oh, it's a six-speed. I bet that would be so much fun to drive. Like, like, like this is the kind of car that it would be really fun to to take out on a racetrack. Like, like not to race against people, but just to see what the car could do and slide it through some corners and stuff. Uh, it looks. I I, dro- I drove a few Porsche Boxsters, and I, I think maybe it's a similar size and everything. It's so much fun to be in a really small car with a ton of power. That's cool. I think the nicest car I've ever been in is a. Uh, is it a Phantom, Rolls Royce Phantom? Yeah. Where I knew somebody growing up whose dad had that, and it was more of it wasn't even like, hey, want to hop in and take it around? And this guy that I knew was not my friend, not the dad, obviously. It was like, uh, whatever, fuck it, kind of. Oh, well, we can go fuck around in his in our our pool house and throw a party. He won't figure out, find out or whatever. Even then, where it's like, can we can we hop in and can you take us around the block and the the Phantom? He'd be like. I will back it out of the garage and then pull it slowly back into the garage. <laughs> and it was like, all right, that's cool. Like, I may as well. And then when you, like, get in it, you're like, oh, this is like, I mean, I obviously didn't drive it, but it seemed more like a car where it's like you, as the owner, you're not the driver almost. Where it's like someone is chauffeuring you around so you can have, like, this cool, like, experience, a uh, uh, console in the back where, like, they keep a glass square for whiskey and stuff like that kind of fancy so I, I, I don't know if i ever was like a multi-billionaire i feel like i'd be much more likely to pay somebody to drive me around in a cool luxury car like that get all my magic cards out in the back bring some video games yeah, do whatever so I, could, I could make new decks all i wanted in the back you know i don't have to let anybody else in because it's my area and i can obviously afford a phantom so i can drive around buy a magic card it doesn't have to be about magic doesn't have to be about magic. It could be though, but, but it could be about magic. It should <laughs> be. You wanted it to. It will be. Oh. Speaking of that, let me tell everyone about Lyft. Uh, I'd like to t- to tell you about a smart way to earn extra money and get an extra five hundred dollar bonus by driving for Lyft. Uh, looking to put put away more money in your kid's college fund or going back to school yourself to get another degree or your first one, or maybe you're just looking to, uh, to earn some extra cash, then drive for Lyft. The ride-sharing app that lets you be your own boss, pick your own hours, and earn up to 1500 bucks a week driving your own car. There are other ride-sharing apps out there, but everyone likes driving for Lyft best because they treat their drivers right. Lots of people started as customers and now drive for Lyft. It's a flexible way to earn uh, extra money anytime from anywhere all you need is a car. Driving for Lyft pays about $35 an hour, and getting started is fast and easy. You can drive mornings, nights, or weekends. Just flip into driver mode and start making money. Plus, only Lyft drivers can earn tips from within the app, and those add up fast. And you you uh, you don't have to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly with Express Pay. It all adds up. It's super flexible. You keep your own tips, and you get paid when you need that extra cash. So sign up today for at uh, Lyft.com. That's L-Y-F-T.com slash P-K-A. Right now, Lyft has a special offer just for our listeners here. You can get this, a $500 new driver bonus when you sign up using our show. Just go to lyft.com slash PKA today so you can start uh, making some extra money and get your $500 new driver bonus. That's lyft.com slash PKA, lyft.com slash PKA. And uh, Lyft is exploding with popularity right now. It's a neat time to be involved with Lyft. Yes, it is. Uh, yep. the the uh, the the uh, the tipping feature is uh, is huge for them. Um, you know, not some some other services don't allow that, and uh, and it's definitely something that you want if you're going to be yeah. doing that. And why would they not very... allow tips? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, I would well, I would love to give my Uber driver a tip. Like that's what Lyft is saying. 
And that yeah. that random no name other company that we don't talk about oh, doesn't about that. do that obviously. But Lyft, you keep the drivers happy, you keep the customers happy. You got a nice new car. People are friendly and clean. You know, you mm. don't feel like it's a surly. Don't you feel so much more comfortable hopping into like a Lyft now, like instead of a taxi? Just because I, I don't oh, feel yeah. like taxis. Like, are, like I've never I'm liked taxis. I've people when I'm in a I've taxi. I've only taken a taxi like, like three times. To them. Like, I, I, yeah. taxis. like I'm sorry for making you drive me to my hotel. I can tell you are very surly. You mm -hmm. are, the bright side, you won't try and make conversation, maybe a snide remark or two, but that's about they're, it. They're just, but, they seem like more normal people. Like with taxi drivers, it's like every one of them like either doesn't speak English very well or they just, they just seem like really creepy people. Think about it like that. Like if you're a Lyft driver, you're doing that when you're like, all right, I don't have anything to do right now. I think I want to make some money. So you hop out and you go yeah. do it. And then when you get sick of it, you say, fuck this, I'm going to go. Yeah, and, I, and actually when I do have conversations with Uber drivers, they always seem to be really cool people. But like with taxis, I always feel like I'm going to spend so much more money. Like I'm always scared about how much money I'm going to spend at the end of the trip. Yeah, they'll fuck you over. There's there's not a lot of ways to uh, to police that. And, and they'll they'll stop at the yellow lights. They'll they'll take you long ways around. Like I've been to so many like conventions, whether it's E3 or PAX or something. And you know, on like or or, or even if we go to Vegas to like Shot Show or something, and it's like a multi-day event. And on day two or three, you memorize your way to the convention center and your way back. So like, if this motherfucker is taking you the long way around, I'm immediately like, uh, why are we going through the loop? Oh, uh, avoid traffic. It's eight yeah. in the morning. Like, like, come on! <laughs> what are you doing to me? Like, I always over. must. <laughs> Lyft drivers thrive and, and depend on their like customer satisfaction and their rating, right? And then that goes two ways. Taxis just thrive on screwing you over for more money. Plus, the taxi itself it gives you that I just got arrested vibe. <laughs> you know, like, and taxis used to have that whole thing. It's like, hey, we're the only game in town. Like, like you want to ride somewhere, you get in this big yellow monstrosity and talk to Abu, and maybe he'll get you there. All right. Now there's other options and it's much better. The plastic, yeah, same thing. Don't shoot the driver. Nonsense. Ah, oh I'd, yeah. I'd want that if I'm a driver. I, you ever you ever like try to like? I like when you gotta pay them and it's like, well, motherfucker, if I could just hand you this money, you'd get a tip. But instead, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you take dollars and I'm gonna get the fuck out. Like, you, you ever have it? In. Uh, speaking of like that, like bulletproof glass. Do you ever have it where like you go somewhere where you oh, think is really safe? Yeah, he'll he'll pop back in. I'm sure. But do you ever have it where you go somewhere where you think is safe, like a gas station, and then you go in and you immediately realize that it's sketchy as fuck because they're like behind bars and it's not even like a hole where you put the money through. It's like you put it into a well and then they pull the drawer back and they like gonna, you spin the wheel <laughs> like it like goes around to them. <laughs> it's so like what what has happened here that this was pressed? What Dude, has occurred? If How I many people anywhere... did they lose? If they buzz me into the building, I'm like, do I really want to get into a building where I have to be buzzed in? Like, yeah. do you have so much problems that, that the door's locked during business hours? It's like Seinfeld, where someone buzzes and they're like, Jerry's like, oh, who is it? He's like, UPS. He just lets him in. And then George has to be like, you know, or Kramer, whoever, you know, you just, you know, you just let a serial killer into the building, yeah. right? Like, of course they pretend to be UPS people. Like, that's... Hmm. I don't know. That would make sense. Yeah, I don't want to go into a building after you buzzed in, and I don't want to get gas from a 7-Eleven where someone is behind bulletproof glass in a Kevlar vest. Because you know that it wasn't one attendant got shot. <laughs> you know that it was an amount 
to the point that the 7-Eleven union comes down and says, this is out of control. <laughs> Put up some glass. We're losing a lot of folks. <laughs> 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 this union, our, our membership is dwindling. <laughs> People are murdering our members over cigarillos. And, and Employees are going to Iraq for safety. Yeah. <laughs> or South Chicago. Fourth ad read from legendary game designer John Van Kanagum, creator of Heroes and Might and Magic series, comes Creature Quest, an adventurous RPG that brings a new level of depth and strategy to mobile games. Creature Quest is an, is an innovative blend of collectible RPG and strategy. All roads lead to adventure as players embark on quests to explore new realms while, in, while encountering a variety of creatures and obstacles along the way. With over 500 creatures wielding powerful abilities to collect and upgrade and addicting battles with lots of treasure to discover, players will constantly yearn for just one more battle. Creature Quest also boasts a unique PvP mode that allows players to use their creative, uh, their creature collection to build their own dungeons and challenge other players for great rewards in addition to guilds, chats, and uh, much more. From fun and unique stories in each quest to hundreds of adventure-seeking creatures with upgradable abilities to, to strategic, fast-moving battles, Creature Quest will appeal to anyone who loves role-playing, collectible strategy, or fantasy games. Available on the App Store, Google Play, and at Amazon, download Creature Quest for free today and be part of the best turn-based collectible RPG. Your quest for creatures is paved with adventure. Quest on with Creature Quest. Check out Creature Quest. Quest yes, on. Yes, yes. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, I've been uh, I've been playing a ton of Magic. I, uh, I I think lately what I've been buying is the dual the dual decks that like come assembled and have their own sort of like oh this is cunning versus uh, speed and you know it's 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 different kind of decks that are that are meant to be thrown at each other. I've I think I got them all now, right? Like I got like eight, I got like twelve. Yeah, there's a lot decks. of them. Yeah, there's a bunch. I I I guess I've bought ten or twelve though over How the last couple they? weeks. Sets? Like like fifteen dollars each, something like that. Okay, okay. So you're like yeah. it's not that. And, and you you're, you pay like fifteen dollars and you get a hundred two decks, sixty cards in each deck, and they're like ready to roll, like play against each other for like quick fun. So yeah. it's, and they're made to play against each other. So it's like. You know, elves versus goblins or whatever. Like, creatures you can still versus, use those like, uh, heroes, decks, but they're made to fight each other. Yeah, I've got but, the. I like creatures versus heroes a lot. It's re like one deck is nothing but like Hydra monsters and trolls and shit, and the other one is like Valiant Knights and uh, and shit like that. So I I, I kind of like that almost role playing aspect to that card game where. You know, like I even do sound effects. You know, when I shoot a bolt at somebody, I go, Zoo! you know, I add a few sound effects. And when I die, like when I when my life total goes down to zero, I go, blah, 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 blah. like as I, you know, yeah. as, as I die as a character. That kind of so. stuff is fun. But if you like go to a Friday Night Magic and someone's in like a robe and a cape, yeah. <laughs> and, like, have a staff, it's like, all right, settle down. Ah, it's Archimedes! Welcome back! <laughs> Archimedes, the reigning champion of zip code. Three two five one two. Or the <laughs> champion is some like Israeli guy who who looks like a nerd. Uh, I've been watching a lot of like the the pro top level magic on YouTube too. That's kind of fun to watch and, and see like it, the. And you don't know a bunch about magic. It's like a, a good comparison is have you ever watched cricket videos on YouTube the sport cricket yeah. where they're like 
Oh, and it's coming in fast here. The Wickersham knocked into shambles there. You can see the third runner scoring on the second plate. Oh, of course, over here we see Samson. Samson's re renowned for running into plate three. Right? Of course he makes it. And it's like, what in God's name is fucking happening? This is like baseball, but more complicated. That's what it's like in magic if you don't know all the keywords because yeah. those people get so excited about it. We're like, oh, and he drops a mass calcify. That's going to destroy all non-white creatures and even though he paid the regenerate cost, it's not going to be regenerated. That's a crazy move, isn't it? Uh, Eagle Knight 68 or whatever fucking names they're, yeah. they're going by. I'm sure they do real names. but It's fun I'm to watch the two guys go against each other because it's much more like chess than I thought it would be. And there's oh. a lot of like like bullshit, like faking, fake out stuff. Like I see one guy get his hand and it's a very good hand. He, he, you know, he takes a mulligan first. He gets his second card of seven, hand, of seven cards and he's just like... <sighs> as he flicks through them when in reality it's just like it's killer it's exactly what he fucking wants the commentators are like oh yes that's gonna flow well from this card to that card it's gonna be a chain reaction an excellent combo it's exactly what he'd hoped for oh and he's playing it up a bit to throw marshall off and the other guy's like you can tell he's like not buying any of it. And it's like, wow, they have a really high level mind game yeah. they're playing here. Because they've and played like, those people before, I'm sure. And they know I, their shit. Like, I, I, I saw I, another I, circumstance where like the one player was appearing to leave himself open for a loss. It appeared that he's saying, kill me if you can. And then he pretends like he added the, the life totals up incorrectly. And he's like, and the other guy's like, aha, I win. And then, and then he's so quickly and matter-of-factly like plays his instant and is like Sha -sha! and it's like game over the, the commentator's like oh he had it he had it yes and all creatures with three life or less are dead and this is the game the grand prix finals are over tora tora is the champion of the world once again uh, they, they take it so seriously it's really oh, fun they they're really I, uh, really good. I, magic that, uh, honestly that card Magic Go honestly ahead. seems like that game where you don't get judged that much if you're older. I feel like if you were to like, like me, I was really into Pokemon cards when I was younger. And it's like if I started playing Pokemon cards, like if I started using Pokemon cards right now, I would look like such an idiot. But I feel like with Magic, it's like it doesn't really matter what age you are when you're playing it. I feel like it's one of that the only kind of card games. Like if I if I took out my baseball cards and started showing them to my friends right now, they'd be like, dude, what the fuck, man? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, they'd be like, Yu -Gi -Oh, right, 11. Yeah, Pokemon. I mean, I completely missed that. I'm too young for it. You know, like, when I was, like, in school, it was like everyone had Pokemon cards. Actually, I have a pretty funny story about that. So once when I was in, like, I think it was, like, second grade or something, I had, like, all these Pokemon cards, and they weren't really good, and I was pretty poor, and, like, I'm a triplet. So, like, my sisters, like, we don't, we don't really get that many cool things because it's just too many of us. Um, <laughs> and... And my family that you know they have enough money to support all of us so what, what my dad told me to do and he had the best idea ever is i went online okay and this is like i don't know not that many people were using google because it was pretty you know it, i don't know i guess most people just didn't even have computers and uh and i went online i found this one image of like a dark pikachu or something he had like 999 hp or some shit like that and i just saved that image and I literally put it on my card, and I, I took one of those card holder things, right, so that no one, you know, so that yeah. no one could, uh, you know, touch, touch it, it or, or get too close to it. And I started showing it off in school, and I was the fucking man that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone was so happy, and and I was like, holy shit, this is so cool. And like my friends were like, dude, this is awesome. Like you have the best card ever. <laughs> and and this one kid, this one fuck, okay, you, you guys <laughs> fuck the one smart kid who like was in like magnet and stuff, and he like he's always you know, a little bit skeptical about everything. And he's like, 
you know, that card doesn't really look real to me, dude. Can I please take it out of the uh, the card holder? And I'm like, no, no, this is my fucking card, okay? Stop. And and we got into this fight where he wanted to take it out of the card holder, and eventually he did, and people found out it was fake, and it was just, it was awful. Everyone was How did you like, recover from that? What, what did people yeah. say? Everyone was like, my friends were like, dude, come on, like for real. I'm like, well, I got you, didn't I? So <laughs> I felt like well, the skeptical hours. of all your cards but yeah you're right about magic being like another thing is like if you're most people who are into magic are older than like the pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh crowd and i think just naturally as you get older you realize like hey i really like this nerdy as fuck card game it brings me a lot of joy to play it and when i am playing it i'm never sitting at the cool table at lunch like i hope they're not noticing me it's like no i'm going out seeking a place to play with like-minded people who also enjoy this hobby you know like it's just, yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun, and, and I feel like it's it's it, it's a bit like chess in many ways. It, it, it's it's not just a silly like monsters versus dragons card like where the, where it's thoughtless and it's just a child's game. You know, there, it's it's really high level with the strategy and with the, the yeah. different ways to play. Um, I I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I like playing I like the those, Xbox game. Yeah, that's why I like those real time strategy games. Wherever you guys got me into those, and you guys kept talking about them. I started getting really into Age of Empires. Me and my YouTube friends used to play it all the time. I was even thinking about messaging you guys once because I heard you guys talk about your Steam name once. And I'm like, damn, I should message you guys. We should play some. But uh, yeah, that's why I like those games because there's should. so much strategy involved and so much uh, like just, I don't know, thinking yeah. uh, about the game, I guess. It's not like Call of Duty where you're just like aiming and shooting. <laughs> I, I don't think I've played like um, either console on the PS4 or the Xbox One in months at this point. Like ever since I got steam and i started finding the games that i like more basically all the rts's like right now the one like i still which is, steam is awesome i can't believe i didn't get this earlier than like a year ago yeah but it's incredible like having a uh god what the fuck is it total war warhammer on there i've been playing that a ton have you played any of the total war games scarce uh no uh i haven't played any games except for virtual reality uh, in the last couple months because like i don't know with virtual reality it's just like I feel like I, I have more of a heightened experience with that. It's just like, I don't know. It's like the, it, it's so cool. Um, but no, nah, I haven't played any like. Total I'm just War saying, if you're into like RTS, like the top-down real-time strategy, it's basically like that. But instead of having like individual units like Age of Mythology or Age of Empires, you're controlling whole battalions and then like That's heroes cool. and then like mythical units where you have like How a contingent of trolls. It's it's not much on Steam at all. I, I okay. went ahead and like got all the DLC because they just released some, and so I was trying to play it last night uh, a little bit. And didn't get much of a chance to, but it's I'm I'm finally start. I know I talked about it last week where I was getting enraged because I was just getting butt fucked by seemingly weak armies when I had strong armies. But I, I've started I've started that clickety clackety uh, roller coaster chicka 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 where I'm learning. I'm finally yeah. I hit the curve. That's I'm always learning. honestly the most fun about the game is when you're learning about it. Yeah. And when you find like what I'm finding now is like like I'm doing the hot keys without fully thinking about it. And then afterward, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm figuring this out because this is so much more complicated than any console game I've ever played. You need like, course, a uh, you need a mouse with uh, with keys on it for with hot keys on it. It, it's, it, it makes that. that sort of thing. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. I've got that. Oh, cool. Wait, nice. I just haven't programmed them. Side? Uh, six. Okay. Yeah, you can get them certainly with like a dozen or so. Like the, um, I can't think of the brand right now, but um, but I, I think Woody has that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a ton of buttons. Yeah, well, I'm loving that game. Razor so or something. If you are into RTS and you're looking for a new one. Total War Warhammer is a lot of fun. Don't you also do that. have to. 
just have to like uh, like fantasy shit, like trolls and wizards and goblins and vampires. And for some reason, that all that stuff is like totally fine with me. Vampires are okay as long as there's orcs and trolls mixed in. Don't ask me to explain why, but it's more Lord of the Ringsy. Like that, I'm all in. Like if I find out that a game has to do with like fantasy or a movie has to do with it, I'm immediately in. Whereas if it's like spacemen or futuristic, like Zergling, uh, Protoss, uh, like space stuff, like StarCraft, yeah. for some reason, I'm just not into it. Like I, I, it's so much harder for me to get into that than, I just than saw the fantasy. Right, well, you, I saw you should like too. Ah, uh, no spoilers. I'm watch tomorrow is Friday, and I'm watching John Wick two and then Logan. I'm gonna watch them back to back. Did you enjoy John Wick two? You know, compared to one, and I, it might just be my foggy memory, but I really felt like in one, everything seemed realistic for a guy with near superhero level skills. Um, in this one, I, I think I liked one more. Now it might just be in my head, but I felt like. Some of the fight scenes, like one guy would get an upper hand and the other guy would get an upper hand in what I felt like was an unrealistic way. Um, I'm trying not to spoil anything. Uh, you know, the, the oh, I felt like it was heavily sponsored by Glock, right? You know, so they're like, <laughs> oh, I know you're sure fond of the German wares, but check out these Austrian ones. He's got like a Glock 34. At one point later, someone offers him a 1911 and he's like, oh, seven rounds really that's it you know and and you're like ah, he's totally like pimping glock as he uses something else a kimber and uh uh but i, I just i felt like the amazing thing about john wick one was how the gung fu the, i'm sorry yeah the gun fu was so good and this one sure he's a Keanu Reeves is like a legit good operator like the way he does his reloads and he doesn't have infinite bullets but I also felt like it, they, they stretched into near Matrix-like luck and such. Whereas, I'm okay with that. Okay, well, you might As long like as he's it. reloading. I like that he's reloading, and I like, <laughs> I like that it's proper weapon uh, techniques and control. Like, like, those are things that just immediately, I, whoa, this I isn't what this movies is normally look like. A spoiler, but in one part, he uses a shotgun, and mm -hmm. it's really neat to, like, he, first of all, he reloads very well, much better than I could. And... Uh, He's got a lot of opponents, so you know that's where shotguns kind of fall down. Like they rarely have more than eight rounds, and uh, he's just managing it. Like pop, pop, reload, load, pop, pop. Like, is he is he loading? Is he ever reaching over and throwing a shell in, and then closing the chamber and firing? Like is he is he have a, a shell in his hand? Like is he is he doing that maneuver? Is he reaching over, think, putting it in, and then pushing the thing shut and then firing? I hope this sort of thing isn't a spoiler. It, it, he. He takes the shotgun from a person that he kills, and the, the guy that he kills has a belt filled with, like, fast reload things, like you might use it a triple thing. So he'll, like, grab down, have, like, four shells in his hand, and <laughs> to, like, put them in. And, uh, <clears throat> so he just happened upon a speed shooter and was like, thank yeah, God I killed yeah, this guy yeah. first. <laughs> well, speed shooters have, they, I don't need to do that. But, like, a triple gun shooter will have, like, 18 targets out there. So they have to, like, shoot their first eight. Now they're out. And there's... um. The belts that they carry, they, they hold shotguns, I think, four at a time. And uh, they, they put them, they, like, arrange them in there so they can grab a handful and, like, load it. Like, I don't even know how they do it. Like, it like, takes, like, cheerleader dexterity with the baton to, like, get them all in there. And, uh, and Keanu Reeves definitely figured out how to load a shotgun as well as a man can. It's pretty yeah. cool to see him do it. And, and it's, like, 
I like that he didn't always load eight. You know, sometimes he'd just get like two in there, take care of two real quick, you know, and then, I, I don't know, he might have like a guy's arm trapped, quick get another round in and shoot him. <laughs> and uh, the shotgun gung fu might have been my favorite part. You tell me well, I'm looking forward to seeing that for sure. I uh, I, I love the first one. I like canneries, uh, and uh, and I want to see this. And I want to see Logan too. I, I think they're, that I want to see them equally as much. Uh, both of them. It's the last uh, X Men movie for both Patrick Stewart and uh, Wolverine what, himself, Hugh Jackman. What role did Keanu not get? You were telling me you saw an interview where he was like, "Yeah, my career kind of got down," and he wanted. Well, he something. was talking. It was an interview that he did after he did. Um, had, the movie was called like. 57 Ronin or like 89 Ronin or something. And it was this really heavy CGI heavy movie where he's like the great white hope in Japan fighting some sort of mythical dragon and some sort of like woman who's like a Kung Fu wizard or something like, 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 like sorceress. Like she's like, and it was just awful and it bombed and it had a big budget. And there was this interview with him, you know, and, and he was basically being really open and honest about like, Hey, I lose, I lose most of the roles I want. Like, like you see me in this movie and that movie, you're asking why? Because I didn't get that Matt Damon movie. I didn't get that Ben Affleck role. Like, like they took that, they, they did this, they did that. I was left with fucking Kung Fu CGI dragons, you know? And, and like at that point, he was really on a slide with his do, career. Do you remember the movie? You mentioned it one time. Like, he's like, I really wanted to be, it might have been Jason Bourne. Do you huh. remember? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll see if I can find it, but I don't remember the specific one. It might have been Batman. It might have been he wanted to be he might have, he may have wanted to be Batman. Mm. Keanu Reeves. I still haven't awesome. seen the Batman with Ben Affleck in it. Oh man, Ben Affleck was, in my opinion, the shining star. People didn't like that. It actually, got a Razzie Batman. Uh, if you're familiar, you know what a Razzie is. Like for yeah, the worst, worst movie. Yeah, they come out around the same time as the Oscars, and they'll have like worst movie, worst actor, worst supporting actress, whatever. I didn't and, think it was that bad. Right, I the thought the movie. That, yeah. Now, I haven't seen all of it. I thought Suicide Squad lived up to the bad hype. But, yeah, that was um, bad. But, I didn't even watch it. Okay. That but, was disappointingly that, bad. Batman Superman? Like, I like that movie. Now, it, it's, it's not like a cultural icon, like first Star Wars that we'll be talking about 50 years from now. But it was a good movie, I thought. I was glad I saw it. Yeah, it. I mean, I only watch movies from what you guys recommend on here. Like, if you guys are recommending, <laughs> oh, like, you're very cultured. Like you guys talk so much shit on no, you guys talk so much shit on Suicide Squad. I'm like, I, I shouldn't even watch. It. I don't even want to waste my time. But yeah, it's I, not I, worth yeah, your time. Not at all. Don't watch it. Here's a movie you should watch: Ooh. Arrival with Amy Adams and uh, and fucking Hawkeye. Uh, have you seen? Has anyone seen Arrival? The, I the, haven't seen the, that. The yet. alien movie. Uh, not giving anything away here. Uh, aliens come to Earth. We need to find a way to speak to these aliens. And Amy Adams is the woman for the job. She's this uh, linguistic expert, and uh, she the the and, and they're uh, and they try to get to the bottom of this thing. She goes and her job is to communicate with whoever has landed in these spaceships on Earth. It's very good. Um, I cried a little. Uh, it's Where do you put a, it uh, among like other space? Or are they out in space ever? Or is it just no, it's, you're no, on no, Earth? It, and, okay, all never mind. On Earth, um, we are the ones being visited, and uh, it, it sort of shows in our modern world with the sort of geopolitical climate as it is what happens because twelve of these craft land all around the world, and so various countries at each twelve sites, there's you know, each country's best and brightest there trying to make heads or tails of this, you know. So the Russians are trying, they're they're speaking to aliens, trying to, like, 
trying to learn their language or teach them ours and try and try to find some common language really is what's going on constantly. And so the Australians have one, the Chinese have one, we have one as the United States. Um, they're, they're sprinkled all over the globe and every, and everyone ha they have this like live feed center, like a, a, a mission control and command where they have a big screen and like there's Australia's team. We can get direct input from them in video chat and there's Russia and everybody's communicating and, and sharing this information and trying to make, trying to figure this thing out. And uh, it, it's got a really cool ending. Um, the way they handle the oh. aliens and what they look like and and what and why they're here. I, I loved it all. I liked it a lot. It was it like? Uh, don't say if it's the, anything if this spoils it. But is it like the aliens sent a message that like by accident that we intercepted? And now we're trying to decode, or is it like the aliens are just being shitty and like gave us a puzzle? Um, they arrive the, in person. Yeah, the the aliens have uh, have come here. Oh. They're here. And uh, and they want to talk, um, or at least maybe they do because they didn't immediately start blowing us up, right? You know, they lay this land and park, and they're and and so we kind of walk up to see, hey, uh, did they finally <laughs> did they finally decode it and realize that it said like how to uh, how to serve man, like that old oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Twilight it's Zone the, episode? Does everybody the, know that episode? It's of the Twilight Zone. I saw the Simpsons before Twilight. I, I've never seen that Twilight, but but it's you know how to serve man, as in how to serve duck, how to serve chicken. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> the whole thing is the the aliens come and they're super super friendly to all the humans, and they're trying to decipher it, and they're like, oh, they just want to serve mankind, and then they find out they're like, oh, it's a cookbook in that like 1960. Five shock <laughs> over out of people. That's yeah. pretty good, actually. I wish I didn't know the spoiler. Um, oh. yeah. Don't you notice that in old movies? Like, I don't, I don't know what the date would be, but like, it took people decades to figure out how to not overact. How oh, to not like get way too like like because the vaudeville people were clearly like having to open their eyes real big and be like showing like I'm surprised because you can't hear me so you gotta garner that and it seems like they kept that for a while and they didn't quite quite figure out good acting for a bit. I, I well, well, talkies took over and killed the silent pictures, obviously, and 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 though and you lost a lot of that uh, like physical humor, like you saw it as somebody like Chaplin who was a genius. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Chaplin. Um, it, it's really good. Robert Downey Jr. plays Chaplin. He does an excellent job at it. But I, I, I've heard a lot of different reasons for why they spoke the way they did. So, so, so I'm not really sure. But maybe it has something to do with their like theatrical backgrounds and stuff. But yeah, they don't. They didn't used to talk like people talk, and uh, and and that really takes me out of a lot of older they films. They still overreact or overact. Like I still feel like actors are more motive than regular. Watch people. Sideways. Who's, uh, a, who's he, someone who think yeah. overacts? Oh, sorry, Kyle, didn't mean to cut in on your everybody. Sideways. You could watch um, uh, Interstellar or something, and the people there, you know, they're just tearing up a little more often. They're more distraught. They're like acting is overacting more so than I think. You know, Interstellar people. was sad, man. That was some heavy shit they were dealing with. I was crying with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Me and him, we were both fucking, fucking bleeding on the inside. That was so sad when he gets back to the goddamn spo little spoiler for Interstellar. He gets back to his goddamn ship, and and time has been passing so rapidly that his few hours on this planet broken down was his children's entire fucking life. Their missed. whole childhood went by, and he missed it. And he he gets to watch in video voice message format, back to back that to back, really like it's a Netflix binge session he gets to watch them slowly lose faith as him not only as a father but as a man 
they start believing that he's failed not only them but the human race. He went off on this bullshit thing, and they lost what what years they had with their father for his pipe dream. They think he's dead, and he has to watch this all in sequentially back to back after just getting back from the planet, and he's just. In a, in a very Rick from Walking Dead kind of way, this man is disintegrating from the inside out. And I'm just crying along with him like, God, that is the worst thing ever. You're there to, like, give your life for them. And in doing that, they've given their life for they you. They resent you. Like, yeah. like, and resent you for it all. Oh, that was so heavy. Oh, I like stuff like that. It sounds like, really sad. That, that, <laughs> that part of the movie, that definitely was sad. I'd forgotten about that till now. But you know what? Like... I don't mind sad stuff like that where like it really makes you feel like, man, what would I do if I was in this situation? Just helplessly watching as your family slowly begins to resent you because they don't understand that you've just been bamboozled out of years of your life or whatever. I hate lazy be sad shit in movies and the laziest thing that they do in movies to try and make people sad like the bullshit no effort button is killing a dog. I hate that in movies when they kill dogs and it clearly has nothing to do with the dog needing to die. It's just like, all right, well, we need to make sure this is sufficiently emotional and this is something that nobody's going to be a piece of shit and say that was hacky because everybody will go, hey, you just you don't care about dogs. Yeah, throw that in. Throw that in. That's a free legend to pass for that. I mean, he had no other people. That one is okay because it's just him. Like Mm -hmm. the dog was all that he had. So killing that dog makes sense. And it's almost sadder or it's almost sadder that it's a dog instead of a person in that situation because he's so desperate for any attention and affection that he's raised this dog to the level of a person, you know? So he's, he's like so in dire straits for like, I just want someone to fucking care about me or talk to me or make a noise in my direction. So that's why that's sad. Cause it's like his whole world's been taken from him. But, uh, that's why I won't watch Marley and me, the one with the dog. Cause it's like, if the first thing someone says about the movie is, Oh, that was so sad with the dog. It's like, all right, I'm not going to watch it. Like, yeah, no, don't watch that shit. No, that, I, I don't want your cheap grief. Like, and, cheap and you're absolutely grief. right. You can stomp on a dog and immediately get, you know, emote tears from me. It, it's going to happen. But if you really build it up and take things away, if you give people things, people things, and then take them away in tragic ways, like, ah, oh, man, I, I really start crying. Um, uh, that Interstellar really made me cry a lot. I haven't watched it since. I've only seen it the once when I saw it in IMAX on like uh, in, in 70 millimeter or whatever. Like I, I haven't watched it yet, and I look at it every now and then on on TV, and I'm like, because it's free on like Amazon or something. And I'm like, nah, I don't feel like feeling bad today. Let's let's find something yeah. else. Okay. Today's not I the day I want to cry. Sometimes I watch Interstellar or Martian just because I have like a good like projector and audio, yeah. and it's like I want to take more. I might watch Martian. I've never done it, but I could imagine just the first like 15 minutes you know where there's the the storm and the things and the yeah. flying through the air and like I, I i turn that stuff up and everyone else is like does it have to be this loud it's like you have to appreciate it you know if you don't feel the yeah. thunder in your ass then you know you're not you're not getting the full effect of i want to feel happy. like i'm on mars you know <laughs> yeah yeah basically it, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, we so were yeah check out scarce was saying that like you uh you watch movies that we provide to you from our, our cultured perspective. <laughs> a great one to watch. I think we've talked about on the show before is 10 Cloverfield Lane. I think that's from this year. It's got John Goodman in it. I'm a little biased because he's one of my favorite actors. He's fucking awesome. I love John Goodman. But that movie has not you, you know how it is with your laptop up and you got games and you got shit to do and most of the time you put a movie on you're not giving it a hundred percent of your attention maybe you pull your phone out and shit this is a movie that i put on with intention to kind of just be doing other shit like maybe play a game on steam or something within like five minutes i had shut everything down turned the lights off and was like totally 
in on this movie. It's yeah. real, real good. I think you recommended it to me, Kyle. You may it's have. It's so it good, man. It's so good. John Goodman is a, is is one of the best He's actors. Tremendous. He is the most underrated actor alive right now. I think he is. He is. He is in that top echelon, in my opinion, uh, uh, of my favorite uh, actors. When I see him portray a character, I know that he's gonna. He's gonna put his own little thing into this character. It's gonna, it's gonna have his physicality in it. It's gonna have his presence there. Imposing, yeah. When his hands start shaking, and that movie, and you realize, whoa, this guy, this guy's a little on edge here. Um, and he's yeah. a, and he's a big, powerful man. You're like, let's keep him calm. Like, 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 you, you, you almost want. If you were there, you imagine yourself kind of putting a hand on his shoulder, like, oh, easy, big fella. <laughs> like, like. like Let's take it down a couple notches. Like we don't see yeah. and, and but it, but it's the other way. He keep, things keep but escalating and there's there's another person there too, right? So a couple like, more. Yeah. There's a couple of people. Are there? I remember there yep. being Goodman, another person, and then our actress. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so three Well to me but it's another person aside the from the two main. But anyway, um so she's like trying to figure out this dynamic and turning to like Hey, is he crazy? Where are we on this thing? And it, but the other person's not feeling comfortable. There's a whole trust thing. It, it, it's a pretty neat relationship between the main actors. I, I like yeah. it a yeah. lot. Yeah, it it feels like obviously there's some Ten out of it, it's, it's a Cloverfield movie, and so it's like gonna have some out of this world stuff. But for Wait, the most part, it was real. I don't real think good. Woody has seen the first Cloverfield, or perhaps he doesn't draw the correlation between the two. I had never heard of a Cloverfield movie before. This is my first exposure. Uh, uh, so, so the first one um, is the first one is sort of found footage, candy cam, rough uh, stuff. Uh, they're almost completely unrelated, uh, mm. except the for if you watch closely in the first one, while they're jumping around, you see an alien crash into the ocean, and then that gigantic alien then attacks New York City and destroys it that night. And you kind of see all of this from the point of view of just. Some like twenty like something can. like friends characters who were just trying to have an apartment party and are now stumbling through subways, hiding from the little monsters that jump off of the big one. And um, uh, hmm. I don't know what the official correlation is of the Cloverfield universe, if that is what it is. There is a third movie in the works that's going to be something completely different, um, but they all seem to be somewhat related to one another, or at least in the same sort of kooky universe. But um, I think it's vastly better if you different seen films. that movie. You don't know what's real and what's not when you're. They're not complete. They're not exactly related. No. Um, it, like, like, like maybe the the fact that I mentioned that there's a giant monster might draw, draw you to believe that there's a lot to that these film films are very similar, but they they couldn't be more different. They're 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 sort of they're they're very different. You, you know, this monster that there is. The fact I'm you only know that it came from space if you watched a bunch of YouTube videos about it like I did and you see that like frame by frame of this thing like happening in some shaky footage. You're not even supposed to see it. But in any case, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Excellent, excellent movie. Yeah. Let me do our last ad read here. OK, um, that is not one of our post rolls. Knock it out. About Legacy Box, who's our brand new sponsor. When was the last time you watched your home movies? If you're like most Americans, there's a box uh, in your closet full of old videotapes. I've seen Woody's box. It's huge. Uh, film reels and photos that, uh, that don't get watched or taken out, except for those special times late at night. Worse, they're, they're already actually deteriorating. deteriorating. Uh, but not anymore, thanks to Legacy Box, a simple and affordable way to get your recorded moments digitally preserved on DVD or thumb drive. 
Here's how it works. Load Legacy Box with your old tapes, films, pictures, and audio recordings, and, they, and, uh, and send it back. You'll get them back in a couple of weeks uh, on DVD or a convenient thumb drive, ready to watch, share, and relive. Legacy Box takes care of everything and provides uh, updates at every step of the process. That's why over a quarter million families have used them. The Huffington Post, Parents Magazine, USA Today, and The View are all talking about Legacy Box. And for a limited time, go to LegacyBox.com slash PKA to get a 40% discount on your order. That's LegacyBox.com slash PKA for 40% off. LegacyBox.com slash PKA for 40% off. They will take all of those old VHSs, that 8mm film stock you've got. They'll take those old negatives, that old audio recording of Grandma playing her, uh, her, her, her guitar, you know, all of that stuff. And they will preserve it forever in digital format so that it'll last uh, for all time for, for your children and their children, if, if uh, you so wish. So well, that's definitely nice. a really smart thing. We did that to all of our uh, VHSs maybe four or five years ago. Um, and, and I'm glad we did because I, as a, as a, I think maybe in the 80s, like those big VH, you know, uh, video recorders, whatever Cam you call them, video right. cam, camcorders, yeah, you know, it took a whole VHS tape. I remember ours, you know, you put a whole fucking VHS in that thing. And, uh, we had one of those throughout my entire, like, I don't know, like, like childhood, like to the time. So all of that's recorded, like every T-ball game I've ever played, every baseball game, every every play that where I was, you know, in a play or uh, on a stage somewhere reading a thing, like all of that shit is recorded on VHS, and now it's all on DVD, and and and, and I really like it. So if you have memories like that, um, wow, there's really few things you can't replace them, you know, if some VHSs get water damaged or a fire or something like that. So this is an excellent, excellent service to get all those memories preserved forever. Because, like I said, you, once you lose them, they're gone. I um, remember it was probably 10 years ago or something. My father said that one of his regrets in parenting was that he didn't take more pictures. And uh, somehow this popped into my head. But I bet now his regret would be that I'm not in his cult. <laughs> but, mm. you know. yeah. He didn't baptize you. That's his regret. <coughs> no, they did. They did. They did that. Oh, they did. Mm -hmm. I bet if they... Now, now, have you baptized your children? I have. Ah, I would. Do you believe it would be a major point of contention had you not? I don't know. I, you know what? People wanted it, so we did it. It wasn't that big a deal. And then um, we took all the gifts that the kids got, like usually with checks, and uh, kicked off their college account right then. You know, they were a few months old and start their financial planning. Yeah, never been baptized. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so I believe I, I, they just throw me in a lake of fire whenever I die. What Taylor will know. Let's see. What Taylor might to... have a Bible story, but yeah, Taylor. Taylor, what happens to unbaptized whelps like myself? Uh, it depends which flavor of Christianity you believe in. Ah, uh, uh, red hot, crazy. Whatever my parents are in. Yeah, six thousand years Earth. No dinos dinosaurs <laughs> on the Ark. Flavor. I don't like the way. I can only go by how it was explained to me, and I know about Catholicism enough. The way it used to be with the Catholic Church before they realized that it was very tasteless and not very good PR, was that for hundreds of years, if someone died or if a child died before they were baptized, you'd have to pay to get them into heaven because God, he needs a little, you need to, you know, grease the wheels. He needs to wet his beak a little bit. They wouldn't and, bury the child in the same graveyard either, would they? Uh, no, I don't believe so. I think you had to be baptized to be yeah. buried in the same place, at least for some. But the way it was explained to me was like, if you didn't get baptized, because the, way I was brought up with it was you had to do like the whole submersion 
thing. You couldn't just be like sprinkled as a baby. A lot of people oh, yeah. are uh, just and sprinkled as a as a child uh, in, in certain sects of Christianity. That but yeah, they, they they did that to me when I was little. They gave me the spritz, and then just for good measure, they had me do it again. Got the whole you know uh, clear coat, uh, Christ coat. Went there, got it, and they said like it's a good way to show your faith and be like showing like I'm dedicating my life to Jesus, Lord. But if you don't get it, God's not going to send you to hell for not having it. Like if you're still a Christian and you believe in God, He's not going to be like, oh, 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 there is a final section to the form that you must not have seen, <laughs> and He's not going to pull that Did shit at the pearly use gates. Green ink here. Green. Ooh. Ink. If you'll look at the top of the sheet, do you see where it says no X's and to fill the bubble in its entirety? Is that a number one pencil? Right? I you I saw that for, for my entire childhood. I was like, where are the number one pencils? Where's the number three for that matter? And what do they do? What hidden properties does the number one and the number three pencil have? Like 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 what the fuck are they? And and why do why do why do they exist? They're softer no, and would... harder. They're sometimes used by architects, and I've used ah. I've used a two and a half and maybe even a three before. Now you wouldn't like it. I don't know. It was just too hard. And, and they, it's harder. Little... The the higher the number, the harder it is. Mm -hmm. The less soft and uh, more like yeah, exactly. okay, less to, flowy. You have to press a little harder to get it to work. And uh, I found that the the line I got from it was thinner than it would be with like a number two. Ah, which makes sense as an architect. You know, maybe it, it may, because you'd want very precise lines and you'd want the ability to maybe really do a little racing perhaps it, it, on, the, on the other end. Well, that, well, thank you for that little factoid about yeah. the numbers of pencil. The real question is man what fucking architect was taking that third grade Scantron test <laughs> yeah, and, and right. messed things up for the whole batch, right? I like, bet like, it's like, because it's a different density or something of graphite and so that it doesn't the scantron machine maybe doesn't read it oh that's exactly what it is what right. i'm saying is like when did it ever happen right. that they needed to print it so much that we're all talking about this as fucking I, adults today i, I would think a number one would smear easily too it might cause trouble in that regard <laughs> you've kind of like fucking bob the builder in the back take it with those enormous carpenter pencils like an <laughs> asshole <laughs> he's like he's, like, he's, gotta use a, he's using a knife to sharpen it would that be perfect there, for scantron though like, like you fill in the line with one one line yeah I uh, I took a like test a one time in the uh, like ninth grade or something like that, and and I knew I was gonna fail the class. Like it, it was a it was known it is known it had been known for a long time that I wasn't gonna make it through American history, um, and, and so like when we got the uh, the Scantron, I took it in pen. <laughs> I took it in pen, and I just remember turning it in and like sitting at my desk and being like, "I hope I can't wait till he notices that I did that motherfucker in pen. <laughs> He's gonna lose it. He's gonna lose it." And sure enough, I hear him back there. Did did you, do Kyle? <laughs> did you do this in blue pen? I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Can you? I had to scratch a few of them out, uh, but I wrote a little. I wrote a little note on the side of scans. <laughs> This is a failure. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I don't know. Like next time, right? <laughs> like if I were in your, like at least, like it, clearly a difference in how our parents handled grades when we were that age. <laughs> if if I went home and told my parents I'm failing American history, I can't 
imagine the blowback there would be. It wouldn't be like, well, next semester you're going to shape up. It'd be like, what are all the things you like doing? Do you like playing hockey? No more. Do you like going out to play? No more. Do you like going out with friends to their houses? Nope. You don't anymore. Not until you finish American history. Like, I can't. I, 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 I remember going home like a little bit in like, oh, God, oh, God, in fear, my seventh grade year, because I had a C in math. I think it was a C plus. Like, I think it was a high C plus. And I was going home, like, almost shaken, like John Goodman. I'm so angry that people are violating. Oh, man, I... Did your parents just not give a fuck when you were like, hey, I failed this class? No, that wasn't it. Like, like, like there was a reason for that. Like, like, it wasn't like I was failing multiple classes. It, that was the one class I failed my freshman, freshman year. And it, it, was, it was because of who I was sitting around. And I had like a lot of stuff going on in that class. There was a girl who was very distracting to me um, who was sitting right next to me. There was a guy who I had like, a, like an issue with. I was always getting in behavioral problems with him because he sat behind me to always fuck with me. And every now and then I'd turn around and fucking blow up on him and then I'd be the one like making the disturbance. And like it, uh, and so like there, there were other issues that caused that class to go poorly. There were like, th- there were like th- four people in there in that one class that I had like issues with. There was one guy who was like, three years older, taking the class as a fucking senior, and he always bullied me. And then there was this kid behind me, like I said, who was just, had real behavioral problems. He wasn't picking on me. He was just fucking with me. He was just being a, a distraction. Always a distraction. Like, hey, 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 look what I got. Look what I got. Like, like no, I got I, I, something about George Washington. Hang on, hang on a minute. Let me get this. And then the girl that sat right to my left was a major distraction because I, I, I liked her a lot. And, uh, and so, yeah, that class was getting failed no matter how you, how you sliced it. it. It was predetermined. I, I never had any problems with anyone in high school. Like, I would just kind of stay to myself. Like, because I feel like uh, a lot of my friends, actually, I think one of my friends um, and me had, like, this big problem once where, uh, so so this guy did a lot of heroin, and he would always, like, shoot up in the bathroom, and uh, and he wanted to shoot up with me. And, like, it was this big peer pressure thing. Like, I don't think I've ever been peer pressured more to do heroin with this guy in the fucking bathroom in school. Um, and Strikes. he really wanted- <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it was just the the friend group I was with. I was with. How like, was it? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't do it. <laughs> you liar! So, you totally were thinking it over. Like how? How was it? I didn't do it. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> Good. Uh, Good job for not doing it. If you I just, didn't do it. Okay, I've done coke before. I ha- but I've never done heroin before. Like. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> No, 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 but he, he really <laughs> wanted to do heroin. I decided not to do it, and I'm actually very happy I did because that guy has OD'd multiple times since high school, and we think he's going to, like, die soon or something. We're, like, kind of scared for him right now, and his his family's, like... He, and the worst part was this guy was doing heroin all the time. Your mic went out again. Lost you. Uh, it ended with this guy was doing heroin all the time. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, yes, I can so hear you now. So his parents were police officers. Uh, actually, I think his father was a, a CO, um, and... And he would do heroin all the time. He would OD all the time. So me and my friends, we decided, all right, fuck it. Uh, we're we're going to actually, well, I guess it was one of my, uh, th- this other friend who was a little bit nerdy. And he actually decided to, I guess, uh, write a whole letter out, like type a whole letter out to his parents, telling him, telling his parents that he's doing heroin all the time in school. So my friend said, fuck it. Uh, you know, I'll pay you $20 to, you know, put this in his mailbox the next day at school so uh you know when the bus because uh, all my friends we got off at the same bus stop and we all decided to go to his house uh we put the letter in his mailbox and his mom saw us and she came out and she she opened up the letter and she got really angry with us and the mom 
still didn't believe that he was doing heroin until he actually OD'd. Um, and it was awful. It was Jeez. definitely, yeah, it was, I had some really bad experience in high school, but I just kind of kept to myself. And I, I, I feel like that, I, I don't know, like, I feel like, um, with my high school, it was like super easy to just keep to yourself and not worry about anyone else. I don't know. Cause I feel like I live in like a, you know, suburban white neighborhood or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like just keeping yourself in high school is probably the best thing you could do. If there's anyone watching, uh, just don't get in trouble because I feel like if I got suspended or something, uh, my mom would have probably closed down my YouTube channel. Cause like whenever I got a bad grade <laughs> on a test, my mom was like, you can't upload today, <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, she definitely was closing <laughs> on my YouTube channel cause I was about to fail high school, uh, at the end there. But I, I, I went through yes. it. I mean, all of my friends, like they all dropped out of high school and stuff for doing YouTube. And, um, I'm so happy I didn't do that. <laughs> I've never been peer pressured into doing heroin. Like, no. I don't even know how I would respond if someone was like, hey, you want to shoot up? I'd probably Dude, just be like, was doing nah, it. no. It felt, like thing. it felt like just like smoking weed. Like, it didn't feel like it was that big a deal. Maybe it's because I was so young and I didn't realize it. Yeah, but man. It's like everyone was just shooting up in the bathroom. It's like, Fuck. oh, it's not that Where big. Where are you from? Uh, Michigan? I'm, from, I'm around Queens. I'm in, uh, oh, okay. I live in New York City. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It just was a normal thing. It's like everyone God just shot up in the bathroom. Yeah, there was no drugs in my high school, really. Like, like, like you'd hear about weed. I remember, like, 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 like <laughs> it, it, you would hear about weed. You know, there's a guy who has some. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I smelled it once. Like, like, like there wasn't this, this like pervasive drug uh, culture. There certainly wasn't any heroin. I, I there was no heroin uh, or cocaine. Like, like there was this weed, and there were guys who did pills. And I remember, like, and there were yeah. guys who smoked cigarettes and stuff. They, oh yeah, I would love and, to do. And, my my friend he also did Xans as well, you know, like Xanax. And honestly, yeah. I would have loved to do that during high school because, like, I heard that like at the end, you know, you don't remember anything from the rest of the day, and that would have been great because high school was just like it was just hell for me. Like, it's just so fucking boring. Like every single class, I would have loved to to do Xanax, but I decided to stay day. away from all that. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's good. You're in a better place in life there for having a avoided ton of heroin. Exactly. I'm very pills. happy I, didn't, there was, I never did it. There was weed. There was coke. There were all kinds of pills, ecstasy, Xanax. People would steal whatever painkillers their family had around. Um, lots of acid, the one, the one they do on the paper. Um, I've done that Mushrooms. Before. There were a lot of mushrooms around. Uh, the chemistry classes, like they just could not stay stocked with scales because people were always stealing the scales. Uh, from the science classes, um, yep. but I didn't do any drugs in high school. I did a lot of dumb shit, but drugs was not one of them. What about yeah, weed? We did. Now you guys smoke weed in high school? No, I didn't. No. no. Nope. No. Uh, really? I, I remember we're, someone law-abiding citizens. I remember someone pulling out a doobie one night and, and being like, "Come on, <laughs> dear, let's get out of here. We don't want to be around those people." And it wasn't. It was, it was a bunch of white guys with the fucking doobie. We just we, we thought very little of uh, marijuana at the time. I think the, the first time I saw anybody get high, it was more of a thing of like, this, "That's not what I thought that someone who was high would look like." You know, like as you have this thing of like, "Oh, it's going to be. They're totally going to change. It's going to be a huge." thing because they're getting high and then you're like huh either it hasn't kicked in yet or this is very overblown i honestly like, thought it would i honestly thought it was much different like uh the first time i like smoke weed i thought i thought that it, you would feel so much better i think i don't know and it was just it, it's you don't really feel that much like i feel i thought it would be uh, i thought it would just like take over your life 
if you smell well, it, it's because like like there's there's been so much propaganda of like the dare program and stuff we came up with dare like, for sure that stuff and like they scare you so much about it that like your expectation of how bad those things will be is so high that when you actually see it in real life you're like god now so, i don't know if i believe anything any of it why right? does I'm it take perfect. over some people's lives right because some people get into weed it definitely does as a hobby a sense of identity you know they're coming to school like this is old school now but they wear the fucking rastafarian colors and get dreadlocks and whatever and it's like like this person is so into weed that like it, their sense of self-worth is wrapped up into being a weed smoker yeah it, but it, it I think it's I think it's if you don't have like if you're not already you know working really hard at something like if I just smoke weed and I didn't have a YouTube channel right now because like I smoke every day and like if I didn't have a YouTube channel right now I honestly feel like I'd be so lazy I feel like I'd just be sitting around all day and doing nothing but because I I kind of know that like you know I have to upload every day and I, I have to you know talk to my staff and I don't know just do a bunch of shit every day it's like I just keep my schedule there I can smoke every night and I'm fine with it just don't smoke during the day too that's that's probably the worst uh, if you smoke like in the middle of the day it kind of fucks up the rest of the day I feel like hmm. yeah there there just wasn't that there weren't all those drugs to be had in in high school or maybe they weren't being shared with me maybe that's what it was. maybe everybody had like tons of cocaine Shut up. and heroin Kyle's coming over Kyle's here yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do all our coke. Just, just no, no, or he'll rat us out. Whatever they might may have thought, but but like I I I never saw any cocaine or even heard of any. Right, like like it just wasn't a thing. I get maybe like, it wasn't popular. YouTubers do a lot of cocaine. Like uh, at these YouTube parties, there's a lot of people <laughs> that do coke. Yeah, and and um and I got peer pressure into doing it. I don't want to tell the story, but um basically I like. I know, right? <laughs> what, yeah. if a similar, what if a similar story happened to someone else? Tell that story. <laughs> yeah, so this other person, okay, <laughs> his name is uh, Johnny. Um, he, uh, so he, he did coke, okay? And the problem with doing coke is it's like after 15 minutes of doing it, you feel like complete shit until you do it again. Like, like it's either you do it again or you're just going to feel like shit for the rest of the day. Uh, so it, literally that craving, it's, it's one of the worst things you're ever going to feel like the, the craving of, of wanting Coke and not actually getting it. It's horrible. It's awful. And I, I, I wish I never did it. I, like, I it really wish I never did it. How many times having did Johnny do shit it? in traffic and being Only stuck? Once. Only once. What's up? I said, is it worse than having to take a shit in standstill traffic where, you know, you're at least 20 <laughs> minutes from home and you got a 10 minute fuse. Uh, <laughs> is it worse definitely... than that feeling? I doubt. It's a different feeling, I think. A much different feeling. Yeah, one is blind panic, and the other is I want some coke. So yeah. what was it like beyond coke, though? Was was coke like uh, it give you an energy? You feel like you could. Yeah, dude. World? It's like, like I think it's like one of the only drugs that like feels better than sex. Like it feels so great. Um, but the problem is, like it's no, it's not not like weed. Like weed is so much more. It's like much more gentle. Like I feel like uh, with with coke, it's like. A much more like you're much more excited and you're you're happy and you're talking to everyone everyone's having a great fucking time until the coke is out and then everyone hates their lives and it's like uh, that night i could not go to sleep i just could not sleep uh because it's just it, it yeah, keeps you up yeah. yeah um and it just it's all if you feel fucking awful afterwards it's only like a 15 30 minute high i really don't know how high well, like, you should not quit YouTube and become a cocaine salesman because so, you're not good at it um, <laughs> alcohol makes like people make bad decisions on alcohol right it impairs your judgment and you, you do dumb shit you say dumb things uh does coke do that to you uh i don't know because I, I i could easily i felt like i was completely in control um mm. i i just felt really fucking good um and 
I don't know. It, it felt really good. And but the problem with Coke is it's just like it's so it's just a small high where it's like it's only like you know 10, 15 minutes of you feeling really good, and then it's like afterwards it's like either you you snort more Coke or you know you fucking hate your life for the next day. <laughs> so I, I would definitely suggest not doing it. Uh, I definitely would suggest not doing heroin, meth. Uh, I know, Kyle, you live in Georgia. There's probably a lot of lean down there. Um, don't, definitely don't do that. Uh, but smoking weed's fine. I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> oh, Lee, that's the Trayvon Martin thing, right? That's a codeine syrup and, like, uh, Arizona watermelon. They don't have any lean around awesome. here, but, like, in Georgia. Oh, that sounds so good. They, that's in rap songs. Kyle, you could probably get a ton, dude. If you live near Atlanta, dude, you probably have so much lean around there, dude. you probably find a dealer. Like, anywhere, I don't know. I, I haven't been looking for any lean lately, but uh, I do remember, like, when I had strep throat, they prescribed me that big bottle of codeine. And, man, that is a fun drug. I had this big bottle because it was gonna, I was going to be away for a week. It was the big cough syrup bottle. Like, like, like it's opaque and kind of a, I don't know, a dark color. I don't know what color, kind of a brownish color. Anyway... I, you just it, it tasted good. I think that sometimes pharmacists will add this bitter tasting stuff to prevent people from abusing it, but they were kind enough to me to just make it taste like deliciousness. It's like candy, like like simple syrup or something with like maybe cherry or strawberry like li- liqueur added. I don't fucking know. Liqueur but it was, I'm just like sipping on this thing and it's like the tiniest sip, you'll feel it go down your throat and coat your throat in this warm and um, numbing uh, deliciousness. It tasted so good, it made you feel good, and it numbed away the pain. It was the bad, that was amazing. And, and I just remember, like, I went through that whole bottle within the course of maybe six days or something like that, and I had to get <clears throat> the prescription refilled in, like, Idaho, which is where I was, like, traveling at the time. And in Idaho, they got some horse shit laws because they made it taste so bad that I wouldn't even drink it after that. <laughs> I was like... Now it is medicine. We like, like for being the coolest. Sprite. Well, no, it was it was just like it, you know the bad part of a pecan, how repugnant that is. They made my drug taste that way, and I was just like, well, fuck, I'll just power through this. Give me that Robitussin. At least it doesn't taste like ass. Like like it was like a chemical taste. It was Dude, terrible. So my mother-in-law is like two doors over down the hall, and um, she, she's in all sorts of different pain meds. And sometimes she doesn't like one, or doesn't react to one, or has an issue. So there's a fucking pharmacy over there. Like I could do anything. You name it. Like I think she's got a rack of it over. Got like, Roxy's. I don't like a I don't lot. Know, I don't know. Like drugs struck in like a like a like a you know what your waitress might take away your dishes with. Yeah. Full of drugs, just all kinds of stuff over <laughs> the there. Yeah, yeah just like um, well, yeah, and uh, but don't come rob us, bad people, because we're home all the time and I'll kill you. But, and I'm sure you haven't been <laughs> dabbling. No, I, I haven't, but it's it's crossed my mind. Like, oh, like, you know, like, of course, I've mentioned a dozen times, like, yeah, we should get some weed in here to see if she likes that. But it's like, I bet she's got a bunch of stuff over there that, that people would like, too. It's, <laughs> you know, you know, Those I, are bad people, though. Like, like, like I don't understand. Like, like, I could never see even being offered a prescription pill, you know, as a recreational thing. It's like, ah, what does it do? Like, oh, well, it numbs you all over. Don't take too much or your your lungs don't work. Ah, okay, never mind then. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, what if what if I react poorly through it? I haven't talked to my doctor about all this. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm checking the fuck out. I don't want that. Interesting. That doesn't sound I like... thought prescription drugs were, like, drugs. Like, like people like them, too. 
That's what big pharma <laughs> wants you to think. Yeah, the exactly. whole opioid crisis that's sweeping the fucking Northeast and the country. Well, there must uh, be something general. good about it if yeah, it's sweeping the why, nation, right? You know, you, like good that's music. Why heroin good is like, that's why heroin is such a big problem right now yeah. is because like getting that, that those pill dependencies are so high. And at some point it's like, well, I can't get these pills. I don't have access to them anymore. And I'm still addicted to opium. And so I'm going to get heroin. That's super cheap now. And then so people cheap. die. Uh, yeah, like like, like every time I it. hear about heroin, they're like, oh, yeah, it's like seven dollars and it'll fuck you up for the next 18 hours. And it's like, whoa, are you serious? So for like, so much. can I pay three and a half dollars and get half yeah, that? I got shit right. to do. <laughs> you know, you could do it. You know that you could be like, I have three dollars. Give me a three dollar bag <laughs> of fucking heroin. And the guy would be like, give him half a bag. <laughs> you know? and, be like, and that would be enough to send you into this like pleasurable Dude. numb place where like you feel no pain like god that, what's the until you go back and drug thanks the michael jackson drug is propofenol something close to that uh, pro, uh pro, is it profanol or propothol i think something. it might be profanol anyway so i don't really do drugs but i have had surgeries and that's they give you that in advance to like calm you down and make you feel better and um prior to a surgery i am nervous right you know like I, I recognize like look woody this isn't your job right all you need to do is fall asleep and that guy does all the work so like don't get too upset about nothing but uh no, I'm, I'm nervous and they, they put this stuff in your iv and oh my god like i'm sure it's bad i mean it killed michael jackson but good lord is it good like I, I swear if you yeah. told me that I, I sprained my acl right now or something and had to have surgery i'd be like well there is one upside. <laughs> you know? in it for me. Yeah. After yeah. a while, you start self-harming yourself to get to the propofol. Dude. They'll need to operate on this. <laughs> last, last time I had surgery, they're like, you know, like, I, I guess I tried to convince them to give me the propofol. Help me, Kyle. Propofol. 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 I tried to convince them to give it to me earlier because it doesn't last that long. Usually the propofol lasts until like the actual anesthesia puts you under. And I'm like, I bet I could get a double dose, right? Like if they hook me up now, 30 minutes before the surgery and it lasts 15 minutes at a pop, I could get like a second hookup. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> and then a third hookup, right? I've chosen for some propofol. Come on. <laughs> Anesthesiologist. Give me a $20 bag of propofol. She's like, best what? bartenders on earth, <laughs> right? You know, like, they, they'll get you fucked up. And uh, yeah, I thank God I don't have any access to this stuff because I'm a huge fan. I yeah. uh, I did I I remember like when everybody was getting their wisdom teeth taken out that was when a lot of people had had those pills for the first time and I remember about that age being like having a lot of friends be like man I got my wisdom teeth taken out and I gave me these pills and I was just on the fucking moon for like eight hours and I didn't feel anything and then as soon as it wore off I was like oh my fucking socket or whatever and I went into the dentist to be like oh you know maybe I'll see and get this and I'll get the neat story that all the kids at school are telling. And I get there and I get my, my oral analysis by the dentist with his uh, fucking x-ray. And he comes in and he's like, well, we have got a very lucky young man here. No wisdom teeth. And I was like, what? Does that happen? And he was like, yeah, you just don't have them. Like a small percentage of the population has two and even smaller just don't have them. You don't have them. So you're good. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. I guess maybe I'll buy a pill from a guy at school. Like, I, <laughs> I thought for sure where this story was going. He's like, we have a, a lucky young man here. There's room for your wisdom teeth. Most people don't have room, but but you, yeah, 
You can have Actually, let's fill up that enormous head of yours. We're going to add a few more. There's room for eight wisdom teeth. <laughs> and we've got a whole jar full. The kind lady next door matches your type. And if you'd like, we could implant those. <laughs> Looking up. He's really good at biting. Yeah, people. once I um once I like I, I fell down and like ripped like part of my head open and uh and my mom like she didn't want me to take the drugs or whatever to like I guess make me feel okay while they're fucking stapling my head. So and, and I was kind of against it too. I'm like I don't want to take any drugs, you know what I mean? Cuz I was so young. I was like I don't know, I was like 8 years old or something and they just start stapling my head and it hurts so bad. I don't think of anything that's hurt so bad. Like yeah. whenever the doctor says recommends you to take some drugs before they go through something, make sure you do it, especially if if you're getting staples, dude, because they really it really did feel like they were actually stapling my fucking head and it just yeah, it hurts are. so bad. Yeah, exactly. I, I got my head stapled up as well. Yeah. You did. How yeah. that? Uh, I fell out of a shopping cart when I was younger, and you know those things you like hang items on at say Walmart. It sort of juts out from yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the wall. That like ripped the top of my head open. Like I, I sort of went head first into that, and it like started ah. here somewhere, and like like just dug a, a trench in the top of my fucking head when I was I don't know four or five, something like that. I can remember it. I I can I can remember like being with my grandmother, my mother, my aunt. And my little sister, uh, I'm not sure what city we were in, maybe Athens, Georgia. But I told we were in a Kmart. I remember that much because that was a thing back then. And I remember them having me in the bathroom and like freaking the fuck out, looking at my head. And then I remember like going into surgery. I remember the anesthetic. And I remember what I four or five. Mm -hmm. And I remember the dream that I had under anesthetic as like a four year old. There was a there was a black man. I was all right. It's total darkness. I'm in a I'm in a void with a floor. It's just you can't tell if the room is a hundred feet wide or infinite or, or infinity. And uh, there's a there's a bright light coming from straight up, straight down, illuminating just where we're standing. And I'm the only one standing there. And there's an old black man in like a cartoon style bird cage, the kind that's flat on the bottom and comes up and you know, like, like folds together, like Tweety would be in, in mm -hmm. a cartoon. And this black man is up above me, standing inside this birdcage with light coming down around him and spilling down onto me and illuminating me. And he's telling me everything's going to be okay. And, and that was the dream that I had under anesthesia as a four-year-old, but I can still remember it very clearly. It's weird how stuff like that happens. Like, do you have any <sighs> memories from when you were young, like six or seven or whatever, where like, you were at, say, like, I don't know, like a hockey game. Like, I was at a blues game or something, and, like, I saw something, like a guy spill a beer intentionally on another guy, and you just, in your own head, almost cognitively, you're like, I will remember this. Yeah. Like, it's almost like you imprint it, and then years later, like, even now, it's like, well, fuck, like, I still haven't forgotten that. Like, I was so young. It's because you bring that up so often. It. It, it's because you bring that file back up so many times into your, in your, your brain that you're tricking yourself into thinking that this is a long, old, forgotten memory. Not forgotten, but, a, but an old memory. But what it is, is you're just, you're just recalling every other time that you've pulled that file back up in your brain and reinforced that memory. And, and, you know, big memories are like that. Sometimes they don't seem big, but they had an impact on you on that day. I totally know what you're thinking about or, or describing because there's so, yeah. all these little innocuous events from childhood, whether it's five-year-old me, eight-year-old me, 12-year-old me, where I remember like a day or half a day. And I'm like, why am I remembering that day? What was so important about the day I went over 
to that guy's house and everybody was in the backyard in that above ground pool. Those and, spheres uh, are stored closer to the control panel. And um, I learned this in Inside Out and their core memories. Sure. Okay. I, I haven't seen uh, Inside Out. I think maybe it's a cartoon and you're mocking me. <laughs> well, that's the one where all the little gremlins are up in the brain being like, oh, we don't want to do that. Like, it's like, actually a really yeah, good okay. movie. Uh, another cool representation of how our brains work, if you ever read Stephen King's uh, Dreamcatcher or you watch the movie, which isn't quite as good with more yeah, book. Yeah, uh, the movie's good too. The book is better. I, 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 I read the book after I watched the movie and I was like, ooh, this is... I like this. I have archetypes in my head for what these these characters look like. I know what they look like. Oh, you're not Jonesy, um, but uh, yeah, uh, the, the the way that they visually show off the inside of this man's brain in the movie is is pretty interesting. I like that. My daughter cut her head open like Kyle did. When he, so I I pulled up a picture of her head. Uh, nope. Oh. Um, this is a park bench. And uh, so I was playing ice hockey. This is, you know, she was like three, I think. And uh, there were a bunch of these benches kind of in like a waiting area, not far from the rink. And uh, I guess my wife was letting her climb on the benches. It's like there's anyone else on them. And she fell over and she hit her head on the edge of the like concrete arm. Uh, for people watching or maybe just listening to the audio, uh, it's a regular park bench, but the ends of it are concrete. Anyway... It split her skull open, no, her skin open on her forehead, like to the skull. And you could clearly see the skull. Like, you know, people are like, oh, you see bone and you see something white and it's probably bone. No, dude. You're like, oh, so, so I guess that's a human skull right there. You know, like it was just, it, and um, she's a little three-year-old cutest thing with all this red flowy hair. And like, we were really concerned about the scar across her head. Uh, they had a, a pool at this hockey rink too so the lifeguards came over and gave her some pressure and the ambulance came and um when we got to the hospital we waited for a plastic surgeon rather than just having her like stitched back up there was a lot of attention given to whether or not we beat the kid like they had like i don't know if they had special services come over but we were definitely interviewed like separately almost you know like to see if the stories matched and what the scoop was with that and uh they stitched her forehead up real tight and for like a year and a half they, they wouldn't they didn't want any sun on it and we had to like put vitamin e or whatever like to make sure it healed as good as it could so uh like there's a section of all of hope's childhood pictures where she's wearing a hat in every single one of them and you know, she'd be outside swimming in a pool with like a big sun hat on you know just looking i bet silly. she's very thankful at this age that you took that very seriously it's at gone the time. Yeah. yeah yeah when she yeah. was like 10 it was like oh yeah you can't really see it anymore at 17 like i haven't even thought about it in years like, you can't see yeah. it was when i was a, four, a when i was five oh go ahead oh no no go ahead oh when i was four and my sister was three i whacked her in the head with a fucking gardening hoe and uh As you do. and, and yeah, and, and you know they got a plastic surgeon and fixed that all up. I did something like that too, except it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't malicious. Uh, to my <laughs> younger brother, we were at a friend's house having a pillow fight, very, 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 very close to—I would say too close to the fireplace. And I smacked, and I got like a collateral damage style hit. I was large yeah. for my age. I was probably like eight, and I hit my friend and my younger Already brother. And, yeah, my younger brother <laughs> just like like turned in direction and slammed his head right on the corner of the. Uh, the 
fireplace and it was at a friend's house and so of course anytime a kid's hurt at a friend's house that parent's like oh my god we're gonna get in trouble and everything they're freaking out like calling my parents and everything and i remember having to go to the hospital and sit in the room while they stapled his head and the way you guys describe it it sounds like you got a lot of those so i think this was not as bad it was only like maybe six uh staples i don't know what a lot is but i had to sit there in the room while they were like oh settle down no be quiet to my younger brother and they just which I don't, I obviously they get rid of most of the pain, but as a child, having uh, staples put into your head with a bunch of adults looking at you with fear in their eyes, kind of frightening yeah. in a way. Dude, but, we were like, you mentioned the friend's house. We were like 26 or 27 or something. We had these little kids. Hope was our little kid, but we had a friend group who had uh, kids Hope's age. And every so often we'd drop the kids off at like one parent and everyone would get a night out, you know, without kids. So it's our turn to watch everybody's kids. And uh, you know, couple number one comes by, drops off their boy, everything is cool. Couple number two comes by, and of course, we're all friends, right? It's like a friend group. They pick up couple number one's kid, and they throw him in the air like, like a dad would do, but the ceiling fan is on. And like it just cracks the kid in the head. And uh, we're all like trying, like, how fucked up is this kid now? Like, like, like it's a baby, you Bad. know? <laughs> And we're like, do we take him to the hospital or pretend it never happened? Those are pretend the it never happened. That's what we went with. Yeah, I went I, with I, pretend. Yeah. Like, ah, I this been guy. When I was like, okay. go on. When I was like fifteen, maybe sixteen or seventeen, somewhere in there, um, I stood up out of my bed, like like I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of bed and I'm like go somewhere, but like for whatever reason, like my bed was always pushed back into a corner or something. I popped up out of bed, stood in the bed, and sort of like was gonna like take two steps, hop on the floor, and then sprint through the living room and out of the house or whatever. I stood up into the ceiling fan, which was turned on though, and that blade hit me flush in the side of the head and hit me in the top of the ear. Like it caught mm-hmm. my ear like right in the top quarter of my ear. It dropped me to my bed with so much pain. I can still feel that pain right there in that ear. And, and I remember <laughs> I remember laying there, holding my whole head and going, ah, 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 and thinking to myself, <laughs> I couldn't feel it very well or tell what I was touching because my whole ear was red hot and numb from the pain but i remember thinking like i have a cauliflower ear now for sure and i haven't fucking ever stepped foot on a goddamn wrestling mat i'm gonna have one of those ugly fucking cauliflower ears and i have and i and i, I wouldn't even know what i was fucking doing in wrestling like, like, like i'm gonna look like that the guy with, and, like, and i'm gonna have none of the skills that come along with looking like that and I was just laying there in my vanity and pain and <laughs> just just rocking back and forth until it <laughs> that makes me think of like those ear injuries can be bad. One of my friends to another one of my friends gave him when we were like 11 or 12, like a complex about his ears. So my buddy, we're all in the pool hanging out for a day and the rabble rouser among us, like one of us is like I was obviously big for my age as I was. The other guy was like you know, normal size guy. And the third guy, our friend was very, very small at his age. Like he teeny tiny didn't like, looked like, like he was an eight year old almost, but he was our age, like 11 or 12. And we were all in the pool and the guy to the really small guy snuck up behind him while he was like shooting baskets. And with both of his hands, like open, gave him like a real ear boxing, like a wrap. And that is like, 
one of the, I've never had it done to me, thank God. But it's it's like one of, apparently one of the most disorienting, like makes you feel sick because your equilibrium's off. Like it's just yeah. horribly painful and awful, especially an eardrum. Yeah, I, I don't remember if he said you ruptured my eardrum or if that was like him playing it up in later years as we retold the story. But from this day, every once in a while, when we're all hanging out, we're all you know 25, 26 years old now. We will still make little gestures to like touch his ears, and he will like. Get, <laughs> He's like the retarded brother on There's Something About Mary. <laughs> it's not like a, hey, watch it, you guys. Like, I remember the joke. It's like a, don't you fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch my ear. <laughs> like, like it, it's funny to watch, but also, but it's just funny. Yeah, it's just funny. Yeah. That's fucked, man. I bet that yeah. would hurt so goddamn much to, to get boxed in your ears like that. Think that You just think, I'm going to give him a goof. And mm-hmm. like, but. Yeah, on yeah. that friend topic where you guys are saying, like, you know, uh, your friends are getting hurt and stuff. Well, I had a friend uh, when I was, like, nine years old. He went to my house every single day. He was, like, my best friend. And um, and we were just playing around once in my backyard. And I took up, like, one of those big snow shovels, uh, you know, like those ones that are, like, metal. And uh, I, I just picked it up. And I don't know. We were just joking around and just goofing around. And he, um, he ran into it, right? So he hits his... Uh, like lip pretty badly and then he hit his gums really badly and his gums like were bleeding everywhere like it looked like he was gonna like bleed out or something it was the most disgusting thing ever and i've never had a friend's dad get so angry with me like because his dad came over and i was trying to explain to him like it was not my fault like your son ran into the shovel and uh and obviously afterwards uh, he tried to tell my friends he's like oh no he hit me with the shovel and um and it's, it, we had this big debate for like the rest of high school where he, he always used to you know tell my friends that I hit him with a shovel when I was younger. But I know that I, I just picked up the shovel. He ran into it. And uh, his dad got so angry with me, he literally yelled at me. Like even worse than like my dad used to yell at me. And my dad was really fucking harsh with that stuff. And he yelled at me so badly. Like I never felt so like so horrible uh, for doing something to someone. But he eventually recovered. It took him a couple years though. He had a pretty fucked up mouth. He actually fucked up his teeth. I think for the rest of his life. Uh, so I feel really bad for that. I kind of stayed away from him afterwards. Like yeah. uh, we were best I friends. Mean, maybe too. maybe He's someday. Maybe someday you'll have yeah. the means to go back and pay for his teeth or something like I mean, that. It wasn't so my that's... fault though. I just picked up the shovel. He ran into it. I know what happened. Okay. He's trying to make me think I hit him with the shovel, but I didn't. But uh, I feel like I actually did fuck up his teeth for the rest of his life, and I, I kind of feel bad for that. But yeah, I kicked the kids. T- I kicked the kids tooth out in like uh, I don't know what grade we were in. I came down the slide. This dummy was trying to go up a slide, like like crawling up the slide, and I and I'll be honest, six or seven year old me didn't have to kick him in the mouth, but but there was this little flash in me that was like, I'm going the right way. I have the right of way. All right, <laughs> so so like you have fucked up, sir. And so I just gave him the double like Power Ranger thing right in the face because he was in my goddamn way and I wasn't gonna smush into him. And and, and he never got that tooth fixed, and it was a permanent. Like, like, oh, like permanent? I saw Ugh. him years later and, and he still had that tooth gone. Like mm. you, it, it was still, and it was, it was like this one. Poor Jeremy. I had a <laughs> thing. <laughs> I, it, I said, I kicked a tooth out. Not, I got him on the ground and stomped his mouth. Like, like, like stomp the mashed potato on his fucking orthodontia. I had a thing fixed? with like teeth, like when I was losing them. That, <laughs> Like when I discovered it was a thing that like, oh, you're losing your baby teeth. And I saw all my friends like losing their teeth faster than me. 
because I was like a few months younger in the grade and that matters at that age, like the months where you're losing them almost. Mm. And I was always thinking like, if I lose more teeth, it'll mean that I'm growing faster. And so I would take teeth. Like there were always the kids in class who'd be like, see this tooth? And it'd be like hanging by a fucking thread (laughs) and they just would just to tear it out. You You just easily pull it out. I was the opposite where I'd be like, Oh, that's a little bit of movement. That's a little bit of movement. I I basically forced and tore out my, all four of my front teeth here at like age, I don't know, seven or eight because I was like wiggling them so hard. And so, so many of my pictures as a young kid, they'd be like, there's Taylor when he's young, doesn't have any teeth in the front. There's Taylor a year later. Still no teeth in the front. <laughs> about a year or so. Here's Taylor, a year and a half later, you can start to see that peak coming down from the front. Like, it was very, very connoisseur in your younger years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a little side mouth chewing, you know? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we used to find fun, like, creative ways to, like, get them jerked out, you know, string around the, uh, the tooth, and then let's, you know, let's tie it to something. And we did a mm-hmm. bottle rocket once. Uh, we did cars. A street um, hockey, and then you shoot your own tooth out. That's a way to do it. It's like a lot of fun. Yeah, anything like that. You know, so slamming the door, of course. Model rocket. Yeah, we did a model. Yeah, we did a bottle rocket, like a big one. Yeah, and uh, we did uh, definitely did the car one time. I guess I that was it. Different topic for scare. So we're, we're at four hours now, almost. Um, what? You're a rich and famous YouTube celebrity. What's been your favorite part about the ride so far? Like any perks you like? Any what do you got? Good wrap up. Uh, like well, real- I don't know. Just I guess just having having enough money where you're like comfortable, where it's like you, you get to do everything you want to do. It's not like you're you're looking for something you want to buy every day. It's just like you're just completely comfortable. Um, and I, I feel like I have a great life right now. I mean, I, I think you know, give it maybe if it was like 50 years ago, uh, and I was born 50 years ago, I probably would have had a pretty shitty life. Um, but I think that I, I was born at the right time uh, because, to be honest with you, you know, I'm awful at math. Uh, I'm awful at pretty much every subject. I mean, I was just awful at school in general. Um, so, but I, I am kind of smart at some stuff, and I feel like uh, YouTube's one of them. And I'm, I'm very happy that like I was just born at the right time. I think I think that I was just it's just pure luck. I think. Um, but I think the thing that's probably the the most fun about YouTube uh, is kind of just being able to like go anywhere and having friends like uh, we're thinking about taking a, a trip to Tokyo in like two months and uh, me and a bunch of these uh, girls from YouTube and um, this we know now like five people who live in Tokyo who want want us to like party with them and stuff and they're gonna show us around Tokyo and it's like that's so fucking cool like I could just like yeah, I could just fly anywhere. Like, I've, I've been doing a ton of trips lately. Like, we do a trip every two weeks. Like, we go to Vegas. We go to L.A. And it's like, wherever you go, there's, like, tons of YouTubers there who, like, want to party with you, who want to chill with you, who can get you weed. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, the coolest thing ever is, like, the traveling part of it where it's, like, anywhere you go, you have fans. You have other YouTubers. You know, and if you have nothing to do, you just tweet out saying, oh, you know, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm in Vegas right now. You know, let's meet up here. And you get a bunch of fans that, like, can get you weed and can can help you party and stuff where wherever the fuck you want to go, you know. So that's the best part about it, I think. I, good answer. I like you might want to be ca- you might want to be careful with the marijuana in Japan. Um, they have very very strict laws. Um, mm-hmm. Anything you know, more than several, an ounce, and it's a finger. 
Um, it's worse than that. Um, you, but are they really going to do anything to a foreign person? Yeah, uh, yeah they catch you with, a foreign especially person. Especially if they catch you with half a gram, five-year sentence might be uh, the, 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 what's prescribed. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm going to... Well, I don't know. I probably will, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, well, god damn. That man. didn't take long. Like, I well, I guess I'll man. smoke a little, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll do like a one-hitter or like a, like a like something like that, you know? I'm not going to be but rolling. I'll have a lot of money when I get out of jail, right? <laughs> <laughs> think about that interest. It's going to yeah. be... A, oh, my God, the compounding. That Roth story is going to be... Potent. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> By the time Tokyo's done with me, it's going to be $80 million. <laughs> be that much closer to your Roth IRA withdrawal. Exactly. percent out of the way. On the Japanese taxpayer's dime, why not? You know? That's <laughs> what Japanese prisons like. I, I, I can't be good. There are no good prisons. very clean and orderly. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of like duels, karate battles, like challenges with people. Different masters. Mm -hmm. I got a question. So if you guys knew you were going to get life in prison, like you knew that when you go to trial, you're definitely going to get life in prison, would you kill yourself? Because honestly, I'd probably kill myself. Because it's just like, if I'm going to get life in prison, it's like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just so, feel like... Um, uh, give myself a day or two in there. See if... Or give myself a while in there. See if there's a way to escape or if there's a way to do something. I like, and, and if... Yeah. Like not one that you can find. I, oh yeah, yeah. Wow, can you believe they gave us skates and an ice ramp? <laughs> I'm out of here. I'll just huzzah and be like that's not what's gonna happen. We're not gonna escape. But if there's an option to flee, you know, like let's go with that as option A. You know, a hundred thousand dollars in a bag. Go down to Mexico. Try to get into like Honduras. I mean, shit. Even if you got to use half your money to get there, fifty grand in Honduras is gonna set you up real nice, right? What if That's you just to show us. up, like burst in, like out of breath at the Ecuadorian embassy with Julian Assange right there, and you're just, oh, oh god, I'm safe. Are we? We're, we're bunking together, right? Like this right. is probably not a lot of room here. I mean, tell me the truth about Ecuador. I got you. Yeah, dude. I. But, but yeah, it would be suicide rather than like, you know, if, if there's that eventuality of the next, uh, you know, I'm 30, the next 60 years in a fucking penitentiary. Yeah, yeah let's just go. Uh, let's let's go eat a bullet or let's go take a bunch of pills and drink a bottle of wine and go to sleep. Let's go take a bunch of pills and drugs and fall asleep I just, in our yeah, car. Yeah, I just do heroin. Like, I, that's definitely the best way to die is like OD on heroin, right? Like if I actually wanted to kill myself, I just. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. Can you guarantee it though? Because like I was thinking, oh yeah, you can. All right, because I was thinking like a shotgun or something like that. But I Woo! like Kyle's idea. You flee, and then when fleeing doesn't work out, like uh, with a shotgun, I can guarantee death. That's the that's the thing about yeah. it. you can guarantee death with a handgun. I I I, I would well, no, not if you like aim it at your head. Apparently, you could still live. Like you have to aim it at your throat, right? There's plenty of people who are just like not spatially <laughs> coordinated, right? They're like, yeah, it's pointed straight into my head, right? And they just blow out their eye socket. It's like get a mirror square up, you know, like like make this count, okay? Like like the people who try to to try to kill themselves, it's like, God damn, you are a failure, aren't if you? If you are to try it, holy like, oh, shit! <laughs> How much <laughs> you do? Like, 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 
hilarious. That's exactly how I felt after I tried you to kill myself. Figure it out, like like it's so. Fu- I, I apologize. To it's you, okay. I'm not that sensitive. But it, you it, were young and you didn't know how I, to kill yourself properly. Yeah, I was you just like, oh, I can't do anything right. That was my my takeaway from it. Like, if I had to do it, I would do. I would orchestrate something like in a hotel room. Like I'd have to think of some sort of system of pulleys, like a Rube Goldberg machine, to like make it look like a murder. Just to like throw people off into like a goose trail chase, like just for no reason. Like at like least they'll you never know. figure out this system of pulleys that he was able to pull it on himself. Yes. See, that's why I need a little bit of thought. To, <laughs> to, to think of. It's like, oh, but, that uh, marble yeah, went down the be... ramp and now nah, he didn't do this. Yeah. I, uh, yeah don't kill yourself, kids, by the way. Don't. Yeah, but uh, dude, unless it, you're going to do life, you know, and then it seems like oh. the best way to, to do you things. You just stand on a block of ice, right? Let it melt. You die. And then the evidence goes away and no one's any wiser. No, because the cop would literally walk into that room and go, oh, da, da, da. I know how this, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me, don't tell me. He, uh, he stood on the block of ice and then he uh, let it melt and yeah, the, the slowest suicide of all time. I would, you'd have to do something a little more clever than that. Because, no. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> all right, let me Dude, do I, Are we ready for a post No, because I've been holding off on Trump talk all night long. Oh, oh yeah, I was wondering when you guys were talking about Trump. You guys talk about him so much. I just, dude, it's the thing is, like, now that he's in and things are going bumpy, I, I, like, I have, like, two real-life Trump supporters right here and, I, and sometimes I wait all week just to like find out like I voted for Trump. All right, three, three. So now I told my subscribers I voted for Gary Johnson, but that was just because I wouldn't get a ton of backlash. Because like if, you, if I was to tell people, if I was to tell people I voted, now this is the reason why me and my friend voted for Trump. Okay, this guy is the most entertaining politician of all time. Okay, you cannot say that that's not true. And the the great part about Trump is his supporters. My friend, his neighbor, has literally instead of the American flag, he has a Trump flag, like a literal flagpole and a Trump flag, like at his house. Like I, I want to take a picture of it and send it to you guys because it's the funniest thing ever <laughs> and it is so Trump. fucking great. Yeah, it says Trump, make America great again, and it's literally he took down his American flag and put a fucking Trump flag <laughs> on his flagpole. It's and and when Trump was running, he had like this huge banner asshole. across his lawn with Trump. Or whatever, and you could tell this guy's a straight skinhead, dude. Like, like I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if this dude had a Nazi symbol on his neck. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. On his neck. Yeah, because he, because he just looks, he just looks like a skinhead. I mean, he's bald. He, I mean, he's oh he's just God. straight up completely white. That's and, such like a Trump supporter uh, caricature. Uh, yeah, exactly. The funniest That's thing we just said was that you told your subscribers that you voted for Gary Johnson. That's the greatest, too. Well, I, it's, it's obvious scary. I voted for Trump because, like, I don't know. I, I actually um, – I like Trump. Uh, I don't like I don't like any of his – a lot of his policies, but I just like that he's trying to cut uh, taxes for businesses and stuff because, for me, I mean, I vote for someone for my best interests, obviously. Okay, I'm not, like, a, someone over here who cares about white guilt. I don't really give a shit. Um, like – Honestly, I just want my taxes to go down. Okay, I'm I'm getting taxed like 55% right now. It's like this is fucking ridiculous. So that's one of the main reasons why I want Trump to be in office. And it's just like if Hillary was in office right now, it would be so lame, dude. Like she's so boring and dull. And you know the thing about Trump though is that his speeches now with like in the Joint Congress or whatever his speech the, the a couple one, days yeah. ago, 
Yeah, he, dude, he, his features are awful with the teleprompter. It's just oh, awful. Like, dude, he, he was staring so at it. Like, it, it's so obvious. Like, he's reading off the teleprompter. I like his speeches without the teleprompter. When oh, he did everybody those, does. Those are so great. And it's like, now he has to use the teleprompter. And his, he sounds like such an idiot, dude, too, because he's, like, I, looking at it and he's, like, talking about it. The best is the mix. The best is the mix when he'll be like, you know, oh, Chicago crime is higher than ever. You know, so that's high. right. That part, like, I agree with that part. And then he reads some more. <laughs> he'll, be like, we're bringing, he'll be like, we're bringing jobs back. We're going to bring them back better than ever, folks, like you've never seen before. Dude, and then he'll go back to the fuck. It seems it, like he's never read it before. He does not understand the, the emphasis of certain syllables and the flow <laughs> of regular speech. Like, like I, I, I can feel I'm myself snuggling up the ad reads occasionally. I'm like, oh, I didn't emphasize the right syllable on that word, did I? And it well, makes it sound stupid, stupid too. Come out. He sounds so stupid because I do it occasionally because I'm reading this for the first time ever. I've never read this before. He's he's reading a speech that they should have been pouring over for hours. If I were delivering, he probably didn't though because he's so full of stuff. It'd be coming from the heart, and and I would have been talking to fucking actors and performers about which would it be more powerful if we emphasize this syllable, uh, uh, you know, here rather than there. That flows really well, and, and you know, in, in, into this next sentence. Yeah, let's move this sentence there and that one there. That's much more powerful, and it shows that uh, solidarity. You know, you'd be like dissecting the speech and memorizing and like pouring over it. He's just like, all right, play it. And he's just reading straight off the thing for the first time. Dude, it feels like so it, often. It's funny. But so now um, Pence is using his private AOL email address to discuss Homeland Security issues. That just came out. Sessions. Had to AOL. He, yeah. He literally <laughs> fucking AOL to discuss Homeland Security issues. Um, and and like, that was Hillary's big thing. The private email server, all that. They, they're doing it. Um, Sessions just recused himself because he lied under oath about talking to the Russians. Dude, this is like a House of Cards episode. <laughs> like, that's what better, I love about it. Better. That's House of Cards is going to come out with their last season, and it's going to pale in comparison Flynn, to what we have in the White House. Flynn's exactly. already had to resign you. in shame. Uh, Sessions may resign in shame. We'll see how that I hope comes so. out. I hope you so. Know, Am I the only one pointing Jeff in. Sessions out? I think a lot of people are on that side. Yeah. I, I remember when he first got like uh, suggested, you know, that a lot of people really, really hated this guy. But personally, I was like, I've never heard of him before. So exactly. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel don't like I shouldn't be getting of... all worked up, like, because you told me to, not you, but yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I didn't buy into all of the, the racial discrimination stuff that they're drumming up from like the 70s or something like that. It's like, look, this guy hasn't stepped out of line since 1970. And even then, it seems pretty fucking murky. Like, he's, he's probably a decent fellow. I think it was the 90s. But anyway. Ah, oh, man. Is uh, it okay. old? I, I, I thought it was. Because right. he's, he's an old fucking guy himself. But, but, but what, what I don't like what he's saying about, um, you know, the recreational marijuana. I don't like how... All of us, you know, the transgender issue. Oh, that's a state's rights issue. And and when I hear that, I'm like, yeah. Yes. As a constitutionalist, I, I I think that yeah, that that is a state's right. Yeah, the marijuana issue. should be too. Yeah, marijuana I, should be. I, fucking I also hate when like Sean Spicer was saying. I hate it when Sean Spicer was saying, oh yeah, there's there's a big difference between medical and recreational marijuana. It's like, okay, for real, it, that doesn't make. And then he sense. slips opioids into the same conversation as if marijuana is a goddamn opioid. Exactly. Yeah, it, it was it was awful. It sounded like you were listening to like a politician from like the 1950s or something trying to speak on. Yeah, these issues. madness. Like, 
like yeah. that level of stupid. I, yeah, you they, you look at Jeff Sessions' comments when he talks about the violence that comes along with the marijuana, and particularly the more potent marijuana of today. He is, makes you less violent. That kind of ignorant, <laughs> yes, right? The more potent marijuana of the day is just tranquilizing the fuck out of people and making them eat extra bags I was of Doritos. Say, oh, that, that was my joke. Angry. Right? Oh, yeah. The Dorito consumption, particularly the more potent <laughs> strains of today, is off the charts. I just imagine like a big pie chart where Jeff Sessions, as you can see here in the Minneapolis area alone, Doritos in the Cool Ranch region, yeah. we see an 80% rise in Cool Ranch alone. You see right there? That is that potent marijuana we're talking about. It's like, what, what are we talking about? This violent like, crime. If, that... if you have like drugo vision and you can just see and be like, oh, that person's drunk. That person's high on marijuana. That person's on meth. Like, and you're walking through a street at night, late. Like, if you see a guy that's like this high on marijuana, like you're not going to derivate your path one bit. Just like, oh, I bet that guy is you might probably pretty sleepy. Yeah, you might be really tired or maybe just ready to go home and eat and watch a movie. If I see with my drugo vision, like meth or Coke, or heroin, or something. It's like, all right, I'm going to cross the other side of the street, because even if they're on heroin and they're probably low on energy, maybe they need more heroin, and so they want to mug me and sell my phone to some pawn shop or whatever. On the Trump thing, like, I see his administration as one that's really not doing a good job. Right. You know, like he, he proposed, I've heard between 54 billion and 84 billion and an increase in military spending. Right. And decreased taxes. And there really aren't any other discretionary spending to find 54 to 84 billion dollars. Um, yeah, this is what they tell me because he said he wasn't going to touch uh, the Medicare and Social Security. Right. So so if he promises not to touch that. You know, you can't just fucking defund PBS and find $84 billion. Like, it's not there. There's not that much. So, and then he's got the tax cut thing. That just leads to a failing country. He's got the, the drug thing you mentioned. He's got all these embarrassing, like, ties with Russia. Um, the, the now Pence and the private emails and Homeland Security. I, I just feel like this thing is so bumpy. And, you know, and Flynn, I left that out. You know, the resigning in shame. Like... We're looking at a really incompetent administration here. You know, they don't usually kick off the spe- yeah. Oh, and the two laws he passed that that I know of, and I swear there's not that much more than this, is energy companies can give and take bribes, and energy companies, the coal companies in particular, can dump their like sewage or ash or whatever into. He passed a law that water. energy companies can take bribes. Yes. They, yeah, there's yeah. something about them. There's something about mortgages. There's been a couple of little things, I, I, I think. I, but, but you're right. It, it, first of all, it's still early, right? You know, they always talk about what the first hundred days of a presidency or the first ninety days, and we're like forty something in or so. But I, but I agree with you. Sure, he, he certainly hasn't moved any mountains or, 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 or part of the Red Sea yet. Mm-hmm. Um, he's entertained the fuck out of me, though. Um, I'm glad to see that it seems like he's going to be held accountable, and so is his administration, for any wrongdoing they may or may not have done. Anything that was untoward when it comes between Mm -hmm. them and the Russians, we're going to get to the bottom of it. It's clear. I watched John McCain and Lindsey Graham's uh, little town hall or whatever Mm -hmm. they called it last night. They're all about that, too. Lindsey Graham's like, oh, you know, if if something happened, we're going to find out. Those two guys kind of opposed Trump. I didn't like that Sessions was refusing to recuse himself. Like He wanted to look over all this Russian stuff until it came out that he was actually one of the bad guys. Like he wanted to lead this investigation on his own 
and until he was part of it, until he was getting investigated. Yeah, until it turned out he had lied under oath to Congress. <laughs> yeah, and, about and, and, speaking you know, with Russians during the campaign. And, of course, they fucking roll that tape immediately. And he, he's like, well, I talked to this person. I, I haven't talked to any Russian officials about any of that. And, you know, it, it almost, and if, you're a third, if you're a fly on the wall, you're like, why are they bothering Mr. Sessions about Russians here in, the, in these hallowed chambers? We need to get these people approved and get this administration rolling. When reality is like, there's a lot of Russian involvement that's a little fishy, and, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. And whether that means that Trump yeah, gets thrown out or where that means pin, uh, you know, his whole administration is, is gone, they're going to get to the bottom of it and they're going to make it but right. As we say this, they haven't assigned an independent like uh, prosecutor. A prosecutor. prosecutor to look into this. And, and they instead, may not. Instead, it's just whoever reports to Pence will look at it instead. Like they, Whoever reports to uh, Sessions. I'm sorry, I didn't, I meant Sessions. Yeah, they did. So it's not like we've got like an actual independent sort of like Kenneth Starr looking into this shit. Ah, but you will though. Like, 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 is this is our first it. step. It, 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 it's it's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> the layers are gonna keep peeling back of this Only onion and there'll the be a Democrats congressional investigation. Only if are able to get that done though, right? Because the, the Republicans Re are up for it. Lindsey Graham is like, like you mentioned, you know, he's- Lindsey Graham and Trump are like mortal enemies, right? Like Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, well, they, the, and they are Republicans. So there are these two very powerful Republicans, like John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Your implication are, is that like the Republicans are not teaming up with Trump, right? It, they wanted, they just did a vote to release his tax returns and like all 284 of them voted uh, to keep those returns private. Like that happened yesterday or today. Well, that seems well, that seems fine to me because there's there's no reason for them to like force him to like give away his tax terms. But this is something where like you know you had Lindsey Graham saying like yeah we're gonna get to the bottom of any kind of Russian involvement. Well, like, they're looking for like, ties to Russia in his tax returns. They want to know if he owes them money, if they have anything uh, on him, etc. Oh. That's I'm sure it's one of the reasons. I think that maybe another reason is he doesn't pay taxes and they want to expose him for that. Um, I just pay federal taxes. Agreed. Yeah, and. Uh, um, but I, I really don't like that Sessions and I would say the Trump administration is still trying to be the people looking into this Russia thing against mm -hmm. themselves. That seems pretty crooked to me. That and, seems uh, how it always goes, though, right? Like, like, like that, that's what every like, I mean, and, that's and how it's a problem. Clinton. That, it, uh, I mean, yeah, it did work for Clinton yeah, because Loretta Lynch refused to recuse herself of the Clinton investigation, even after she met on the tarmac Clinton for 20 thing. minutes. Okay, I'm going Eric Holder. Clinton, Clinton uh, I was talking about. It's not the new Clinton crime. No, I was talking about in uh, just this past, Loretta Lynch, Clinton our last uh, attorney general. I was talking about Dennis Starr when they impeached Bill Clinton. Like, they had an independent person look into this. Or Eric Holder. He obstructed uh, investigations in the Fast and, and Furious scandal. He was attorney yeah. general. He, he never stepped down. Loretta Lynch didn't step down yeah, or recuse herself from Hillary's investigation. We need some better attorney generals. Uh, so in that way, I'm, I'm glad that he recused himself because at least he's saying, I'm not fit to do this. So at least he didn't say, like, I'm not recusing myself, because that would be ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, at the very least. Today, yeah, I know. I'm saying well, I'm glad he, he, he talked to the Russians, right? He lied under oath, he, you know, and then, like, he did everything he could to retain the power. The question is whether he yeah, it's, it's still not. It's, it's not clear whether he meant, whether he was saying, I didn't speak to Russians at all, or I didn't speak to any Russians regarding the campaign was the murky area. And regardless of what that situation was, once you've said, I haven't spoke to the Russians, and then any sort of situation comes out in which you did, you should recuse yourself so that yeah. at the very least, people can look at you and say like, okay, he did step down 
And so I'll take him more seriously from here on out. Whereas if he had just not recused himself, it'd be like, okay, well, whatever this uncovers is probably bunk because I don't trust you to do this honestly. No, I yeah. hope that uh, I hope that Jeff Sessions uh, it, it has to resign. I, I don't like Jeff Sessions. Sessions, I don't like that marijuana bullshit when it goes against everything that I like about the Trump administration. That this business first, America first attitude, all else be damned kind of thing that says like like no no no. They're making a billion dollars a year selling a selling marijuana, and no one has been hurt. As a matter of fact, you know DUI deaths have gone down. You know alcohol problems have gone down. This reason, that reason. The, it, it, you go through all Make that. Tons of money. What I expect a Donald Trump to do, what what you voted for Donald Trump to do, is say, yeah, fuck everything else. A billion dollars. That's what matters. Is a billion dollars, and no one is is hurt for 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 gaining it. No, I'm not going to go in go in there and mess and, and like spend government money to to take a billion dollars out of the pockets of the 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 great state of Colorado or Washington or the fucking district Wherever, of Columbia yeah. where he's fucking presiding over right now where it's also fucking legal. You know, I, I didn't like that, and I hate the when when one thing is a state's rights uh, question, and then all of a sudden. When it when when they want control over this thing, oh, that's a federal government kind of thing right there. Like, no, no, make up your mind. What's fair is fair, and and, and I don't like your fucking. I don't like being lied to either. You know, he he, he said he wasn't going to go after wreck weed. Uh, you yeah, know, he said he was going to leave it up to the states during his yeah. campaign. And and, and, no, and, and to be fair to his to Trump sessions and that administration, nothing has happened yet. And until it does ha start happening, you can't really prejudge them. But you can judge him based on what he said the other day, and that was that he insinuated that we're going to start cracking down on this recreational marijuana thing. It's a law of the land, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, no, that's not what you said before, and that's not what you say when it comes to guys wearing dresses. So I call horseshit. Right, you know, the one, thing that okay. uh, the one thing that kind of annoyed me uh, with uh, during his speech to the Joint Congress the other day is he, he was touting the fact that they are now going to spend the most money they ever have on, on national uh, security or national defense. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why? Why do we need to spend so much more money on that? It's like, don't we already spend $600 billion a year on our military? It doesn't make any sense. Like, why don't we Why don't we give half of that money to NASA and see what they do with it? You know, like, why do we have to spend so Trump much? Trump is pro-NASA. I like that. Uh, he, he, often he's, he spoke many times about giving NASA more money, being the leading nation in space uh, and things like that. And, and I, I like hearing because he seems pro bullshit, right? He's pro. He everything. does. He's pro tax cuts. He's pro. Spending. Not pro Mexico. He's yeah, well, I mean, true. pro tax cuts isn't yeah, actually everyone in but, Mexico. Um, my staff members from Mexico and he tells me how they're like around there when it comes to Trump. And they didn't actually give a fuck about Trump until he actually became president and he actually started saying that he was going to build this wall. Now everyone in Mexico, like you're, you get fucking killed if you wear a Trump hat. Like he told me everyone just is so anti-Trump in Mexico. It, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, it's, it's so they weren't actually anti-Trump before the election. Though. So well, they are now. He, they, they, those but those bad. I guess they just didn't give a shit. Wait till next year; they'll be really anti-Trump. Yeah, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, we'll we see. start laying those fucking bricks. <laughs> then we're gonna see. <laughs> like, Guys, we're in we're in season one. All the character development—it's all being laid. You know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that's I, what I love about it. It's like a TV show. It's so entertaining. Yeah, you someone see a new drops article out every day about more corruption in the Trump administration. It's great. I love it. Dude, that, that, Lots of characters leave in the first season of every show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we already got the Ned Stark. The um, I just ask because sometimes I. 
watch these things unfold, like, you know, layers of corruption and lying under oath and recusals and resignations and shame and the anti-EPA stuff. And, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, at what point will Trump supporters not think that he's doing a good job anymore? And I guess we're not there yet. Maybe they no, are. they're always going to love him. I, I think he's, no, I think Trump supporters popularity think he's like is only fan. rising. I don't think he's done anything recently that that's gonna that's gonna diminish his popularity. Sure, the the things within his administration look bad, but but they don't stick to him at least not yet. There's not they they just don't. Um, after that speech the other night, I bet he's got a huge bump today in the polls. Um, regard, I know that the stock thing had very little to do with him. I read in depth about what that st- what the little bump in stocks the other day was all about. It was funny to see like the market watch version, which was. Um, newscasters think that everything is 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 um, cause and effect, and that everything is correlated. And if this happens, then this happens. But they're just talking. And then I heard the newscasters go, "Guys who play the stock market aren't the smartest people out there. So what they're do all they're doing is saying, hey, Trump's pro business. That's got to be good.' And it goes up. And then Market Watch gets in the middle and explains that people were." Uh, were what betting that the market betting short or whatever uh, that the market would do a certain thing, and they explained how the market like bunched up, and then they all had to like cover their cover their bet, and and they explained in great detail like why the the market had a little bump, and then and this was two days ago, and then they predicted that today it would slide, and then I like turn on today, and yep, it's it slides right down today. It, it was it was funny to see both sides of that thing and how neither side really seem to know too much about what they were talking about a lot of times that happens it is sometimes it's difficult to explain why the market did something on any given day um over the long term you can usually you know understand like the the flow of money and how much debt people have and etc but on a given day like why the market went up 100 points today like oh well shit i don't know like this is just the way the ball bounces um and yeah i remember i I think it went to 15 days but at the time we were talking about it like the markets had all gone up five days in a row but that means very little to me because I, I, I'm kind of a long-term player. You know, five good days is line noise, you know, static. But anyway, uh, so yeah, all right, I got my Trump fix. That's what I was looking for. I thought it was a good show. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I've, um... Scarce, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can just search <laughs> up Scarce on YouTube. This is very cool, actually, because, like, because I've been watching you guys for so long, it's like it's really cool to be able to actually say something back and you guys respond. Because every time I'm listening to you guys, like say in the shower or something, Kyle or say or, or Mirko or, or Woody will say something stupid. And I'll just be like, no, no, this is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> but obviously, you guys don't respond because you you know it's just a video. But now it's yes. like I could, you know, talk to you guys. You jump in. When yeah. you said your your favorite part was like you know being able to find friends anywhere in the world, my favorite part was the access. You know, you, you're here because you're a big deal now, right? you can get on pka if you want and yeah exactly uh, that i i always like even now that it, it still kind of works for me and i'm i let's call me a youtube legacy right <laughs> um <laughs> and uh but like if i wanted to get on a, a podcast or something like i i, I feel like my odds are pretty good what and, me and my friends um when we were in like I think middle school. When I was in mm-hmm. middle school, I watched Mail Monday. I'm not even joking. And it was my entire class used to watch every Mail Monday. I'm not even joking. Ha- this is so embarrassing to me now, but it's like whatever. I mean, I liked it. And uh, every single Monday, we always talk about it at lunch. It was really? just, it, how weird is that, right? And you, you're so yeah, I watched you're them so too. Right about, yeah, you. And, <laughs> Kyle also talked to the local kids at lunch, but they weren't very comfortable <laughs> with it. No, <laughs> yeah, I was the one that got Kyle out of the friend zone. 
<laughs> exactly. No, you helped me out with a lot of stuff when I was younger, like just some of the stuff you talked about, because my dad would never talk to me about that stuff. And I don't know, you, you, you gave me some good advice. Well, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It is All awesome. Right, we, uh, I also let me, watch let me Merka, do this. I watch Kyle. I watch a lot of FPS Russia. Tal, that one Q&A you did where you, uh, where you changed your voice to the yeah. voice, I was freaking out, dude, because like, I always kind of knew, but it was just, it was so cool. <laughs> that was a funny video. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me do this post-roll, I guess. Uh, from legendary game designer John uh, Van Kanegum, creator of Heroes of Might and Magic series, comes Creature Quest, an adventurous RPG that brings a new level of depth and strategy to mobile games. Available on the App Store, Google Play, and Amazon. Download Creature Quest for free today and be part of the... Best turn-based collectible RPG. Your quest for creatures is paved with adventure. Quest on. Check out them as, as well as our other uh, sponsors, Legacy Box, Lyft, CISO, and MeUndies. All linked down in the description below, as well as our wonderful guest, Scarce. Scarce. Yes. I think you we can't miss you his off. channel. No, it's no. enormous. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a YouTube like. <laughs> You'll yeah. know you found his channel when you see the channel with all the videos that have uh, five times as many views as this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll get that sub boost up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, thank you already. PKA. <laughs> <laughs> 324. 324. <laughs> 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 <laughs>